Painkiller Ready, episode 503, with our guests Tom and Juji uh, Taylor. Very excited to have you guys on. I really like your channel, have for a long time. We're sponsored tonight by Honey, Blue Chew, and Smart Mouth, three awesome companies we're going to hear from a little bit later. But for now, thank you guys for coming on. And number one, thank you for having such a cool setup. Because there are so many times where we'll have a guest on, and it's like, all right, we're getting this person, and then they show up on an iPhone 4S with <laughs> it turned, you know, vertically, and it's like, oh god, what are we? And then we have I'm to heading to the there. studio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. literally oh, last week. Last week we had a guy on the show. <laughs> he, he was supposed to call in. He's on his phone in the back of an Uber. Yeah. What? Really? What the fuck is wrong in with the you? Back you <laughs> yeah. yeah in the He's back like, of an... People were like, you know, this is a podcast. Hundreds of thousands of people. We want the quality to be good. I'm like, mother trucker. If I was on a phone call with you, I would hang up. I would say call yeah. back later. This is bullshit. It was. Yeah, bad. He turned around. He's like, yeah, he's my Uber driver. My mood. What's up, my mood? <laughs> but, anyway, we get into you guys now. Yeah. So. Yeah. I. I got into your channel quite a bit ago, and a lot of the videos I watched initially were you like setting up that big garage gym. I think you're in a totally different space now. I, I watched that one as well. But it's like, always it a new garage gym. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was like living vicariously through your purchases, where like uh, I wouldn't even know what to do with a lot of the equipment. But I'm like, God, that just it looks so nice. He's got the the rogue barbell, the rogue rack. Just that's got to be sick. You, you no wonder you look like you do. Yeah, it's my job. <laughs> it's kind of it's yeah, it's kind of my job. It's how how the, how the money is made. Man, wait until you see what we got coming in the next uh, couple months. I'm building a, a four thousand square foot home gym on a Christ. property where I only have a barn gym and then I have a basement gym. So I'm going to have three gyms on my property in October. Well, yeah, you, you you clearly need to up your workout regimen. You know, this <laughs> is I lost I lost yeah. sound, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, no. oh dear. Did he? Okay, I can hear him again. Okay, we're good. So I, I like how you don't do the, the normal fitness thing where it's all just, hey, you want to know the right form for a bench? This. You'll do stuff like, yeah, I'm going to go arm wrestle mountain climbers for the fuck of it. Yeah. Like that, that's great. I love when you do that, I, especially I, when you lose to someone who's so much smaller than you. Just, I was going to introduce him oh, man, to accomplished arm, mountain arm climbers. Are, <laughs> like, they're pound for pound, like you, 40, 50, 60 pound less than me. <laughs> just, what is going on over here? <laughs> I got this cord hooked up to my headphones and it's just like it's unplugging, it's plugging on. It's uh, <laughs> arm wrestling is like, uh, if you could think of something that's bad for your body, like smoking, it's like smoking f for your lungs, a lot, like two packs, three packs, four packs a day for your arms. That's that's what arm wrestling is that bad for you? Uh-oh. It would seem so. Fuck. Well, <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take them to come back, but whenever um, we get a, a break, whenever we you know, really cover him completely, I want to talk about that explosion in Beirut because that was fucking insane. That yeah, was, what do that, you think that was? I only know. watched like, one video of that it. was prilled ammonium nitrate stored in a fucking uh, warehouse. Uh, they've done the math. It, it's it's the biggest tannerite explosion in fucking history. I don't know what got mixed with the tannerite to like activate it because that's no, not tannerite. The ammonium nitrate to activate it like like Oklahoma City. It was fuel oil and it creates this whole compound when you mix fuel oil with ammonium nitrate. I don't know what could have mixed with that 
and and there, it was in these bags. And don't think like the kind of bag like you throw over your shoulder. Think the kind of bag that would fill up like a small Toyota pickup truck, like like the the rear of it, one bag of it. Like think of one of those bags that they put uh, foam peanuts in, but ten times bigger than that, full of ammonium nitrate. Let me lay out what happened because I, I think Taylor doesn't know, and probably a lot of viewers don't too. There was a ship filled with ammonium nitrate. There's a giant ship. It had thousands of kilograms of ammonium nitrate. And then something went wrong with the ship, some sort of technical problem that wasn't detailed. They were going to Mozambique, and they had to stop in Beirut. And then they got to Beirut. The thing never got approved. There was they, they realized it was dangerous to keep all this ammonium nitrate on a ship. So then they put it in a warehouse. And it just sat in a warehouse for years. Years. It sat in a warehouse as they, like, tried to sort of figure out, like, I don't know, uh, what to do about it. And, um, shit, I get my videos all fucked up. But uh, it sat there in this warehouse for years, and then something sparked it or hit Wait, it or they what have they you. Wait, they just forgot up. they had tons of explosives? Well, they How do you forget? Yeah, that? it's one of those like 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 it's the it's the main port of Beirut. I'm sure there's warehouses with like full of full of fucking goat feed next door that are just like oh yeah they never came back for their goat feed and it's just sitting there. So like the, some they, it, people are chalking it up to an accident is what I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, well, I mean, there for years. Yeah, it's definitely an accident. Accident. Um, there was a fire that like led up to it. And uh, like I said, I don't understand the um, the chemistry behind what what made it like go boom finally, because like ammonium nitrate just is super stable. Like it, you can you can burn it, you can you can shoot it, you can do anything you want to with it, and it won't go off without a second chemical uh, being added to it. And there's a lot of chemicals that you can add to it that will make it explosive, but something clearly got added to it. And the fact that it had been sitting that long means that instead of these nice little prilled pellets of ammonium nitrate that are loose in a bag mm -hmm. it would have through humidity getting in there and like leaving over and over it would have turned into these gigantic bricks of ammonium nitrate which makes it much more explosive really um yeah because like the ammonium nitrates like 0.42 percent um like like um uh, efficient as far as explosions go like like almost all of it gets like scattered and wasted when it goes off and that's that's why like whenever i would use ammonium nitrate like you wouldn't just like pile it up on the ground and shoot it because then like the blast in the middle would just scatter all the uh, the pellets and the, the ammonium nitrate that's around the edges. It would just be thrown away instead of igniting and burning and, and, and exploding. So you'd want it like uh, held tightly with something else, with something on the outside. You want it in a box of some kind. Um, I won't get into too many details, but you'd want it like held together tightly. Yeah. And I, you saw this the size of that explosion, though. Like, the the amount of explosive it would take to do that. Like, how do you just sit on that and not anticipate this if it can just accidentally happen? Like, it, did you see the before and after photo? I saw that as well, where it's like an entire chunk of land is just in the sea now. It's just gone. Yeah, it was like a peninsula, and now there's just a gigantic crater. And like the the hotel next door completely destroyed. One of our patrons, um, he had family in that hotel. Oh fuck! Are they okay? Yeah, they're okay. But some Good. of his friends I, I, aren't. I heard people like ten miles away or five miles away, like glass. Hundred and twenty miles away, they heard it in Cyprus. That's good. Jesus Christ! So like across the entire Mediterranean. Did you guys hear me? Yes. Yes, yeah, we can. Welcome back. 
Yeah, we'll yes. we'll go back to this later. Yeah, I'll find some content cloud. so we can like see the vapor cloud and the craters and stuff. Because like, look, it's a horrific event. Over a hundred people have died clearly, but I mean, if an oh, asteroid wow. hit, we'd want to see the crater too. Like this is what? this is nuts. Bang it out. What's the thing with? So so nobody thinks okay, this is like a nefarious act. Everybody's only like, Donald right, Trump. Only things. Trump thinks it was a bomb that somebody dropped. It fucking. Oh, I'm, I'm not even going like a political angle. I, I didn't know. Like, no, it literally no, is only it. Donald yeah. Trump. Only Donald oh. Trump has has leveraged that theory. All right. Well, we got Tom and Juji back. Very very. Yeah. Happy I want to go back to the. <laughs> glad you're here. I want to go back Thank to you. the arm wrestling thing. You said arm wrestling is the equivalent of smoking three packs a day for your. For your arms, basically, or your shoulders, yeah. your tendons, everything. Yeah. Everything, man. My, yeah. my arms have never been so effed from anything. Uh, I mean, our bodies actually. It. It. The problem is when you have a when you have a sport that causes damage to your body. Oftentimes, you don't have. It doesn't carry over into other sports. Like, oh man, like this is like hurting me, but I can still do all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Arm wrestling. It took over. I was like, wow, I I can't even I can't even move my arm like this. It hurts which means I can't do flips. I'm not arm wrestling people. I'm just trying to like jump up in the air and my arms are just ringing in pain. It's like Dude, you have a tooth. You couldn't even arms. do the dishes. You could, actually. yeah. You do like, uh, you'd reach for a, a heavy Pyrex bowl and you just get arm pain for mm-hmm. like an hour. And, yeah. and it was, <laughs> it's, uh, no joke. it's bad. Yeah. And then you guys still are doing it. No, no, no. COVID, bro. We can't arm wrestle during COVID. For about a year and a half, we worked with it, and we just kept coming back to it. But it was a curse. It was, it was like the curse that just kept coming. And I uh, took a good break from it for about five months, and uh, now our lives are really good. Yeah, <laughs> much better. <laughs> That's good. I, I remember when you guys were way into the grip strength thing. I think that was when I was watching your channel the most. And you, those little innocent looking things i ordered a couple online being like i bet i, I bet i can close at least a couple of these mm-hmm. it is the most humbling thing to, to try and use those grippers and just realize oh no like no you're way weaker than you thought you were but it's just <laughs> yeah it is we have a company that makes them and only one person has completed the level six and it's uh he's an icelandic man uh who's about 400 pounds and just does it in his basement uh, for hours and hours by himself. So. <laughs> you can't what have I said a million times? Iceland, yeah. Northern Europeans, we, we're fucked. We can't, we can't compete with those Icelandic, Icelandic yeah. fucks. <laughs> but you're, you're also the, <laughs> the largest human I've ever seen do an actual backflip. I thought the first video I saw where you're like, I'm going to do a backflip. I'm like, yeah, this motherfucker's going to do a backflip. I wonder what the bit is. Like, <laughs> how on earth are you still able to do that with how much you weigh? Like just practice uh, constantly. Yeah, well, I, I've just been doing flips since I was like 14, 15. I'm 34, so you know, you add the mass later, and I've just been holding on to dear life to keep it because I love the flips, man. I love doing m- the moves, the skills, the aerials, the kicks, and stuff. It's it's you know it's it's great, but uh, so it's looking jacked. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking jacked is probably the best part of it, especially with <laughs> like you're. Your forearms have to be outrageous with all that grip strength stuff. All the mm-hmm. I like yeah, watching all the grip strength where it'll be like 
we're going to do an eight hour arm workout and I'll oh. be like overeating while I'm watching it. Like, yeah, I could, I could hang. I could do this too. <laughs> I'm going to need a whole bag of dill pickle flavored lays while I watch them work out. But no, I'm totally good. <laughs> the, the eight hour arm workout was from uh, Rich Piana. And I think the worst part for me actually wasn't the fact that you had to do 16 workouts in eight hours. It was the fact that you had to drink 16 protein drinks. <laughs> it was bad. By, by the, by the, the 14th drink, I just walked out in my woods and just threw my guts out everywhere. And I come back, I come back in the garage. Oh, oh man, I, I guess we got to do the 14th workout now. Yeah. But our friend Antoine Vaillant, who's a professional bodybuilder, he was just enjoying every one of those drinks. Just, he was drinking mine. Yeah, he had like 24 of them, which is like, I think we came out, it came out to be like 700 grams carbs. of carbs. Yeah, <laughs> 700 grams of carbs yeah. from just like sugar water. Yeah, and he was just, even he was eating as well, but that workout was just a mental thing. Like, I think uh, the arm stopped doing anything and it the muscles just stopped and then the tendons were just being used for the last like six hours the of that gone long ago <laughs> yeah yeah that was something <laughs> <laughs> no that i really like your guys content it's it's motivating in a way but in a fun silly way like when i watch like when you guys have brian shaw on it's just like almost discouraging where you're like, There's, this person is just a mountain of a human. I, I can't ever hope to, if I worked every day as hard as I could, diet perfect the rest of my life, I'm not scratching the surface of, of a third of his lifts. So, and seeing him next to you, was what was that like the first time you met Brian Shaw? Because you're a big fucking guy. You're strong as shit. It must have been kind of otherworldly to be like, oh my God, th this guy's doubling me up on a lot of stuff. He's just huge. Yeah, that's the way you feel around the six foot nine strongmen. Yeah, Brian's six foot nine, Thor Bjornson's six foot nine. Uh, the mountain. The mountain mm -hmm. uh, from Game of Thrones. Uh, I think the, I think Thor is probably the biggest one to stand next to. That guy's just he is. is there something what do you uh what do you think about uh that fight that they're gonna have? I think Eddie Hall is gonna fight uh Thor. Man, I, they've been preparing for it for a while, and they're going to continue to prepare for it for another year and a half. <laughs> Dude, I think what is the fight? Is yeah, it like we made a bet on it. We made a remember. I told you I was going to bet you like five hundred bucks that Thor would post one hundred and fifty Instagram pictures of just him in boxing gloves up until the fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's like I don't know. Maybe today I post boxing glove photo. Uh, but he, he, the, no, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying that Thor is going to win heavy, uh, like heavy favorite. And I'm, I've bet on Thor win, but that's, that's who I believe. <laughs> I bet it's going to be a know. lot of them hanging on to each other. I bet it's going to be a lot of that. Uh, oh, do they, yeah. they, do they have to go four rounds? I don't know how long it is. That's the, that's like the key factor here. Three or four, I would guess. Oh, and I'm, do they yeah. wear headgear? That's also a big question. I don't know if the headgear fits them. Uh, right. But well, well, the gloves don't fit them either, so they're having <laughs> yeah. some made. Right? Brian, or, you know, the mountain's head. He's yeah. like six. Yeah. Eddie Hall's top. tall, too. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie Hall's six with three just... or two. Yeah. yeah. It, it, but Thor has a reach advantage, like a very large reach advantage. Undeniably. Uh, so. but it, it, watching Eddie Hall amongst the other strongman competitors made me think he was 5'6", and that's not the case at all. Right. Yeah. No, they're just all the other ones just that much bigger. Yeah, but, I won't yeah. watch it if they wear head, headgear. Yeah. Headgear is so lame. I, I'm I'm not gonna watch if they wear headgear. I'm also not gonna watch Tyson fight if they wear headgear. Oh, not why not? Who, who's Tyson oh. fighting? Uh, Roy Jones Jr. 
Is he also an older guy or no? Yeah. He's, well, he retired two years ago, so he's kind of so, in fighting shape. Hmm. Not as, you know, he hung out for a long time, but yeah, yeah, he's he hasn't been out of the game like Tyson has. I see some uh, training clips of Tyson. He's fast as crap still, man. Yeah. He looks very fast. Person. I'm really suspicious. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I'm... Um, George Foreman made me suspicious. George Foreman's like, he sees what you want, what he wants you to see. He's like, there hasn't been a single clip of him for more than nine seconds so far. And I'm like, huh, he's right. And George Foreman's like, I'm seeing stuff I think other people aren't. Watch his right leg. His right leg's planted. It's not moving like it's supposed to. Watch this. Watch that. And I'm like, fuck, George Foreman's doing analysis on this. And, and I'm telling you, so I, I've done a tiny bit of boxing. And even I look faster than I am when I hit mitts. Those mitts meet you halfway, right? They make you look fast because the guy's coming yeah. at you. you. I can sit there and hold my hand still. And with a good mitt guy touching them, it looks like I don't suck. <laughs> that's that's wait, wait, where is George Foreman analyzing this? This is what I want to know. Is he just you, doing Instagram stories? It was YouTube. I don't know. Was, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think he's bitter about the fucking ear. That's all that is. You're thinking of um, not George <laughs> Foreman, oh. Evander Holyfield. Oh, it was Holyfield. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they never fought. Uh, it was yeah, yeah. George Foreman talked to <laughs> Muhammad Ali. I was just watching this. And Muhammad Ali, like during his comeback, he's like, don't fight Tyson. Don't do that. Don't do that. He's like, that guy hits too hard. You don't want none of that. <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway yeah yeah so i'm i'm just suspicious i think that a lot of people can post nine second clips and look better than they are i think that when we watch tyson fight a full fight there's going to be a huge gap between who he was and who he is what I like about Mike Tyson the most is that in his mid to late 40s he decided now's the time for a tribal facial tattoo <laughs> usually that's an impulse thing in your 20s not him not People him late why. 40s he said it's because i don't like my face and it was like oh that huh. well, well, this is a little sad i don't like my face <laughs> son funny, funny story about lee priest is a pro bodybuilder from uh the 90s and early 2000s he stopped competing but lee priest has a bunch of tattoos he's got a big tribal facial tattoo he had it for about uh, maybe 20 years and then he uh, recently got it removed, and all his fans are like making fun of him for it. Like, oh, you, you see, see, face tattoos are dumb. And Lee's response was, "I'm getting a different one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a new one." <laughs> I mean, so we can be fair. Facial tattoos are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. Mike Tyson asked what I thought, I'd be like, "That's so cool, man! I love it. <laughs> I want one too." He's like, oh, good! I got my gun right here. <laughs> I got my gun right here. So let me tattoo you, tattoo you up here. Hope I have enough ink. <laughs> Imagine that you're laying there, just terrified of Mike Tyson tattooing your face. <laughs> have you seen Mike Tyson um, punk Dana White? Yeah. Uh, no, what do you do? They're on Dana White's private plane, if I remember it right. Kyle, tell me if I get anything wrong. Dana White's sitting there, and Mike Tyson's walking down the hallway of this plane that seats like 12. It's a nice private plane. And Mike Tyson is like, you, get out of my seat to Dana White. Dana White's like, huh? all right, then. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I like this seat. Mike's like, I like it better. <laughs> Did you really say that? <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty sure that was set up for Instagram. Oh, yeah. I didn't do a silly little video. I didn't. Ah, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. I bought that. So, Wait, so Mike Tyson's setting up physical things on Instagram and comedy. So what's his life right now? Do we even know what he's like? He's he's is the whole cannabis thing set up too? Because he has that venture, and then he, after going through this cannabis business venture now he's deciding to fight it's like kind of a 
<laughs> on, I, I, didn't online. Even, I didn't know I he was fighting. Oh, he's made a lot yeah. of money from the cannabis stuff. I think mm -hmm. he's fighting because he just wants to fight. Yeah, know? this is Indica. It's called Knockout. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, I mean, I guarantee he has a strain called Knockout. It'd oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I, I'd smoke Mike Tyson's weed. Give it a go. Yeah. yeah, his cannabis resorts is what his thing is. He's like putting a whole hotel and and I don't know tennis courts and boxing. Does he need courts money? at a hotel? Boxing. Courts. No. <laughs> uh, well, he needed money before the cannabis the cannabis thing. I'm I'm not convinced hmm. that resorts are making a lot of money right now. Yeah, the, 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 not the resort, the cannabis, though. I'm convinced that marijuana oh. is making tons of money right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I didn't understand. So not he, it's not just a hotel resort thing. He no, that's sells. part of it. Okay. I um, thought Mike Tyson made like $100 million. Yeah, but Don King took most of it. Yeah. Uh, the, the, what did Don King do with all that money? <laughs> Wouldn't you uh -huh. like to know? Hair products. <laughs> <laughs> is Don King alive still? I don't, I don't fucking know. I hope not. I can. I, I'll. I'll. I'll fact check it. Let's see. But yeah, I. I think. Uh, you know, yeah, he I've... did that HBO special a while back. Mike Tyson did, and uh, that was really good. I thought I liked that a lot. Him just telling stories and, and talking on stage, and uh, and then he came out with the cannabis uh, thing and made just a shit ton of money. And he's got a podcast too that's really successful. I don't think he's hurting for money one bit. I think he was. He was hurting for money, and they needed that comedy thing with HBO, like his life story, and that started an upward trajectory. I just, I just kind of wondered because he's, he's fighting and he's doing a lot of stuff. Like, I don't know, he might just be ambitious. Who yeah, is listening I, to the Mike Tyson podcast? It's good. I what could he possibly have to his, say? His Joe Rogan podcast episode was great. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know he was on Joe Rogan. Did you see his HBO special? No, no oh, really good. Why? Yeah, so that was his. That was like sort of how he did his comeback, and uh, he tells his story. It's a, it's a version of events you haven't heard before, like his side of the rape thing, his side of the fight thing, the ear biting, etc. And while he does it, there's like still photos or maybe even some video behind him to I don't know highlight what he's talking about, and it's super good. And this is a guy who you'd think would be a terrible public speaker, but no, he's a, a, a good. He's effective. It's good. That yeah. is surprising to me. I would really incredibly bad at speaking especially like boxers when they get older always sound retarded because they yeah. just get bashed in their whole not lives Tyson. Uh, he he did I a lot more bashing than yeah, bashed yeah. In. <laughs> uh not to not the second half but uh um anyway yeah he, he speaks as well as he ever did which is to say five out of ten <laughs> oh. Oh, but he hasn't lost a point so he's got that <laughs> that's what they say if you're a 5 out of 10 speaker start a podcast <laughs> it's a good podcast it really is and he gets he gets really good guests it's alright well of course it is are you going to turn down an invitation to Mike Tyson's podcast I wouldn't God, no. I'd be scared right God, no. a lot of part, what makes a good podcast is not your speaking ability but your life story right it's the journey that you've taken you know if you've had some real highs some real lows uh that makes for a good good thing to listen to and it gives you some introspective yeah definitely yeah i think so i i wonder what age mike tyson would have to be for me to feel confident fighting him. Ooh, yeah, there will be a time when oh. you can totally kick his ass, Taylor. I don't think it's Dude, now. Oh, yeah. no, man. No, oh, no. He's, well, it's certainly not now. No, no, That's no, no. Right. But Taylor, are you 27, Taylor? I'm 29. Okay. Yeah, so Taylor's 29. Tyson, is is he 45? Does that sound right? So 50, he's scaling 39. with age, and you're staying the same age you are right now. 
No, no, we need to mm. scale them both, but there will scale. be a time. Then I don't think there's a time I then. Like, I don't agree. No. Uh, you, why do you think make... Tyson's going to live that long? <laughs> All right, so Tyson is 54, and Taylor's 29. So let's add 30 20 years. years. 30 years. 30. Yeah, yeah. So Taylor will be is it 59 versus 84? I like this it. Is a lot of, I like this is a lot match. of confidence in my ability to not get fat. <laughs> that could be good. It could be. 84 year old Tyson is still going to be a ripped guy. 84 year old. You think he's made 84 year old Tyson? Is no, I don't. Think, I, I think he's going to be a corpse. But 84 year old Tyson has been dead for seven years. Yeah, there, there, exactly. <laughs> we need to set this up a few days before death. I want to really maximize our odds. He gets like stage four pancreatic. I got him. Right? It, it, forget 84. Make it 74. That's as long as he's going to live, right? And then we get 59 year old uh, Taylor. Did I do that right? No, 49. 49. 49. I think that's a that's a pretty prime 49 age for you. versus 74. <laughs> that's a pretty Look at Mike. It's their prime at 49. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I mean maybe you're fighting prime. Right? 47 <laughs> is it completely unable to move and and, and you're going to hit your prime in just a couple more years. <laughs> <laughs> in two more years I'm peaking. <laughs> but, but yeah, 49-year-old Taylor versus 74-year-old Tyson. I'm putting the house on you Taylor. I 74-year-old Tyson, he won't know what room he's in, much less anything else. I, I got him. I'll convince him it's a doctor's appointment and, and blindside him. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good strategy. The chair, something like that. Yeah, he's he's already half retarded. He'll make it the whole way there, way before 74. You disagree, Kyle? Really? No, yeah. I agree with all of that. <laughs> How do I say it mean? <laughs> you, you did say it mean, but I don't care about that. Obviously, um, I just think it's going to be a long time before Mike Tyson is uh, down to the level of like mere mortals. Seventy four. I still. Think I don't know if, if he keeps working out. <laughs> if he keeps working <laughs> out and stays stays active, like like the guy doesn't work out right now. This is just genetics. Genetics have carried him to this point. He has, he's a genetic freak. No one can argue. I that. saw him work out for nine seconds. There you go. Like, like, like he's only stopped like, like like he hadn't done anything boxing related for a very long time. Like he hadn't hit any heavy bags or anything like that. The man doesn't run. Like he doesn't do any of that stuff. The genetics have carried him to this point, looking like he looks right now. I just don't see him falling off the edge of the earth in the next fifteen or twenty years. I, I saw a video of him like shadow boxing in an Applebee's, like j just for no reason. For no, just showing what he could do. Just to enjoy free appetizers. Here's where I'm coming from. I, I, what does an average NFL player live to? Like 60 or something? Like it takes years off their lives. 32. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> so I, How I old is Darian Foster? Around there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, 74. Like I don't know if Tyson will even live that long. As much as he was the guy that dished out the punishment, he took a bunch. I saw Lennox Lewis fight. Yeah, well, yeah, but he didn't take damage. All right, how long did Muhammad Ali live? Tyson didn't take nearly as much damage as Muhammad did. Muhammad Ali. How no, when he died. No, no, Ali was getting battered after he came back from not Nam. So he lived to seventy four. Seventy four. Yeah, but did you see videos of him at seventy four? He. He he's knew like blowing, that he was. He's, he's blowing spit bubbles. Yeah, he's not he doing was, anything. Well, the Parkinson's didn't help. Uh, you know. Oh like, no, like, he had Parkinson's. Yeah. 
yeah I mean, look at Taylor. ronnie coleman though uh, <laughs> ronnie coleman has uh, he's like the bat if you look like uh boxers head injuries and an nfl players head injuries then the, these bodybuilders back injuries he's had like 19 back surgeries and he's he's wow. barely barely ticking like he's is he, uh, is he barely ticking or has he made like another comeback it's possible uh, I have my videos no. out of order, but I thought Ronnie Coleman looked good right now. Uh, in the right lighting. Good, in yeah. my opinion, but he doesn't look like as good as a lot of other people. Yeah, I mean, we've seen him at wheelchairs at Fit Expos, and then we've seen him walking around and, and I don't know, flexing. You don't know which Ronnie you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a wheelchair Ronnie or walking Ronnie. Um, I saw him not long after his surgery, and he looked super bad. It was like, oh, my goodness. Like, was it worth it? Was it Were those highs worth this low? And then I saw him a few months later, and and maybe I just saw the best moment of him because it was like, damn, he's going, he's back in the gym and he's looking fit. Yeah, I see him here. Like, like, fit is a good descriptor. You know, like he looks like the big dude at the gym, but yeah. but he doesn't look like the greatest bodybuilder who ever lived, which is what he what he what he is. Like like he he looks like the big dude at the gym now. I mean, you could compare it to Arnold. Arnold looks like Arnold has gone like he's you know he's been a little. Like fat Arnold at the beach, but then he's like ripped Arnold at times. And yeah. uh, you know why he was fat Arnold at the beach though? He had hmm. fucking open heart surgery. That was that was a mean oh, picture they took. Season. Oh, that's mean. Yeah, he just had had fucking open heart surgery. He couldn't do anything for months and months. And they're like, "Look, Arnold's lost it." I feel like Stallone like funded that whole paparazzi campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, he was just. Arnold was just in bulking season. I myself am on year three of a continuous bulk. <laughs> <laughs> just, I need these chips for glycogen. <laughs> I need to refuel my muscles with, with fried potatoes. <laughs> oh, man, that's the hardest part. So, how, Gigi, when did you get really into lifting and fitness and whatnot? Like, it's clear you did probably when you were much, much younger. But when did it become a total obsession and just passion pretty much immediately. I mean, it was, it was instant. Uh, when I started training when I was 14, uh, it just changed everything for me. I started lifting weights when I was like, uh, 15 because my parents got me a gym membership across the street. They're like, Oh, stay there until we pick you up after school. I was like, you can work out or you can just sit there. I was like, well, I, why wouldn't I just try <laughs> working out and just start lifting weights? I'm like, damn, I loved it. That just, I can't remember not liking it when I started it. Yeah. If you had like any long-term injuries from it, do you have a back that always gets you an elbow? That's always troublesome. Like has it all been good? It's all been good. I've had a lot of injuries because it's just the amount of time I've been doing it, but I'm really smart with injuries. So I'm <laughs> pretty good at, I'm pretty, I'm better than most people at taking care of that type of thing. In, uh, in the, in the circles that you uh, sort of travel in, do you ever see any of those guys with the synthol uh, arms and stuff? I've put synthol on someone's arm before, actually. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Well, how do you, how do you, how do you get it in your tricep? I don't know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> can you do it for me? So then you get yeah. a, uh, a giant 5 ml syringe full of coconut oil from Dave Palumbo's website. Yeah. And you just stick it in the dude's tricep and just like, this is kind of, that's a lot of oil. I don't, I know you're big, but this is still a lot of oil going in. <laughs> no, no, no. Come do on. Not, do you not feel it? Do you not feel it? Do you want me to heat it up before I put it in your arm? You Gigi, know? <laughs> tell me if you agree with this. I feel like synthol is a little like CGI in that. Like, <laughs> I never heard that one. <laughs> hear me out. 
If you use too much of it, or if it's not done well, it's grotesque and obvious and terrible. However, yeah. mm -hmm. if you use it right, if you get it just the right doses, like people who are 90% bicep and 10% thin synthol, pull it off. And people don't even know it was synthol. It's just a little extra. Yeah, from what I understand about it, um, it actually helps muscle grow. Like it's not just like a uh, temporary cosmetic you put in the muscle and there's a lot of pressure it puts there. And then that's uh, that, that pressure is what signals the muscle cells to start growing. So it could actually augment muscle growth. I think um, in itself, it's not just like something that's there that makes it look bigger. So, but if you do it poorly, it starts leaking out of your shoulder on, when you're on stage. Yeah. <laughs> a big yeah. white pus just coming down your shoulder, you know, when you're sitting Who there doing that? it. That's what you're thinking of. There, the, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, Google image, uh, synthol accident posing. What routine, if it's not you know? sterile? You know, like what if it's not sterile when you put it in there? And it, then oh. you're effed. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a lot of trouble then, I'm sure. I mean, Juju tried synthol on his ankles. He's he's always been wanted never, bigger. Why would you put synthol on <laughs> your ankles? That's bigger ankles. Dumbest. I never even thought about that. That's pretty good. That's yeah. you know, a lot of these people using synthol clearly do not work out at all. Oh, a lot of them. You yeah. know, injecting a huge amount. There's this guy in Russia and yeah. this is up. It says he might have to have both arms amputated unless he <laughs> the amount of synthol he has. Good. What an absolute asshole! <laughs> I, Taylor, I saw like. Have you ever seen the slap contests? I probably Kyle <laughs> yeah. has. Oh really yeah, ready. another yeah. one where the Synthol kid was in that. Yeah. So there was a synthol guy in it. Maybe Juji saw it too, and I think I just heard him. And I'm like, what are you doing here? All these people have real muscles, and you have synthol arms. What? What? Have you deluded yourself into thinking those arms are strong? Are they, I saw an MMA fighter with synthol arms, yeah. and it was he, like he comes out, and he's got the giant synthol arms, and the other guy's just like the other guy look, looks like a fucking Russian killer or something like that, and he's just like, "I'm gonna fuck you up." <laughs> he does. He just beats the oh, shit God. out of the guy, and the guy's laying there with his big balloon arms, like fucking Popeye on his face. Yeah. So we're all thinking of terrible synthol. But Juji, is it right that a lot of people use synthol and they just lack a little definition? Because the, but they used it in moderation. I, I had no idea that it actually helped muscle growth. I thought it was like purely a vanity thing for people who wanted larger muscles. And people all, the, the people who inject it into their yeah. chest. So Taylor, I was it just looks like tits. <laughs> yeah, it's the extreme cases that everyone sees yeah. that look really bad. But we know a handful of bodybuilders that just use small amounts that just make lagging body parts look a little bit better just keep a gnome in the closet to put it in their triceps when no one is around. <laughs> right this is my uh, synthol gnome over oh, here God. i uh, give him a name we'll, we'll name him uh larry larry the synthol gnome in the uh, come over here load it up put it in my i can't reach back there what if you had to stick it on your lats or something i don't know how you oh, get it back there in have the to have same a way that you don't notice good cgi you don't notice good synthol you just think that his That's true. You know, his six abs are all the same size for some reason. Call me crazy, but I don't think it's <laughs> synthol. Even synthol. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just thinking of all the crazy places you can put it now. You were mentioning right. your ankles. Yeah. You're talking about putting your abs. It's why my dick is 14 inches I ever think about long. people doing this is like, what, arms, shoulders? Uh, mm. You put People put, I guess they put in their legs, too. Yeah. yeah I never even thought about that. <laughs> God, let's just, let's just, uh. Let's just uh, get a second mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some synthol, bro. Let's do it soon. Tom, it's been, uh, you know, I've watched the channel long enough to see you kind of get into lifting a bit, and you're noticeably way bigger than you were just a couple of years ago. Was were, were you resisting 
for a bit when you started the channel, getting into lifting the way Juju was, and then you finally gave in, or were you always kind of behind the scenes lifting with him? Oh, I was always behind the scenes, but I did not live in the same place as Juju for the first uh, about year we worked together. Uh, I lived in New York, he lived in North Carolina, and I would just travel back and forth. So we, I just like, I think I was doing yoga a lot. I think I did a lot of handstands and that doesn't make you that much bigger, you know? So I was like, I was some, I've always been pretty fit, but I didn't do bodybuilding or arms or anything like that. till it worked with John and uh, yeah. then I just kind of like uh, got around all these guys and realized I needed to be a little bit bigger to be somewhat less smaller than them. So, <laughs> so the math checks and, out. Well, that's a yeah. difficult challenge because a lot of the videos you're doing, you're like, "Hey, here I am with Juji, who's huge and ripped, and here yeah. I am with a six foot ten power lifter and another yeah. six foot eight power lifter." And like, yeah. you just got to feel like a bitch standing next to all of them, right? See, so- I I'm like I'm like the Chihuahua with massive amounts of confidence and uh, no reason to have any fear of of looking like an idiot. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I've been ridiculed across all of the fitness channels for be looking like, uh, I, I sat like this yeah, on I was, a, I was gonna yeah, this one, this one, I sat like right this here. on Brian Shaw's channel. And I mean, there were 90% of the comments were just telling me how gay I was. That, that's uh, what you know. I hate yeah. when you sit like that. Yeah, I mean, but I like <laughs> when the I shorts. sit like that. Yeah, yeah. The shorts, <laughs> the shorts don't Wait. help. Even What's a little. about these shorts? What's the problem? You didn't have anything less manly to wear? Uh, I, you know, I felt I'm comfortable sorry. in these, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> no, you look good. Your, your, your quads are looking big. I, nice. Your, your taters are filling in. Thank right? you. Yeah, I, I mean, these are the longest shorts I have. So, <laughs> <laughs> I got those Bruce Jenner shorts over here. <laughs> hey, it's a Caitlyn. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner shorts now. Bruce Jenner uh, wore those though. Okay, uh, I suspect Caitlyn might have them. Yeah, Caitlyn didn't have it until the 2000s. Yeah, you're right. Those are Bruce Jenner. <laughs> no, Kate, Caitlyn Jenner shorts are much more manly than those. those are, <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, but, but we, I mean, uh, that's the thing is that. Uh, we get a lot of comments like, uh, why, you know, why am I in this video and why am I doing this stuff? And I'm just like, I don't know, man. I, we, we, Juju and I just put ourselves in this place and, and then, uh, I'm just working out with these guys and I don't really, like, I, I understand that Thor is the strongest man in the world, but I, I'll still try to pick up a stone, some natural stone in a, in, in a, weird Icelandic place with him. And, uh, well, I think that's what makes it fun. There's a vibe in your channel that I like where you guys, Look, Juji in particular, like you, you can alpha 99% of the time, but on your videos, you find yourself in the beta role a whole lot. Like, hey, here I'm going <laughs> to mountain climb with a professional mountain climber. And there's no like, like there's no lack of humility there. It's like, yeah, that's just, yeah. this guy's actually better at this than me. You're here. I'll try strongman contest against the strongest man in the world. And eh, I dig it. It's a cool, hum- humble vibe. It's a good show. I, I do like that vibe about your guys' channel a lot, but also it's like it'll be Juji with some 110 pound rock climber. I remember watching those videos and being really interested. That kid was great at rock climbing. Kid, I'm looking at at the end of the day when you walk out of the rock climbing gym. He's a 115 pound kid, and you look like an Adonis. You're just enormous walking out of there, and that's. That's Dude, what you prefer. But I remember Juju. <laughs> help me with the guy's name. I'm so bad with it. Is it Magnus? 
He's Magnus. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that guy's so, so cool. I really like that guy. Great YouTube channel. So here, I'm Little still Magnus, going. They call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Magnus is amazing, man. When your parents name you Magnus, you really only have one career path, right? Like, yeah. So you, know, you need to you need to sail to England and steal virgins. Yeah. So, yeah. so Magnus cool, is wearing a vest that makes him the same weight as Juji, and he <laughs> still outclimbed him. And I was like, I was so excited that video, man. That was a because cool I was video. like, finally, it's even. Like now I'm like super motivated to like really be competitive. <laughs> I like to be competitive, but sometimes it's like there's no way I can even move Devin Larratt's arm in an arm wrestling match. It's just like, it's, let's go, mm -hmm. let's let's let's. But there, you're not going to get anywhere. I. I freaking thought I was going to get somewhere with this. I was even close. Him putting a weight vest on. I was like, I honestly thought in my head that I might be able to beat him. He whipped <laughs> I, my ass. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know where to put my money before watching that video, right? Because you've got a lot of strength on him, but I, he still won. Very little technique on him. He ran a V six or a V seven wall wearing a hundred and ten pound vest or something. Yeah, and you say Juji has no technique, but it was not his first day climbing, right? He's had some no. coaching. He's better than he used to be. And, a little bit, uh, you know. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I was okay. I wasn't too bad. But it was definitely his best climbing session ever. Actually, and I still got my yeah. ass kicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted but, uh, to ask because you're kind fun. of in that that fitness realm of where well, you are. You're in that fitness realm of YouTube. Um, did you follow that stuff with Athlean X and the fake weights and stuff? Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Some of the comments that got deleted, and the yeah, you know, there was being in a cup comment, and yeah, the, yeah, a lot of weird stuff that disappeared because he tried to make it disappear. Could, could, Kyle, could uh, you never make anything history? on the internet really disappear? Kyle, could you give us Kyle. a little backstory on that, like, Kyle? Yeah, will you lay it out because I know that you're on top of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, the the main person I saw calling him out was Greg Doucette, who's like a notorious fucking fitness channel troll. Right? Like he <laughs> yeah. he knows how to get like get your goat and make you say his name and that's his fucking goal and i think that like coming from like a background of uh, of gaming like it's where I, where i originally started it's like oh you don't do that you don't <laughs> do that athlete don't say anything just just move along let the narrative mm -hmm. change oh you're posting a comment on on his video <laughs> probably not a good idea yeah, you could just look at his form. I'm no expert or anything, but you can look at his form sometimes when he's like deadlifting, whatever it is. I'm just making up numbers, but it's it's he it's heavy-ish, you know, 375 or something, and just kind of see the way he's lowering the weight. It just doesn't look like 375 pounds. The way the bar bends doesn't exactly look right. Like it's, it doesn't look as bending enough. And then there's another time where he's benching like shit. I don't want to say it's 315 if it's not, but it, it's it's a lot. I don't know. It's three or four fucking plates, and it just doesn't look right when he's doing that. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, and then there's another time where he's got some dumbbells, and it just... I don't know. You can kind of tell when someone's <laughs> lifting a lot of weight, not by the effort they're exerting, but but sort of by like how their muscle fibers are responding to that weight mm -hmm. and how mm -hmm. their frame has to move yeah, in response to that weight. Mm -hmm. Just the body mechanics of anyone, whether it's a, a an amateur, a intermediate, or a fucking professional... Are still pretty similar when they're lifting heavy, like like the, it just has certain effects on your I, body. I wouldn't fake it. Like it, I feel like the the he's mostly doing form stuff. So even if he said like, "Hey, th this is less weight than I would usually do," just look at how I'm doing it. Like I mean, the man's got ten million subscribers in, in hot and, water. For yeah, that. I I don't know why he did it either because he's like it. It doesn't matter how much weight the guy does. Like he is unequivocally 
the like most viewed fitness education channel for like seven years straight, like mm-hmm. by far. And he destroys everyone. And so I don't know. I don't, and it didn't like, I maybe it's just ego and he wants to look stronger, but he doesn't need to. Like, he that's the it. thing is yeah. he really doesn't. His he fan sh- base doesn't care. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, he has abs, he has chest and arms. And they're like, and, and he draws on them. That's his, that thing. His body is his, his resume, not his plates, right? This guy makes a living out of being like, I can absolutely destroy your biceps with five pounds. And then he finds exactly. something. He's like, I bet you can't do 10 pull-ups. And you're like, I totally can. Yeah, each one's a minute long. And it's like, okay, yeah. So like his thing is killing you with lower weights and safely and avoiding injury. Why he would put fake weights on there to make his deadlift look higher. And then I watch buff dudes sometimes. And then those guys demonstrate form. They use weights that are obviously below their strength level. And it doesn't mm-hmm. bother me at all. They do perfect form. And that's all I yeah. needed. So it, yeah, those guys are great, too. They're, they're yeah, you so guys cool. have done stuff with them, haven't you? We've no, tried. We've, we've tried. We've tried, but they're, they've got a children. They keep having kids. Yeah, a lot of kids. <laughs> uh, they're really fertile, the buff dudes. Project. Yeah, yeah, married and wives. Yeah. We've met them once. Did we meet him? Yeah, we met him at a Fit Expo once. It was exciting. We're we're all like, yeah. And yeah. Then everyone else swarms you, and then you don't get to really do anything. Yeah. Dance. Yeah, that's somewhere I'm never showing up at a Fit Expo. <laughs> good time. No, good time. I, I'm gonna go to a local Burger King and feel better about myself. <laughs> Thank you very much. I got the Junior Whopper, loser. I only got four nugs, not ten. You fucking lard. <laughs> we're gonna be ordering <laughs> extra <laughs> sauce. And then meanwhile, I'm like sneaking back to the counter. Like I will take ten. <laughs> <laughs> no man, there's something different about fitness expos. I would rather be in just like a gigantic real life ant farm and just <laughs> have, have to live in there. I don't know. It's just a. Uh, oh man, it's a really like especially Juji uh, gets uh, uh, just uh, accosted. I mean, like there was a time period. So John's been doing the Instagram thing for what five years now, and in the beginning he didn't have YouTube and we didn't have like our own income sources. And so he would go to these expos and I still can't believe how much stuff he did for people. He would, uh, women would come up to him and he would pick them up like 35, 40, 50 women in a day. He would do splits with people, do splits for people. He would do backflips if you asked him to. And he was doing this for like eight hours straight on concrete. Yeah. I was a circus (laughs) animal. I, I was a circus animal, man. And the thing is that the problem I figured out later, the moment you you take one woman and you press her overhead for a picture, all of a sudden every woman in the freaking room comes to your line (laughs) and then you have a 50 rep set. 50 reps overhead pressing women. I remember I after my back out, actually. You're talking, you're, you're talking about me hurting myself. <laughs> oh, God. Oh I've gotten smarter. I'm, pretty, I'm really pretty smart about like avoiding injuries, but – that one fat woman, man. She was done. I was yeah. tapped out. This is like the 20th woman in a row. And I said, I'm tired. I needed to go take a break. And she would not have it. She was so upset. Yeah. She was like, you have to do this. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, okay. And I was like, I knew she was too heavy. I, I knew what my max was. I'd ask every how woman. That, I, asked, I asked every woman what their weight was. Because, you know, like, hey, you want me to press the overhead? I need to know how much you weigh. She was 185, 190, but she was shaped really 
Oh, that's, like, a, that's a big she was, hit. She, she was yeah. shaped like a ball, which mm-hmm. isn't really – I need a longer woman with a little less weight. And <laughs> so God, when you're pressing them like me. a barbell, like, like thigh yeah, so and rib? I, I'm, it's a, there's a technique to it. You, you, you tell them to face this way. You scoop them up. You do a flip with your hands, <laughs> and then you step back. You uh, activate your glutes, and you push, and you press your head through. I, I know how to do it. I like there's a technique oh. to it. I figured it so out. You, so you but, uh, it doesn't grab, work with a bowling ball. You can't just grab clam and tits and throw them up. <laughs> you, get, you get a little ass. You get a little ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So you're just sitting there miserable as shit having to to overhead press women all day it's my fault man i started it shit yeah yeah so you, did, well hey you, you learned something that day so don't Gigi, do that as look the first time you get attention like that it feels special i bet that's gone now <laughs> right like you don't even want that attention you wear a, a disguise if you could <laughs> i've I've, caught, I've tried to go through the arnold last year wearing a hoodie and look my <laughs> head down i was like it's got to be the hair man they're, they're seeing the damn hair. That's no. what's drawn them to me. I had a hoodie on, and I'm like walking like this, and no, I just dude. hear a bunch of people go, "Oh, Juji, Juji, Juji." Dude, they smell you. They smell me. they know your bo. I'm a dude that's wearing black pants and a black hoodie with black shoes. My head down, moving really quickly, and they, they freaking see it. <laughs> Sometimes I was standing next to you, so that would kind of give it away. God damn you! But <laughs> oh, I, I shouldn't have worn a branded hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> no, that that's. That's I, I get totally what what he's saying. Like that must be pretty cool. The first time a woman's like, "Throw me over your head," and you're like, "This is tight. I'm awesome." <laughs> the fiftieth fat bitch. <laughs> you, you gotta be a little upset. There's that, and then there's the fiftieth day, right? There's you know now he's a couple years into this ride, and yeah. if he could turn invisible, he'd probably activate that a lot. Yeah, actually, one of the oddest things uh, we have happened to us because we live in North Carolina and it happens at the same gas station every time to both of us. People will go, we'll just get random people. They'll say, like, oh, well, you guys do YouTube. Nice. Uh, hey, does Chuchi live around here? I'm like, oh, no. And they're like, oh, does he live like within five miles of here? I'm like, uh, no, he lives like to 30 miles away south of here. They're like, so where so where does he live in Concord? <laughs> he'll yeah. just like start yeah. he'll start bringing up stuff and just like more and more and more and I'm like that one dude I can't tell you man. that one dude at Lowe's hardware store oh, that was God. the worst the Lowe's, <laughs> store, <laughs> Lowe's the Lowe's store was like I'm not joking a hundred yards from my house I lived right behind Lowe's it was great when I lived there this one dude sees me there he knows who I am and he's like. What are you doing here? He knows I'm at a hardware store. You know, you don't just pass through on a trip. They'd stop at Lowe's. I'm like, no, you know, I, I live around here. He goes, like, how close? Just like what Tom's saying. I'm like, oh, you know, nearby. Like, which direction? I'm like, dude, <laughs> go away. Like, I got my car and watched him leave and drive away so he wouldn't follow me. Yeah, that's that interesting. Which direction? Yeah, car. Like, yeah. like, like, how far? Do you, does anyone watch your windows at night? Uh, <laughs> do you have a security system? Do you have ADT? If not, do you have an automatic like that kind of? Sh- I, I remember it was it was a couple years ago when I lived in St. Louis City. I live in the county now. That I, my girlfriend and I, we, we were at my my old apartment and we were fucking drunk after some night of of partying with some friends and come back and she's like, I'm gonna order hot box cookies, which are like cookies they deliver. 24 7 and i was like all right whatever i, I don't really eat sweets i was munching on cheez it's and 
You on your high I, horse. It, yeah, me, <laughs> me <laughs> and I go I go down there to answer the door when I hear it and I, I open it and I'm I'm drunk and I just like, oh thanks, buddy. And I'm like signing it on the top, giving him his tip, and he's like, Hey, uh, are you are you Taylor from PKA? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> please don't tell anyone where I live. And he was like, I won't, I won't tell anyone where you live. It's good seeing you. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I would have been nicer, but I was, I was so wasted. I was just like, God. And I went up there and she's eating her cookies. And I'm like, they're going to fucking know where I live now. No, <laughs> no. Gonna He's like, well, maybe, uh, maybe you could they're going to post it on the subreddit. My address. <laughs> maybe you could be a generous oh. tip. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got it's recognized not long ago at the $400 AutoZone. box of cookies. And it was yeah, like, exactly. oh, cool. Got picked. You know, people know me at the AutoZone. This is kind of a neat deal. And then I realized my shirt said Woody's Gamer Tag on the back. I was like, oh, it doesn't count anymore. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> oh, that, that could have been a really uplifting day. <laughs> oh, no. It was laid back. Yeah. So my, my favorite uh, fitness related videos on YouTube are gym fails. It's either when someone for some reason has decided to put 1200 pounds and try to deadlift it or, or, uh, or, or try to squat it. And, or when people are just using machines completely wrong, like they're on the cable machine and they've got a cable in each hand and they're just like bouncing around like it's a, like it's a kid's game. Have you ever seen any stuff like that in real life? Nothing that's as bad as a gym fails video. I think a lot of the gym fails videos are fake. People are just doing that, which is fine because it's so right. funny to tell the look. I love them anyway. They're great. I was like, oh, I never thought about doing that that way. Okay, that's creative. Um, I'm trying to think of some like, weird crap I've seen at the gym before, though. I mean, look, Juji's had some pretty good gym fails, though, himself. Me? Yeah. Yeah, maybe not to like that level of thing. The nosebleed one is good. The nosebleed one. Where you just kept bleeding out of your nose for a little oh, time. Lived? No, no, that was a uh, that was. I used to work out at the park on my lunch break at work. I would go to the park and hang up the rings on a swing set, you know, and uh, and then I would do gymnastics rings. And uh, I remember I was going through a garlic eating phase where I was eating an entire cluster of garlic every day. I was like crazy. <laughs> I was trying to keep witches and vampires away. I was it really work. And it, uh, yeah, the Roman. Wait, soldiers, hold on. You went through a garlic eating phase? Yeah, yeah. I was, and uh, Roman soldiers, uh, they have shields. They keep the garlic. You know, it's like an amulet. It protects you. So garlic is really good luck. So I was eating a cluster of it a day, and I was prone to nosebleeds. So Don't you garlic, laugh at him? There were no witches at all. Then no, no, there are. My boss was a witch. She was a Russian. I wouldn't witch. laugh at him in person. <laughs> Uh, the garlic thins your so blood. I want, I we're separate. <laughs> I, I get up on these rings and I just go upside down and I hear the sound. And it's both nostrils popping. And then blood just starts gushing in the back of my throat. I'm upside down. I'm like, okay. I get off the rings. I go sit down. I'm at a park by myself. And like, this is like, I've been having a nosebleed every day for like a week. And I just, I'm, I'm tired of doing this and swallowing blood and feeling sick. So I was like, I'm just going to sit here and watch it bleed out. So I just sat there and just watched this puddle of blood form for like 10 minutes, and it just wouldn't stop. And then I started getting lightheaded. I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to work now and tell my boss I probably need to go to the hospital. <laughs> so I go back to work, and I tell my boss, and she's like, hey, what the what the hell? Get out of here. Like, go to the hospital now. I was like, You're oh, scaring okay. the customer. What, what yeah, time yeah. This is the time. Oh, I was a biotech manager, so I worked for a biotech company. But yeah, I, I went to uh, I went to the hospital, and they 
do the nose cauterization. They take like a punk, you know, those things that you light fireworks with. Yeah, it looks yeah. just like that. And they just stick it up your nose. And then I'm, I've only had like one or two. Yeah, it, How much it's just that a tampon hurt? without a string. How hmm? much did that hurt? Oh, it doesn't hurt at all. It's great. Is it hot? No. I mean, when your nose has been bleeding that much, anything feels good. <laughs> oh, yeah. After I, took, though, uh, yes. after I took Accutane yeah, but- when I was in middle school, I started Ooh. getting chronic nosebleeds. Ooh. And it also made it so I no longer tan at all. Haven't had a pimple in three years. Oh. But I, Accutane fucked with me. Give me my cholesterol really high as like a 14-year-old. But yeah. I was... There was one time I got a, a nosebleed from it, and usually a nosebleed is one nostril. This one was was both, and I remember laying on my back, being like, "This is the solution. You can't bleed if you lay on your back." Yeah, my nose was bleeding so bad it was overflowing <laughs> on, onto my face, and I was like, "I, I need to go to the doctor." Or something. <laughs> this is bad. Outsmarted by blood, Taylor. You have your nose cauterized. No, I've never had my nose cauterized. I've oh, had a bunch okay. of sinus surgeries. I don't breathe well. I was, I was that kid who, I was maybe it was probably eight before I broke. Or I was seven the first time I broke my nose, and I was like, I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And so as I was eating, my dad would always yell at me because he'd be like, Taylor, stop fucking opening your mouth when you're eating, and I couldn't. Like I would wonder, like, how the fuck are people eating and breathing at the <laughs> yeah. same time? Because I would be chewing, and I'd be like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, keep chewing. <laughs> was like, man, was everyone do this? But then, then they gave me a couple surgeries, and that doctor fucked it up. Did not fix it. So my, oh. I just I, I have the same thing. Actually, I broke my nose and blocks one of the nostrils, and I just have to just keeps growing, and I have to keep going to a plastic surgeon to like every five years because the cartilage just keeps blocking my nose. Yeah, it's yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's what I have. I just I'm scared of doctors, so I don't go very often. I have a deviated septum, so the inside of my nose is crooked. Visually, I don't know if you can see, but it's pretty straight, like you wouldn't know. But if you look back at like pictures of the Woodworth family through the generations, you get to my great-great-grandparents, their noses like start in one corner of their face and <laughs> finish in the other, and that effect has been diluted as we've overachieved with women throughout the years. Oh, Dude, I, I, I used to have a hump in my nose. Uh-huh. And the second time I broke it, like I went in there and I was only like 13, 14. And the doctor was like, hey, you want me to just fix the nose or do you want me to shave anything out, make it even? And my mom was just like, you know what? While you're in there, shave it down. Make it, <laughs> make it OK. And now my nose, if you were to feel it, has right angles. Right really? angles. On here. Yeah. It, you can feel the corners of where he shaved down my nose bone. And so. Got a fantastic nose. The inside's not too great, but that's hmm. that's okay. Yeah, they reshaped mine when it when I when I broke it. The uh, the whole side of it was collapsed in, like like this side was yeah. collapsed all the way in. Ah, uh, mine has You're a no, bump on it because somebody punched me. I, I, Same. I, yeah, I uh, said something I shouldn't have. My friend <laughs> you, said you, something you, he shouldn't have, and I got hit. <laughs> but <laughs> mine was all my fault. Oh, no, I, I. They were like talking in your face, in your face. I put my arm across him to like, you know, to sort of diffuse the situation, and they hit me. Was- oh yeah, I, when, when I broke my nose, I was playing ice hockey for at least two different teams. I was playing football. I was wrestling. And how did I break it? Basketball. When my own teammate brings down a rebound way too aggressively, that guy was retarded, and he. he Caught me right in the nose. He's also the fucker that that ruined this finger. I, I remember that. That was senior year of high school. We were on the same flag football team, 
And I go and I, I get the flag from this Indian kid who was slow as shit. Easy grab. And then and then this other guy, Phil <laughs> Gilbert Grant, Phil, comes up to I know you're out there. Then Phil comes over there. He grabs it from me, but he grabs my finger at the same time. And he like broke it totally to the other side. And I remember being really scared. And I was like, I really don't want to go to the doctor. But in my head, I was like, you've watched movies. What you do is you pull it as hard as you can and it'll reset it somehow. And I did that, and it was excruciating. And it turns out now I can't bend my finger right, so that was the wrong move. <laughs> the wisdom of 14-year-old Taylor. <laughs> Using the yeah. Rambo method out there in the fucking gym. Why are you I, thought, I, thought it made sense. I thought it made sense. Why are you heating up a big knife? I don't know. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> in the wound? <laughs> why, are you, uh, why are you afraid of doctors, though? Do you, you have some trauma? No, I, I just don't like going. It, I love it. No trauma, nothing at all. I just, I really dislike going to the doctor because my, I guess my fear is like, I'll go there for a broken finger and they'll be like, oh no, you got a, uh, you got gut cancer, bitch. You're fucked. Like, oh yes. Yeah, so avoiding the doctor will solve that. So that's good thinking. In my yeah. head. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've always it's okay. enjoyed the It's doctor. okay, Taylor. I don't go to the doctor. <laughs> Thank you, Juji. Yeah, I solidarity. They don't know what they're talking about half the time. <laughs> no, they'll say, you need to eat less. You need to do this and that. And like, this, is, this, is, this is propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that amount of goldfish isn't appropriate every day? Okay. <laughs> the strong man uh what's this bill kazmaier from the 80s mm -hmm. there's a story about him uh god that guy's crazy you should look him up sometime he's fun he's uh there was a goldfish eating contest like actual fish and uh, <laughs> oh, it, was for, it, was, it was it was for kids it was for children you know like a yeah, like kid eat, Wait, like, but, the, were, the, were there actual children eating live fish it was yeah. for the yeah, yeah to see if is, they could win. This um, is the nineties. He, he ate three hundred goldfish <laughs> or something. It's a true story. And three hundred uh, goldfish. Yeah, he did it because he was hungry. He needed the protein. Did he? <laughs> was he competing against he children? You said it was for kids. Was no, he competing field? against other strongmen? So he oh, in the fish eating to train. or in the kid? Th no, wait, the, he, all the strongmen decided to beat the no, kids no, no. in the fish eating contest. No, he needed the protein, so he went to a, a goldfish eating contest and just ate all the fish. Okay, so but he beat all the kids. Yeah, he beat the kids. Oh, okay, okay. See. Other strong man I picture him at like a folding picnic table <laughs> surrounded by seven year olds who eat two fish and he's at 300 in. I yeah. like it. It's a good video. Oh, yeah. My, we were at like some, some school fair, you know, those like field days they have at, mm -hmm. in high school. And I was in high school, probably sophomore at the time. And my youngest brother, about seven years younger than me, so he was maybe seven, eight. And they had a, a booth where you could buy goldfish. And he was hanging out with this other young girl and he bought a goldfish and then was like, I'm going to eat it. And it really upset her. And he ate it anyway. And then the rest of the day, all he did was go back because we were all laughing. We're like, that's fucking hilarious. Keep eating. <laughs> and so he I kept giving him money and he would go back and buy fish <laughs> and then he would swallow them and eat them right in front of that girl. And it was, oh, it was cracking my shit up. How many? How many? Uh, I think he had three. I think yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which brother is this? I I'm, this I'm is, like this is my youngest brother. He's my my a lot of my family is here now. But uh yeah, seven years younger than me. He's 22 now. I like and, him more than you. Yeah, well, <laughs> you you'd like both my brothers. How, I got, how I got many good living creatures have you eaten? Oh man, I didn't eat any goldfish that day. I'll tell you that. No, I don't no. think I would. I'd honestly feel bad for the fucking fish. 
Oh, it, it dies so fast. Does it? How do you yeah. know? Yeah. How do you know? Because the second it hits your stomach acid, like any ability for it to breathe is gone. So it asphyxiates probably painfully in your stomach very quickly. Yeah, but what if there's 300 of them in there and you're like number 301? Oh. And it's like a final rave. You're just flopping on top yeah. of the corpses of all your brethren. Why is it yeah, asphyxiating so trip. Why is asphyxiating so fast in your world? Like Taylor, if I if I were to say, ah, oh, Taylor drowned super fast when I held him underwater, it's like four minutes it takes you to die. Like it's a, That's while. a long time. It, it, this it? is just something that someone told me at some point, and I'm repeating blindly, is they were like, Yeah, there's no oxygen, there's there's nothing in there. They're just slowly burning in stomach acid but way before they burn in stomach acid they're they're dying of lack of oxygen. Now I've seen those mu- uh magicians, I was going to say musicians. Magicians do that trick where um they swallow the goldfish and then they bring it back up. But I always notice when they do that, they drink a lot of water with the fish, like a pint of water before You they, know those like, are two separate goldfish, right? Like so a goldfish dies swim? every time they do it. So it's the prestige but for goldfish. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's the whole David Blaine act. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Anyone who hasn't seen it, so Taylor, they're drinking a lot of water, eating a goldfish, and then just not bringing that goldfish back up. It's a second goldfish that they bring back up. That's what I made up a minute ago. Yes, you okay. fucker. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're bringing that fish up. They're bringing him up. David Blaine is regurgitating that goddamn fish in front you know, of all those black people. I watched in all those videos, bro. I watched some. That was an idea for a show I had a couple years ago called Black Magic, and it's magician <laughs> only perform for black people because they have way better reactions They're than everyone else. So much else. better. Yeah, yeah. It's way better. That's an Aziz Ansari joke. Oh, God damn it. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, Aziz. I, I just stole a joke from you. My bad. Yeah, he's a long-time viewer. Long, long-time viewer. <laughs> no, it's probably me that heard that and didn't even realize. But yeah, that, that I think that's a good-ass idea. Yeah, I like yeah. Black Magic as a show name. It's a good name. That's yeah. good. They, 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 he's like, black people straight up think that you've just done actual witchcraft. <laughs> Dudes, I, I think that sometimes. I, I was watching David Blaine, and I'm like, well, this is... This is just actual magic. That's how he's doing this. And I, I, there, who was the guy that put a nail through his palm? Chris Angel. Yeah, he did oh, it like Angel. up close to like other Hollywood actors. And the guy's like, "What? That? This isn't even a magic trick. You're just putting a nail through your palm, you psycho." And I think he might have been. Free. Have you ever <laughs> seen David Blaine's TED Talk? When he talks about when he um, held his breath for like twenty minutes or whatever. I think I have seen that. Yeah. It's so emotional because the thing about David Blaine, he does a lot of different kinds of magic, if you will. There's like there's misdirection stuff and illusion stuff like any other magician does. You know, he's of course, he's not a warlock. We get it. And then there are these things where he does like (laughs) these physical feats where he's really doing it. He's just toughing it out. Like whenever he's like, quote unquote, frozen in a block of ice. Now, of course, he's not frozen in a block of ice. There's an there are two blocks of ice around him. He's in an ice dome suspended up really high. He has gone like days without drinking and eating yeah. and stuff. But that's as, not magic. That's like I know it's not magic. Jackets. But when he held his breath, the thing was people were trying to like say that he hadn't really held his breath for that long. And he's like so emotional explaining that for like two years or something, he was doing these breathing exercises and like this entire fitness program to hold his breath extra long. And they were trying to say he had some sort of apparatus like, I'm with Dallas. I think it's a scam. I I think, you know, he's like, hey, I was going to do a trick where I held my breath longer than anyone. And it turns out that 
I just happen to be the breath-holding champion of the history of the human race. Who'd have thunk it? Me. I'm the best. Oh, and by the way, I held my breath for 17 minutes. Really? That sounds like horseshit to me. Yeah. And you know what? That whole trick, I remember watching. He's under the water. All he all he's doing is getting soggy. That's not magic at all. I I, 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 I heard Penn and Teller me. talk about it. And he's like, the hardest thing about that trick, something I could never pull off, is looking good with your shirt off. The rest of it was all fake. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on that <laughs> team. I'm on that team. Yeah, that aligns with what I've decided to believe, so I agree with them. <laughs> I just, I just like this magician happens to be able to hold his breath for 17 minutes just because he did a TED talk. I, Kyle, sometimes these magicians are fibbers. Well, and it, it's not like the whole point of a magician is to do magic. I mean, he's on camera underwater. There's no bubbles. There's cameras on all his tricks. That's not unique to that one. Uh, Yeah, but they're illusions. They're like from angles. (laughs) Clearly he's not levitating. You know, I like, I like, I like when he does those, you know, you know, trying to, you know, I guess misdirection tricks. And then after like two missed guesses, he tells the homeless black guy what card he has. And then that guy goes, bananas yes like that's that what you want you want to see people freak out with with a good reaction i don't want to watch him hold his <laughs> you know, what what is more boring than watching someone hold their breath nothing i'd rather watch a colonoscopy i mean oh, that was on lifetime channel or something that was not that was not like a network it was I on think. oprah oh yes they took a, a brief break oh, from yeah. the the men are evil movie <laughs> marathon <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. and they will hurt you because this is lifetime i think that's a family I, I mean the guinness world record people were there they they like you know they monitored the whole thing i'm i, I think he did it i think he just held his breath for 17 minutes how do you i'm with kyle that? here i think i think david kyle. blaine has got some wild breath thing going All right, on well, let's take a round table vote here who thinks that <laughs> who thinks david blaine faked the breath holding i do i, I think that us? was fake 17 yeah. David Blaine. 17 he minutes? has the Guinness World Record. Who Guinness thinks he held he his breath it. for 17 oh, minutes? Oh, Guinness said it. Wait, did you vote? Yes, the people who show of hands. keep track uh, of world real. records. Show of no, hands. No, they shit like the biggest rubber bands. They don't know what the fuck's it's going on. It's not that hard to hold a fucking vote. You think you're sending out the fucking A-team? What if you have a bigger rubber band in the back somewhere? If you don't, then your point is moved. My point is not moot. I'm saying that how many fucking teams can there be that are going out to investigate records, right? You think they sent the A team that time? No, they got teams all over the place. Some the guy argue, in Belgium. No, 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 no. He has You're not arguing good faith. The, the argument is not Blaine? whether there is someone else out there who held their breath for 17 minutes and five seconds. The argument is whether he legitimately held his breath for 17 minutes and four seconds. And the people who keep world records say, yes, he did. If someone put a gun to your head and said, do you think David Blaine held his breath for 17 minutes? Would you say yes? Because that's Oprah Winfrey show. That is so fucking retarded. Have you seen the video? Retarded, dude. Like, don't don't imagine that he like he's like, all right, I'm gonna go back here in the water. I'll be back in 20 minutes. (laughs) He's in a water tank looking at you. Like he's got one of those James Bond rebreathers or something. Those don't exist. (laughs) (laughs) Those don't exist. No, that that was definitely a thing. That was in the movies. no, that was a fucking inhaler that they just stuck in his mouth and blew bubbles out of him. How that long can work? Michael Phelps hold his breath? Not Five 17 minutes? fucking minutes. No. You think he's you think not he likes in the business of holding his breath? That's not what he does. That's, like, how fast, that's like saying that's like saying Usain Bolt is definitely Taylor, didn't, didn't run that fast. I just want to put this Michael, out there. It's the, Taylor, it's Taylor, I call this one for next conspiracy theory segment. <laughs> 
I've already soundly convinced everyone that Helen Keller was a retard, and I will be happy to convince everyone. I wonder David Blaine being bullshit. You're second in the so I you are arguing that the legitimacy of the Guinness World Record mm-hmm. system is completely flawed, right? You're, you're saying I'm that, saying that, that an organization the Guinness World Records can be trusted, or I'm David Blaine's in their I'm, pockets. Th- that might be true. Also, I'm saying that an organization that will send units out to watch someone pogo for ten hours isn't the highest, most stringent organization in the land. <laughs> They are the only people in the world who keep world records. Right. Who wow. are the auditors? It's not even who true. <laughs> How many of them have books that are all reflective on the outside that I got That's for That's true. The that books time. are really good looking. I do like the books. But then, like, th- they'll have someone who's like, yeah, that guy, that Indian guy's fingernails sure are gross. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the longest fingernails in the world. You, you find me a long you know what would be the, You know what would be a good bit? What I would, I would like Guinness more is if instead of the world's longest fingernails, they put it in as the world's grossest fingernails. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now you're getting me on okay. your side. <laughs> That's the guy. Uh, you, you saw Steve-o. that jackass clip where, where he's, hand- I don't know if Juji and Tom have seen all the jackasses. I loved it. And he, they, they, even the guy who makes jackass was like, yeah, we didn't really know what to do with the guy with the long fingernails. And so we just uh, had him stand on top of a table with all of them hanging down and then just go, it's a Miller time and pour Miller on it. And then Steve-O is laying underneath it, drinking the Miller light off of oh. his fingernails and he's vomiting. All, all, the, all, the, all the Indian girls in the background do they have for fucking aesthetics are like, <laughs> oh man, I, I love Jack. That's creative. Steve is someone like that guy's life story is so incredible and how he's still alive. Like the amount yeah. of shit he has done to his body, whether it's drugs or physical things, like it's mm-hmm. I don't know how he's done it. And Did he's you- actually a really good storyteller. If you've watched his YouTube, he's really fun to listen to. Yeah, he's a very funny guy. And have you seen the uh, I think it was Johnny Knoxville who filmed him at different times for that documentary mm-hmm. where it was like all you could see in his apartment was like a, a million empty cans of whippets and a bunch of other drugs where he was like huffing nitrous oxide. It is really remarkable. He got clean. But also part of me selfishly is like, I wish you were still as crazy as you were, you know, like <laughs> it's good for him. Absolutely. But for Jackass, you know, it was it was best when he was outrageous. Obviously, Jackass doesn't take precedence over his personal life. But I think he the interesting thing, though, is he he leveled out the craziness. He still does the crazy things he used to do. He just hasn't done any new crazy shit. Mm -hmm. There's videos of him still putting a knife on his chin and eating bad things. But it's not like he hasn't he hasn't taken that step up since that that point. Yeah. It's a hard point to go above. Right but. to actual suicide. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like, yeah, the whole jackass thing died. Maybe it's partly their age as it was. Or nope. what was it, like eight years ago when Ryan Dunn died? Nine years ago, maybe? Uh, that not, really put a damper on it. The reason they're not doing this is because Johnny doesn't want to do it anymore. It, Johnny's the only holdup. Everybody else is on board. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Where would you hear that? From Johnny and Steve-O. Like, like, like the, the whole thing is like, like Johnny's body is ruined. You know, he has to piss using a catheter, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. He ruined his urinary tract. He did. Uh, he did this thing on like a, it was like a, 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 a dirt bike, like one of those like sport dirt bikes mm-hmm. that they like do that uh, Moto X shit with. And he went up this ramp that's sort of like straight up at the end. I think you're supposed to do a backflip. Maybe that was the trick he was going for, but 
he doesn't have any training in that. Like, like, like well, he's good, but carry on. Yeah. So he just went up and the bike sort of left him and went up above him. And then he fell and crumpled to the ground. And then the bike fell and crumpled right into his crotch and just uh. broke his fucking dick. And so lots of blood's coming out of his penis and the urethra is just ruined. So now every time he wants to urinate, he has to put a catheter into his penis to pee. That's pretty rough. Not no, that's lifestyle. badass. I wonder Hell if yeah. his no. dick functions in other ways. Like, can it get hard? Does with he come okay? <laughs> I'm not sure. Is it like a hose with a hole in the side? Is that like the issue? He's just got to take the kink out before he fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure your dick's straight. So, before we jump into our next topic, I'm gonna we're gonna hear from a couple awesome sponsors. Honey, uh, we all shop online a lot. And we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that finds promo codes for you and automatically applies them to your chart. Imagine, or to your cart. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. Please note a site where Honey recently saved you money, Amazon. Uh, when you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey scans its database of all the working coupons for that site and watch as the price drops. Honey has found over 17 million members over t- has saved. That's not written right. Has saved over 17 million members over two billion dollars in savings. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, including Walmart, DoorDash and Lululemon. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free money. It's literally free and installs in a couple seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash PKA. That's joinhoney.com slash PKA. Start saving yourself some money. There's no reason not to. Very, very easy, and it'll pay off immediately. Check them out. Another awesome sponsor, in addition to Honey, Blue Chew. We, you know, you guys know we like hard dicks on this show. <laughs> so let's talk about sex. Good sex, guys. Remember when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it's the real deal, and it's the stuff that works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, this isn't just for guys with dysfunction. It's for any guy who wants extra function and to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visit, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A. And since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PKA. Just pay, f- just pay $5 in shipping. The rest is free. Again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code PKA to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. So get yourself a hard-ass dick with Blue Chew. And save money with honey. There you go. There it is. There you go. Do you guys have hard dicks? <laughs> no, I mean, speaking of, I was just thinking about turkey basters uh, <laughs> on the hard dick subject. But Maybe that would help Steve-O. Yeah, it would. <laughs> or, or Johnny, yeah. But I would say, uh, I would like, you You guys remarked at Juji's garlic eating phase. And one of, the, one of the things I like the most about John is that he just, 
gets like a fixated on foods and does some weird shit with them. And uh, one of the weirdest ones was the turkey smoothie. Uh, and I, I like I just like this story because it's just doesn't make it's much sense. Fucking vile. Yeah, it's one of the worst. It's one of the worst protein shakes uh, I've ever made. Okay. I used to work at a gym. We had a juice bar. We would make protein shakes for the members and stuff. So, uh, you know, I'd, I'd make my own sometimes big meal replacement shakes, chocolate, banana, peanut butter, you know, the, the, the stuff that people like to drink. It tastes good. Well, it was after Thanksgiving. I had some turkey left over in a bag. I brought some turkey with me and I was like, I can microwave turkey on the side and eat it along with a chocolate protein shake, which I'm going to have. Um, this feels weird. I'll just go put the turkey in the shake. So I put the oh. turkey in. Yeah, I put the turkey in this blender and I blend it up and then I start drinking it. I'm like, I think I need to blend it up some more. <laughs> so I, I put it back on the blender and I just keep hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. And then it just it, it tastes like hair. It's what it, t- it tastes like. There's <laughs> hairs, like tiny hairs in the <laughs> shake. Like you wanted to pick them out. It's like this is the. The f- muscle fibers are like sinewy or something, very fine yeah. hair-like textures in your mouth, and you're just like, "Oh crap! What's wrong with egg whites? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> oh, man, it was, uh, the turkey shake was gross. Um, that sounds off. But did you hit your macros that day? I don't remember. <laughs> oh, God. oh, oh! Speaking of that, we used to have all these protein. Do you know about the time I ate every protein bar we had at the gym? It was uh, four thousand oh, calories of protein bars. <laughs> no, so, no, you just it's easy. It's easy you to tell me about the expired protein. Yeah, yeah and the expired some more expired. Yeah. So uh, we used to sell all these different protein bars, and we had some new ones come in, and I hadn't tried them all, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna microwave this and eat it someone said it tastes good microwave so eat this new protein bar i'm like oh there's another new one here so eat that i was like well i really like this one then before i know i was like okay i gotta eat them all so i ate every protein bar we had at the gym and then it was easy to calculate the macros and calories because you look (laughs) at the back of the packages i'm like oh man i just ate like 400 grams of protein like 400 carbs and like 400 grams of fat. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> I felt really bad. I wouldn't recommend eating 4,000 calories worth of a uh, variety of protein bars. That was really gross. No, you probably felt ill. I did. I just had to finish it though. There's one more bar, you know, it was like the, Oh yeah, bar. I haven't had that new one, you know? So I just had to <laughs> the, oh, yeah, bar. If you're going to oh, start, yeah, you're going to finish. It's another protein bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, oh, this man. one tastes like shitty chocolate also. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you microwave it, it tastes like shitty chocolate that's microwaved. Dude, the best tasting ones that, that I have are the Costco ones. The ones you can get cookie dough flavor at Costco. They're actually, it does, I will not insult your intelligence to say it talks, it tastes like cookie dough. It does not. But it tastes close enough that it's okay. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a oh, solid God. one. 180 calories, 21 grams of protein. Not, not a bad Okay. Not a bad little bit. But hmm. what'd you do before YouTube, Juji? Uh, well, Instagram, but before that I had websites and before that I was, you know, I worked at a biotech company and before that I went to college and before that I was in high school, I just keep going back in time. So, so I did a with- lot before YouTube. Okay, okay. What'd you do for the biotech <laughs> company exactly? You said you were a manager, like what'd you do there yeah, in the course I, of a day? I just Yeah, yeah. So my job was really nice. I enjoyed it. The main thing was that I did about um, half an hour's worth of work 
over the entire day mm-hmm. <laughs> that I was there. You're just bored as shit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it was great. So I got to eat all my meals. I'd go on a lunch hour for two and a half hours and work out and come back. No one would say anything. I'd leave early. It was a really good job the last few years. The first few years, it was pretty tough because there's a lot to do, but they just kept firing people but me for some reason. I had a job. You're doing a great job those 30 minutes. <laughs> I went from 32 people to seven. I was one of the last ones. I was like, <laughs> this is great. I love this job. Dude, they, I'm going to go work out again. That's right. Maybe they were afraid of you. <laughs> yeah. They must have, dude. Because at the time, you weren't married yet, right? No. I no, you weren't married yet. You're in a minimalist phase somewhat during during the time, right? Oh, that was a no, yeah, that was when it was Dude, they might have thought you'd the be, job was you'd be very killing people or serial killer phase. or something. Yeah. You know, the minimalism is bad, guys. We you gotta fire it. John. I'm not firing him. You fire him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Turns the house and yeah, he flips. Eat yeah, a turkey and a smoothie. Here's a good story. Here's here's a good one about that. So the guy that started firing everyone in my company and got down to the last seven of us looked at me and he said, I don't know what I'm going to lose if I get rid of you because you can do some things, and <laughs> other things and all these other things. Cause I made videos for the company. I would go on expos. I just, I just kind of like a Swiss army knife. I was like, I'm just going to keep you then. <laughs> so the only reason he didn't get rid of me is because he didn't know what he would lose if he got rid of me. Yeah, I saw you doing backflips in the courtyard while curling, you know, while throwing fifty pound kettlebells around. You know? So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep you. I'm gonna keep you on the team. What's that thirty five pound dumbbell? Oh, that's my doorstop. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. And so it was. How old were you when you went YouTube full time? You said you're thirty four now. Uh, you know, like four years ago. Well, YouTube's just part of what we do. We do a lot of different things. Grip company, I do the Instagram. That's a big part of my time. He writes books I and write, programs. I write programs and books and stuff that sell really well on my website, jujimufu.com. So a uh, lion's share of my income comes from my product line. That's awesome. That, that's a good way to diversify who you got going. Jujimufu.com, everyone. Check that yeah, out. Yeah, check it out. I need to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out to you and, and get a, a workout plan. But my only stipulation is I have to be able to eat whatever I want anytime I want. <laughs> Perfect. You're bound for success. It's a balking plan. It's a balking plan. It's yeah. the balking phase. You get all those potato chips you like so the much. The cheese it plan, yeah. Bars. Your cheese oh, it's. <laughs> the cheese it's, man. That's, salty snacks are my undoing. So I always like yeah. better cheddars better. Better cheddar? You don't know better that you, cheddar? I don't know. No, is, like a, is it a southern thing? It might, be, it might be Albanian. Are better cheddar chips or are they like yeah, cheese? They're, they're, they're like a competitor of Cheez Its. They're round. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, they're killers. round? Well, mm. that's a bastardization of the art form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's that's not I will not be engaging in this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for Taylor to take that angle. I was going to throw out cheese nips were better if I had to. <laughs> No, cheese nips are oily. Cheese like nips oil. my ass. Fuck them. Okay. <laughs> I knew you had strong feelings. I did. And you know what? Ever since Cheese It came out with the extra toasty flavor, it's like, God damn it, you've done it again, Cheese It. <laughs> like you found another way to tantalize. Have you, have you checked, like, the? have you eaten an extra toasty next to a regular one? Is it much toastier? It's quite a bit toastier. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's and it's pretty- the same like mentality of like <laughs> yeah. cheese. It's like we accidentally made a lot of toasty cheese. It's buy them while they're here. And even like 30 year old me is like, I better buy them before they fix that mistake at the factory. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> the intern comes to the board meeting. Hey guys, like what if we just make these extra toastier? And then yeah. 
and we'll sell more. <laughs> yeah. do, you remember, do you remember that with, with Lucky Charms? Where it was like, oops, all marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I forgot. It's no longer cereal. God, it's, a, it's a cold, it's hot chocolate. Like oops, we made a, oops, we made a bowl of candy. <laughs> oh, speaking of that cereal, I just bought the protein cereal. Oh, and yeah, it is, yeah. It's pretty good. You probably get ads for it on Instagram. Uh, the name of it is Tragic Spoon, I think. And uh, <laughs> Magic Spoon. We advertised them <laughs> here. Well, well, it's uh, the, uh, the, the problem that happens, like I actually like the texture of it, but it just like coats the top of your teeth like a protein would do you if you were just here? eating protein. Yeah, I have some. You can try it later. Oh. I mean, it tastes like <laughs> yeah. We could try it right yeah. now. It tastes like it actually tastes good, but it's just like the the after effects are like uh, the one problem. You know, you like I did have the same to- experience. I'm like, you know, this is actually good, especially the red one, whatever they call it. And then uh, you're like, oh yeah, right. I see. It's got that good for you problem that all good for it you does yeah have. yeah exactly it it tastes good like 60 percent of the time, whether it's on the front end or the back end. <laughs> uh, but something's going to be different. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still it's yeah. We we both like, like cocoa. He doesn't puffs, do that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you're not a pure cocoa puff. It's it's a healthy thing in there. <laughs> it's, it's a yeah. compromise. Yeah, I'll compromise a little bit. We don't. Uh, both of us are on a diet right now, so we're trying to find. You know, things uh, he doesn't care about things to eat, but I try to fake things, you know, like fake sugars and fake desserts. But they all just don't, they're not the same. They just make me want to eat the, the real thing more, like more donuts and more. Do you find more ice cream. do you guys take an appetite appetite suppressant or anything to help you in your diet or cutting phase? You just straight up willpower it. Yeah, I smoke a lot of cigarettes. Oh. You don't smoke a lot. You smoke oh, a lot. I smoke like three or four. See awesome. a lot. A lot of cigarettes to me is like a pack. Plus. Yeah, that's true. But if I, 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 okay. So when I was losing my most weight, I was. It was actually. I'd come back. I would go on a trip, and I'd be like, "Juju, I lost all this weight." It's because I was just doing a shit ton of Adderall and smoking cigarettes. So those are those are appetite suppressants. I would say. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, people in their forties that are sk- still thin who smoke cigarettes. And it's like, well, you're on cheat codes, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, there's that's some not the same. But other than that, I mean, not really. I mean, there's not really any good appetite suppressants out there unless they're like prescription for weight loss, maybe. Fuck, yeah. I was hoping you knew something. Adderall's uh, good, I, I think. Yeah. Adderall. Yeah, nothing like a little methamphetamine to. <laughs> nothing like Kyle, I feel like yeah. you're judging me. I'm looking for answers, not problems. I got here. a prescription for it. I'm not judging. You want <laughs> I can't help you because the fans are watching. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. But I don't, I, I'd like. I, the only appetite suppressant that really works for me is like it's it's something I see it different. Like I think you've been doing it really well is actually just being active and just walking around and doing more things. Like when I'm sitting down and just editing our videos or doing something on the computer, that's when I honestly want to snack the most and eat the most. But if we're out and about doing stuff, you just you just don't eat as much. If you live a lifestyle. Stuff. Where you are not doing much, and next to your pantry, it is tough to yeah. be thin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, like John, you don't really snack. Mm-hmm. You you just eat. Uh, tell 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 about your diet because yeah, it's interesting to other people. Uh, it's, it's it's very unrelatable though. I just I'm kind of a robot when I eat. I don't really crave 
anything except for more of what I'm already eating. It's just a lot of beef, rice, spinach, um, eggs, eggs. Uh, I eat a lot of sprouts. I, I grow sprouts in my kitchen, uh, some carrots, tomatoes. Uh, it's just that on repeat over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> for every meal. And for every, like I've yeah. eaten the same meal five times today and I'm looking forward to eating it one more time. I mean, that's what I want. I just want to eat a lot of beef and rice. It makes me happy. <laughs> Everyone's like, I don't get it. Yeah, don't try trail mix. That shit will hook you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. You won't get hooked to it. That like, well, uh, you'll have like pancakes and you like them, but you don't like, actively seek out pancakes. It's weird, man. Like, I don't know. I'll, I'll eat them and I'm like, I understand there's pleasure going on right now in my brain. Like the tongue is sending something to my brain saying it's good. But it, it, I'm not like, oh my god, I miss this so much. Like, and I get, like start craving it or something. It's just like, okay, I guess I'm done. How do you work <laughs> through injuries? Because I, I, you must get them, whether it be from arm wrestling or climbing or just overuse of something. Do you, do you shut that down to zero and skip a body part for a couple of weeks? Like, what do you do? Well, I mean, immediately avoid aggravating it some more. So when I've broken a finger the next day, I'm in the gym squatting, you know, just like front squatting, use the bars right here. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, my finger, haha, you know, I don't need it. You know, you still work out around it. And then you just try to use it as much as you can without aggravating it further, just to kind of bring it back up. Cause it's all about blood flow. It's about what sending a, a signal. Finger is the worst one though. Like that. You, you, Cause you can get around that so much. Like if it's a shoulder or an yeah. elbow, half your body shut down. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, especially lower back. You hurt your lower back and you're stuck on a couch for four days, like frozen. Like mm -hmm. a back. Calf freezes. Yeah, it, it just freezes. But, uh, you know, you got to get up and just start moving around. And it's like it's telling the body like, hey, hey, we need we need to move. <laughs> like we need you. You're like, telling the muscle I, like I, we need you. We need you right now. And it's just like, oh, OK, I serve a purpose. And you just keep going and you just there's certain exercises you do. But it's just all about blood flow, just sending a signal to the to the injured part that it needs to. Hey, we're not done yet. We got shit to kill. Well, our friend Antoine actually is a really good example. He just posted this picture. He's a bodybuilder and he tore his bicep a year ago. And uh, I will say that he was within one week of the surgery right yeah. no within like two days of the surgery he was already working out the other side of his body and he was just constantly trying to do things that involved the movement and people kept telling him like oh you're gonna mess up uh one side of your body your your, your left bicep if you keep working your right bicep but he believed that just like continuing to move on and continuing to do resistance training would bring it back faster and it is pretty incredible how fast it came back. Came yeah. like it was like down down seven eight inches, and it came back eight inches in a year. Yeah, it was cool. Antoine, <laughs> oh, after, that actually happened. After, after, yeah. after after he tore his bicep, uh, he was actually weighing his arm on a scale somehow, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, "Okay, okay, this arm I lost uh, two hundred grams." And uh, today I got back 50 grams, you know, in the past two weeks. He's like talking about like the number of grams of, of weight. That weight has to be 40% bullshit, right? Like what if I tried to weigh just my left leg by standing on the right one? I don't know. Yeah. No, like, how are you weighing that arm on your food I scale? I think you'd have you'd to have do to a, get a dexter scan. scan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah if you let me weigh all my body parts independently, I guarantee it would add up to 190. <laughs> that, is not, that is not what I weigh. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's kind of, yeah, just lift, lift the arm up a little bit and lift, lift the leg up. Extra numbers on the scale. 
I, I can't stop looking at these synthol accidents. They're so gross. This one guy, like that crazy surgery that he's having to undergo, where they're talking about he might lose his fucking arms. Yeah, but the, the, the Russian guy. The Russian guy who clearly yeah. has never picked up a dumbbell, but has like 30-inch arms. And the forearms, teeny tiny. Doesn't look Yeah, I, I feel like if you're going to do that, you should do like something comedic. Like you should do the Popeye thing, where the forearms are enormous, and everything else is completely out of proportion. Yeah, well, we got a friend that, has that, uh, that was naturally. Uh, if you look up a picture of him, Jeff Dabe, D A B E, um, he was born with some sort of gigantism in his arms. And oh, yeah, I know this guy, this guy. yeah, yeah. the we, sweetest uh, Minnesotan in the world. Yeah, that's not uh, synthol, that's genetics. That's just genetics, yeah. The, 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 the first page of photos is you really struggling to arm within. <laughs> and and like you can see there like you're a jacked guy and his hand absolutely like you you're not oh, even yeah, touching yeah. the full backside of his hand when you grab on there like it's a it's he's got an absolute catcher's mitt of a hand oh it's nuts like you yeah you are enveloped by it like completely your hand is gone he uh but he is his is like but his uh, looks a little similar to Synthol in that he's kind of like swollen. Uh, his limbs are a bit swollen, but I like I don't. I'm wondering where the Russian guy got his inspiration from. You know why he saw something Syntholed up, and this is what he decided to go with the path on. You it know, has to be body dysmorphia. Body dysmorphia. Right? Yeah. yeah, I bet. I bet he started. I bet at first he looked better. You know, you just. just Add five percent to your bicep, and you're like, you know what? I'm I'm digging this. And then he does that again and again until you're like, well, I don't know. like a normal person might say, I'm not sure you're still getting better, right? You might have been better three months ago, and then he just keeps going because in his head he's dysmorphic. It's messed up. Yeah. Dude, imagine this guy taking two fingers or giving two fingers to his oh. wife. Jesus. Absolutely <laughs> blasting that apart. Look at look at the size of these fingers. <laughs> It's a good one. Look at look at this. There's guy. one where he holds a beer bottle in his hand. Have you seen that picture? Yeah. Yes. That it's weird. He's like he's holding it the way like Andre the Giant looked when he was holding it, but he's like almost a normal height guy, I assume. Like Yeah, yeah. He's no, he's about five eight, five seven. He's a little short. Really? Yeah. He's five eight, five seven. Yeah, yeah. He's a... Uh... Yeah, he's, he looks like he's from a different time too. Like, like no, this guy you know looks what like he, he should like? be part of like a NASCAR pit crew from the eighties. <laughs> he looks like a non. He, he looks like a non-playable character blacksmith from Skyrim. <laughs> this guy worked for Richard Petty. I'm sure of it. By like, Iron Ingots, ingots from him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Trying to max out my smithing. Yeah, this guy. And then I remember seeing. Uh, it may have even been in your video where you were like, hey, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I don't do any workouts. I just drive a forklift. But the forklift, I guess it takes a little bit of torque. And it was like, no, dude, you didn't get like this from your forklift. You <laughs> yeah, right? Do all your there coworkers look like this? An absolute genetic freak. <laughs> <laughs> My friend's father had this, that same disease. Um, really? Yeah. I mentioned it before. It's one of the double lung transplant, cystic fibrosis. And uh, his dad would like pound on his back to break up the mucus. And it was just like a gift that these two were matched together because his big mitts were just 
something else, something like, like a smaller person might hurt more. It's almost like elbowing him in the back, but his dad yeah. with these big clobbers just banging him. It was kind of, when he shook your hand, it was emasculating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the way you phrased that. <laughs> it was just something like you didn't even like, cause you're 17, 18, you're sort of growing into an adult's body and then you shake his hand and it like, like a different species or like a bear or something shook your hand and he was really really warm hearted so like when he saw me he he's just like oh woody he might hug me he's yugoslavian right like a different culture he hugged me warmly and i'm just like you know i don't know like like a broomstick being hugged or something like it was a whole different thing you're a really nice guy dude what is in the water in eastern and northern europe <laughs> to make these people they're all huge and we know a lot of them and and I the on the handshake I think over the last 4 or 5 years uh, my handshake has become more effeminate but I believe <laughs> that it's actually because I'm around more guys that are more masculine so like I think I, in the general population I was like I got a decent masculine handshake here but now I'm like, am I holding my little fingers to them? Am I gripping it fully? Right. Uh, I'm very, uh, very self-conscious about my handshake. I, did, I, I, did, I, I effeminately uh, shook your hand the other day. <laughs> we, shook, we shook hands for the first time in a while. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I felt it. I was like, damn, dude, my handshake. I think you just gotten worse. Gigi, what was your take on his handshake? Did you do okay? Or? Yeah, you had to have noticed. Oh, I noticed, yeah. But you noticed? <laughs> no, I noticed. No, I noticed, but it wasn't like, oh, that's a weird handshake. What I noticed was, does he know I'm trying to shake his hand? Like, I, I thought maybe you didn't know. I was, man. No, oh, I, no. Does he know I'm trying to shake his hand? I've been trying to practice it. I was like, no. It was just trying to shake hands. Come on. No, I don't want to try it now. Not on camera. Come on, give it, give it a good shake. That's okay, it. that was good. Yeah, see, that was good. See, you grabbed my fingers. Maybe that was it. No, no. Okay, uh, something yeah. happened. Something was off. Oh, I tried. Dude, to that, that, that is the most sandbagging bullshit that I hate. Where you're going in for a handshake and they forced you to give a bad handshake because they grabbed your Grab fingers, fingers where you're ready. And it's yeah. like, dude, you know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Go fuck yourself with this <laughs> bullshit handshake ritual because because they they, they they snip too fast. Yeah, because they're trying to be emasculating. No, thank you. No, I also don't, I also don't like it when uh, we're at expos and people um, who don't understand, like arm wrestlers, like Devin, mm-hmm. he knows how to shake a hand. It's a yeah. powerful handshake without just like a death squeeze. You know, there's guys who think that a good handshake is just squeezing your hand as hard as possible. When I feel that, I just like you know, I go in for the handshake. I'm just like, oh, you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. God, no, you're, you're a million percent right. I'm not a fucking gripper here. You don't like squeeze yeah. my hand as hard as possible to prove something. It's, it's a very autistic way to shake a hand. When I was a kid, my barber. So I'm like, I'm 14 and you guys just met me. But at 14, there were no signs of puberty yet. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I'm 11 for all intents and purposes. And my barber would just straight up bully me. He'd squeeze my knuckles and he'd look me in the eye. And then he'd do this thing where he like rotated them and like, you know, like you could squeeze your knuckles oh, and you make you sort of a cup, yeah. right? You can make sort of a cup and you can survive that. But then he starts going them backwards and forwards and just like fucking with them. Why did I go back to this guy? 
He'd do it all the time. And then I start it to know it was coming. And, and like I, I went to him forever, right? As I hit like 17 and 18, I actually got kind of fit. And it was like, this is the end of the you bullying me bullshit. You know, because I, I got stronger than him. I was, I was, I was like uh, as an athlete later in high school. And uh, so the Mike Tyson thing, he's 75 now. <laughs> he was old too. <laughs> He was, he was. I mean, give me a hand, bitch. He's got to be dead by now. He was pretty old when I was a teenager. He just squeezing his arthritic hands. It was just crack and pop. He'd try to do it to me, and I'd just be able to like straighten it out and shake it properly. And it's like, yeah, that stage of me is done with you. Fuck it. Why were you bullying me at twelve anyway? Like, you're bullying fuck? this old man who should should have retired. Long that old man ago. got what he deserved, like, Kyle. No one will believe you when you tell them I did this. <laughs> This poor old man lost a bunch of sensitivity in his arm when he injured himself, and now he's giving weird handshakes, and you're <laughs> seething like, you fucking bitch. That wasn't it at all. You. He'd no, shake I, your I hand, he'd work your knuckles, and he'd look you in the eye. Because it's just like, you know, and it's like, I'm fucking not strong enough to do anything about it. Why wouldn't this. you switch? I can't explain that. I don't know. I should have switched. I should have fired him. That would be the move. I should have been like, you know what? That's it. You're not getting my money ever again. I'm going to someone who's not an asshole, and I'll see you. I'll never see you again. I just, just fired him. I fired my dentist once. I loved it. Yeah. You should have started a fire in his place of work. I, 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 I was like stressed. I'm busy, and the dentist is late, late, late. And I used to, they'd be like, really? what time should I make my appointment? That is so, so late. And they're like, yeah, you know, if you come here at one, then we're always on time. And I'm like, oh, cool. Right. Because I guess if they run late, it gets sort of resolved. They're never on time. Lunchtime. And uh, yeah, so I go in there late and they're late. And, and I'm, I don't know, like 25 minutes late. I'm like, did they forget about me? Like 25 minutes is pretty late. And uh, eventually they pull me in the back and I see that they're 38 minutes late. And I was like, you know what? Whoa. No. No. And they're like, what are you? T-? I'm like, that's it. You're fired. And I use those words. <laughs> and uh, they're like, what I'm like, you're 38 minutes late for this appointment. If I was 38 minutes late, you wouldn't even take me. You're 30 minutes late and I'm not accepting it. And then that, that was the end. I fired my dentist. Fuck him. That's something I admire a lot about <laughs> you, buddy, is that you will use the words you're fired to people in those industries which, <laughs> i know I, I should have fired my dentist at some point like when when he was get, pricing me out for all the fucking fake teeth i have in my head now oh it's gonna be ten thousand dollars like i i, I could have said you're fired i'm yeah. going to somebody else lots of good people lots of smart people talking about this other dentist out there they're, they're <laughs> lots of good people hydrochloroquine is what you need to fix your teeth it's the one thing <laughs> and that that would have yeah, I need to get more aggressive with that. Firing dentists. My haircut guy's all right, but yeah, my my dentist is a real asshole sometimes. Mine's wonderful. My yeah, I really like mine. I, I bit a fork a couple of weeks ago, and they're like, you know, Woody, if, if you this hurts. Yeah, I bit a fork because I'm retarded. Um, <laughs> but and I'm like, it hurts. Like it like it hurts right now. And if if I like push out on my lower teeth, like it's pain. And they're like, if this pain starts hurting, like, you know, when you don't activate it, like, you know, a bad chew or something, you hit that emergency button, we'll, button, we'll see you immediately. Like, we'll get you right in. We'll we'll prioritize you. And I was like, I like my dentist. He's good. So. Yeah, I, I've got, I have, like, not fired, but quasi removed a mm-hmm. hygienist from my life at my dentist because 
every other hygienist would come in for my cleanings and be like, you're taking good care of your teeth. And I'm like, I know. And then this one, this bullish bitch <laughs> would come in and she would use that scaling tool like I like my gums owed her money. Oh, and just dig, 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 dig. Oh, do you? I notice your gums bleed a lot when prodded. Uh, when you're, <laughs> when, 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 you're uh, when you're when you're when you notice your gums bleeding when you brush, what do you do? And I'm like, my gums don't bleed when I brush because I blush with soft brushes, not with steel poking <laughs> into my gums. You fucking bitch. You don't use and, miniature and spears. And to add to all the rest, she was fat. <laughs> no. not having that i had a fired her before i sat down taylor no i want the limit is one fat person per observatory and that's me <laughs> uh, yeah. no that fuck that bitch i hope you got fired you sucked your name was shannon fuck you shannon you know what i on on the flip side you like that i fired my dentist i like that you got your movie costs lowered when, when when the so I guess the mover moved your stuff and then when you weren't around, he had a whole new price and like trying to get your girlfriend to pay some higher price. And you're yeah. like, you know what you did. I know what you did. You know what you did. You tried to, you know, change oh, the that, price. That, mother, that motherfucker really tried to screw me. And he had the balls at the end of it to give me a card and go recommend me to your friends. I'm like, go fuck yourself. But then basically <laughs> I, I was moving in. I I'm twenty nine. I bought my first house year and a half ago or so and i had a bunch of people a moving company because I, i'm one of those people like i really hate inconveniencing my friends like when i get a text that says i need help moving i'm like this shit sucks dude and so i don't want to put anyone else in that situation and so they were moving a bunch of stuff and they told me like to to move the fucking 20 grand of, of furniture i had to buy to fill this house i was they were like it's gonna be it's gonna be 700 bucks Mm. okay that's pretty reasonable for moving all that from the store and then moving it in and assembling all of it that's going to be helpful in that work and i get back one day and it was like 1100 bucks that they were trying to charge me and i was talking to my girlfriend who lives with me and i was like what the fuck what the fuck is this and she's like no they just came up and they they offered this and so i just went to the guy and was like or i called him rather because he didn't come back obviously after stuff was assembled they put my fucking coffee tables upside down I had to deassemble, de so basically their glass coffee <laughs> tables legs at different up? levels, and they they literally in one case, yes, yes, they weren't like the strong, the the big tall wooden legs, but yeah, the the glass legs on the table. And I called him and was like, "Dude, you said it was seven hundred dollars, and now it's eleven hundred. What the fuck is up?" And after a like twenty minute conversation of like arguing, he was like, "You know what? It's not worth it." I'm going to drop off a $350 check in your mailbox. And I was like, all right, perfect. And that that's how it went. So I learned from okay. Woody there. You just be a dick, drive it home, and you can save a lot of money. Would, <laughs> I do that at Chipotle also when I pretend to be a veteran. <laughs> One of the things you said you did in that is you didn't use any bad words. And that's nope. a good thing, right? Like, uh if if you're like, hey, no, this isn't okay. We hadn't agreed on price. And just keep Keep that conversation going. Keep not being okay with it. Don't hang up. Don't give them any outs. Then you might get what you need. 
Yeah. The second you say, you know what, this is bullshit. Oh my God. They start clutching their pearls. They're gonna how dare you? How dare you? I will not word? be on this phone call yes. with a with a deviant. Don't call him a cunt. Yeah, but, suddenly the okay. whole conversation will be about that one bad word you used. And now mm. that's what they want to talk about. Now they're that and it's like yeah. ah, no 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 no. You can't fall in that trap as tempting as it and, is. And then, and then they get mad at you. They're like, Sir, I'm white. I don't know why you keep using that word. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny <laughs> but um but yeah yeah there's it, one thing i do wrong too often is i give them an out you know like like maybe make a joke that. that they can laugh at and then we move past it and parlay it yeah, but if you don't get what you want if up. you do that so <laughs> hold them to the fire don't use bad words Yep, that I think it was a a Bill Burr joke, either from ONA or one of his stand up, where it's like the word to use is unacceptable. This is unacceptable. Hmm. What you're putting me through is unacceptable. I would love to take a survey after the call. I would love to. I, I would love to speak to him. Like, just like he gave the advice of like always try and speak to a manager, try and take the survey. Even if you don't end up taking it, always I, I do this now. Every time it says, "Would you like to take a survey at the end of the call?" I always hit yes, even when I never take them because my <laughs> assumption is there might be some kind of trigger that tells them this is someone who's going to take a survey and I might get better service. Maybe not. Probably those not, surveys matter. At least thought. in the car industry, it mattered a lot. Um, we did everything we could to bribe people to give us like ninety-five percent of the surveys. <laughs> We need all tens. We really did. Like 95% was dog shit. 99% dog shit. Only 100% mattered. Anything less. And this is how I would explain to a customer. I was like, I would have this like printout of a survey that had been completed. <laughs> and like, it was, it was laminated. I was like, anything less than this is failure. <laughs> anything less than perfection is failure. I know you might feel very satisfied but if you are not completely satisfied i have failed now maybe you are just very satisfied not completely satisfied with how today goes well don't worry i will bribe you with an oil change <laughs> as soon as you get that survey done just come back it's free and you know what i'm not paying for it they'll do a car they'll throw a car wash in too whatever <laughs> it takes yours was all anonymous i'm sure no, no, we no. Had, the customer that I sell the car to is going to fill out a survey about me and his car buying yeah. experience for me. I, I and, shouldn't have said anonymous, but it was a sheet that went to you and your boss saw it and that was it, right? No, no. It was a sheet that they filled out. They got mailed to them after they bought the car and then they had to mail it back off mm -hmm. again. And then it reflected on me, my manager and the dealership. So but they were it's all internally to be like, in on this. No, not, it goes to Ford Motor Company. When, when I got my car, I, I bought a Honda like a year ago, a little over a year ago. And this guy hounded me for so long to take his survey. And I told him, I was like, hey, I'll give you all tens, dude. It was fine. But I log on to his survey and it's like, I have to have a Facebook account. I have to post it publicly like on social media. Oh. And I was like, this is, no, I'm not giving you a rating. I'm, I'm not going to post my my real name and address on this so that people can pop by and see my Honda that you sold me. You bitch. Yeah, it was nothing like that. 
I, this happened to me. It was at the dentist I like so much. But the, they're like, hey, do you have a smartphone? And I was like, yes, because we've been talking for the last 30 minutes. You're like, what year is Now it? the hygienist and I were like friendly. I genuinely like my hygienist. I, th- I enjoyed her company. She was a very good communicator, right? Her stories or whenever she needed me to do something, turn my head or whatever. Right, right. great yeah. communicator. So your, hy- your hygienist was not Shannon, is what you're saying. No, no. Shannon, Shannon is an absolute cunt, and I hope you're listening. <laughs> so, yeah. And she hey, was guys. thin. But, but anyway, uh, so she's like, do you have a smartphone? I'm like, yeah, I do. You know, I don't know. It just came up. And she's like, do you like Starbucks? And I'm like, yeah, I, sure. I like Starbucks. Falling into her trap. And she's like, well, if you rate us highly on Google ratings or something, oh, yeah. you get a free Starbucks card. And it's like, oh, now I've. I've already told you I like Starbucks. Well, I don't like it that much. And I've already told you I have a smartphone and she wants to wants me to do it right now while sitting in this chair while she's looking. Like it, it I, socially I felt pressured. <laughs> did you do it? Yeah. Yikes. I did it cuz I liked her. Like, like I did it cuz I wanted to do something nice. She wanted me to do it. That's that's why I did. Not because you liked frappuccinos? No, I'm not going to go to no. I never go to Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> No, he but just loves those frappe lattes. It, it, I mean, it's not free unless they come to me. Otherwise, it costs my time. Oh, yeah. the cafe latte. <laughs> hey guys, guys, I got, I got to head out. I got a heart out here. Uh, so. Oh, good. understandable. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming, man. Yeah, thank you so uh, much. Big for fan of your me. channel. Pimp everything you got. Thank you, thank, thank you, thank you so much. It's uh, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> it's silly as hell. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, but uh, talk, you got jujimufu That's yeah. the main thing. Go to jujimufu to word. get big as jujimufu and buy smelling salts, which burn your nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's I need to buy some smelling salts. From I will send you. Some. We'll send you. We'll yeah, send yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Oh, Give me, hell give me your yeah. Discord Cheers. me your address. <laughs> but thank you guys I so will. much. And uh, Tom, you should tell him. Uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get out of here too. Oh, okay. I'm tired as hell. Yeah, is that okay, guys? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. All right, all right. Thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks for coming on. We enjoyed you. you. Check out Jujimufu on YouTube and his site. And I really enjoy your content. Thank you, guys. Sweet. All right, so you right now you have your to own awkwardly picture. walk over to your laptop and hit. Yeah, yeah. Hit in, I'll show hit. off my legs again. He's gonna stand in the chair. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's that's great. Man, I Voice. I want a nice little podcast set up with two different colored chairs with, with hang down mics. Well, for the cost of seventy nine ninety nine, I'm sure you can accomplish that look. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> yeah, that was really nice. I'm glad to have them on. I I really enjoy their fitness channel. Yeah, they keep it fun. I've been liking their stuff for a while now. Mm-hmm. So what's been new for you guys this week? I've just been watching this explosion over and over on on loop pretty much. It's it's you know it's been the highlight of my week. You want to you you see the so satellite images? Around. Sure, it's, it's outrageous. Yeah, it's outrageous. Yeah, link it, link it, link it. It's a fucking crater. It's a fucking crater. That's what I'm saying. Look, you won't believe this statistic. I was told by someone um, who's who's got family there that it cri- has crippled the. The the Le- it's Lebanon, right? Beirut, yeah, it's the Lebanon. It has crippled their co- their economy by seventy percent. Their GDP is down seventy percent because of this. This is their main port, and they were already in like dire straits to the point where they weren't using their own currency. They had switched to dollars, and then this happened, dude. But look at this. How do you have so an, enough explosive somewhere to do this, and just not 
nothing is done about it. That's outrageous. Look but, at that. It created a whole new bay. So yeah. I, I started to lay it out at the beginning, but uh, they they had a ship that had some sort of technical problem. I interpret that to be a technical problem with the ship, like it needed repairs. So they docked it there, and then eventually the whole crew got like sent home. Like the, there was some sort of problem. They wouldn't let the ship sail again. And they let all the crew go and they took the explosives, the ammonium nitrate off the ship and put it in a warehouse. And I guess no one just felt like the problem was urgent enough to get it moved or it's supposed to go to Mozambique. They never sent it the rest of the way. It just got There was 27 there. tons of it. 27 and a half tons. That's from this, uh, with two ends though. So that's like 2,200 pounds. Oh. Remember from Archer, you know, when they had the argument about uh, tons yeah. versus tons? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So okay, it was, so it was about 2,200 pounds of total explosive that was hanging out there. Is this well, is 2,200 per ton times however many tons. I'm very oh, confused. Yeah. Well, there were, this says 2,750 tons, and there's one N, and I can't tell what's a joke and what's not, but it, it appears no, no, to no, be... No, like, no, tons with two Ns is like a different unit of measurement over... In, so this Isn't is it? one N, at least in this thing Kyle just linked. So that's this is Kansas City. So I, I I'll, I'll maybe they converted it for us, the good people of Kansas City. Okay, a, a metric ton is two thousand two hundred and four pounds, but how much is a regular ton? Two thousand pounds, 2000, I guess. Yeah, so they're yeah. both. About. Oh, well, it's the same fucking shit. Who cares? It's <laughs> not. Well, I mean, when you've got thousands of tons, it adds up, right? So if anything, it's larger than what I was initiating, right? Because it's a metric ton, because that's 16 extra pounds. I think. It yeah, was so 2,200 metric tons might be 2,700 American tons. There was a lot of it. Yeah, that's, what that's I'm a lot of tons. That, that, that doesn't make sense. Who has 27 and a half tons of something that is capable of blowing a new bay so into your port? It's and who? A, it's a what fertilizer. That's that's probably what they had intentions of doing with it. They were fertilizing land. I think that this would have probably been used for it because it's prilled. I, like like that's a way of processing it. I I, I think probably this was what? to be used for explosives. Well, it was headed to Mozambique. They do blow shit up there. I Man, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, from from now that the U.S. or someone else did this. To, I keep reading that it's it. used in fertilizers, so I inferred that this would be used in fertilizers. I don't know even what prilled means. Prilled means that it's made into like tiny little capsules, like like tiny little pill-looking shapes, and okay. that keeps it separate from being so abrasive. Because if you keep it in a big lump, apparently it's more likely to to catch fire or cause problems. So they prill it into these tiny little pellets, and that's uh, not what I believe that means. I could be wrong. I, I think that's right, though. Yeah, I don't know. Kyle says it was destined to be an explosive. I. All I keep hearing is that it's used in fertilizer, so I inferred that it was yeah. used in, it was going to be. I don't know. But I do know it was a big blast. And like Kyle said, like there's a it's changed the shape of this dock. There's yeah. a crater in it. Like, there's a new bay right in the middle of the dock. Right there. And, and it's like that, that that's the only thing that that seems curious to me is like how the fuck do you have that much explosive shit in a warehouse right there on your most important port, which is apparently responsible for 70% of your income as a nation, and you just let it sit there? You, it just doesn't. That doesn't make sense, dude. It's pretty crazy. That that um, 
that pressure wave that you know con condensing the uh, the water the humidity in the air is something that you normally only see in like really really big explosions which is what this was like like Military. i saw this guy filming from his car as he drove past and he's far like like he's a good half a mile it seems like away mm -hmm. and when it blows up the car is, is destroyed like the windshield is blown out the side windows are blown out he crashes the fucking car um, I saw, I saw people filming out of their apartments and all the windows come flying in. Yeah. Did you see the wedding one? Yeah, the wedding one. She was hot, right? Yeah, yeah. Can so you, there's this beautiful woman that? in a wedding dress. I don't think I can show it to everyone. I'm just sure it's going to oh, be okay. one of those like copyrighted viral things. But she's in a wedding dress and the photographer is slowly – I should say videographer. The videographer is slowly panning and you can see what she's doing. And what caught my attention – was not the sudden tornado style wind that hit her, but the duration of it. I expected a shock wave to be just a snap of wind. It blew for five seconds, maybe? Like yeah. it kept blowing. It, it, yeah, because the air is just being, like, like there's a huge layer of air that's being pushed forward, you know? Like, like the shock wave itself is, is a whole different thing, but. It's kind of instantaneous, but it's pushing all of that air in front of it at various uh, densities. I, I have felt less than Kyle, I'm sure, but like one or two pounds of tanner. I think I felt five once, you know, and it's like I felt it in my chest and I think I felt my hair like react to it, you know, and yeah. and I've got a bit of a hair helmet, right? It doesn't move when I shake around, and but it was like a like I felt it get beaten, like someone touched it almost, and this was a different thing that times a million the wedding dress was like flowing behind her it was like literally times like four or five million it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, wow it, yeah something different yeah it's, like like that that whole area there is just a destruct it, it looks like something from a terminator movie like when they're showing the post-apocalyptic area with like all the cars destroyed and the buildings destroyed and everything's ripped it, apart the dust always gets me too. Like a place can look like a ruin because it's coated with three inches of dust. I don't know. I have a hope that some of these areas you just hit them with a leaf blower and they're okay. Again. <laughs> you need a big fucking leaf blower to fix that shit. Look at that. Look at this image is from space, Woody. <laughs> okay, okay. Some of this is not going to be fixed by a leaf blower. I'm looking at picture 11 out of 12 right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all mangled. 12 out of 12, not looking, not looking leaf blower repair. But if you get a little farther away, it does seem like, like it's hard to tell what's destroyed and what's just covered in dirt. Like 9-11 had a similar thing, actually. It was like the the amount of dust that just, flowed over new york it wasn't all damage it was just dirty yeah but the problem was that dust that they were spreading was full of asbestos and other carcinogens so it just <laughs> spread cancer throughout new york that god knows what the health uh, regulations are in fucking lebanon like clearly <laughs> they got no problem with storing enough boom boom in a warehouse to, land <laughs> a, to put a fucking crater in a peninsula like so. what the fuck was happening with that who Apparently, enough explosive in one building where everyone knows, hey, yeah, this could like totally ruin the country's commerce. But we're going to keep. I still don't like, know how it went off. Right I don't understand that. It's like, probably like, hard to figure it out. Like, 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 it obviously it's the most damaged part of the inspection, uh, 
of the area. Like I don't think you could just send a fireman in there. Like figure out what, how this what what triggered this. <laughs> well, in there is in a crater now. Yeah, right. in the water. It's like well, like, I'm a fireman, not a scuba diver. You know, like oh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, in there is now all underwater. So yeah, I have no gonna... idea. Like 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 how this went off. I, it doesn't make sense to me. It, it, I have a cursory knowledge of the stuff, but but like. Uh, Ammonium nitrate by itself is not explosive. Like it doesn't. Yeah, I was gonna. It's got to be mixed with things, you know. In tannerite, you mix it with aluminum powder, um, and and like with some of the other versions of like ammonium nitrate explosives, they were mixed with various other chemicals to make them burn hotter and faster. And uh, you know, with Oklahoma City, they used fuel oil. They 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 mixed that with like I don't remember how many how much there was in Oklahoma City that blew up the building, but it was like. Few a few hundred pounds, like maybe a thousand pounds. Would this fireworks is too set it fucking. Off? This is too fucking weird for it to be a total coincidence. I don't know. What's the coincidence, though? Is, I'm just saying, the coincidence being that the biggest port of an entire nation got destroyed and destroyed seventy percent of their GDP. Apparently, I'm just saying this is. That, Did you see the fireworks? There's something Kyle? about this that doesn't check out. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it, it like like originally I heard it was a firework um, mm-hmm. factory that blew up. And what made sense to me was that eventually the fire <laughs> a firework factory in the yeah. middle of a peninsula on their biggest trading port. Yeah, okay, that's where they put their fireworks factory. I didn't have any. I didn't have any of that information though. All Let I had was a video of an explosion yeah. in the distance. And so uh, my my thought process was like maybe the fire got to one of the really large mm-hmm. holding uh, containers that's full of the ingredients that go in fireworks, some potassium permanganate or something, but. I did see what you're talking about, where there's like like lots of smaller explosions going sparkles off, sparkles going, and I, it, I think there were fireworks stored in that same fucking warehouse along with ammonium nitrate because they didn't look like some, they look like sparklers and I, I don't know if I was watching CNN or Fox or whatever, but they had some expert on, and the guy's like, yeah, he's looking at it, and he he seemed to be a genuine expert. He's like, this is consistent with fireworks. You can see the bang, 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 the little sparks explosion, and then the whopper hits. And uh, well, I, I, I don't disagree that like it probably was exactly what they're saying. The explosion. It's just, dude, look at the size of that explosion. Look at the devastation. Why would a country whose entire revenue source is this port put a fireworks factory? Right. This is that's just weird. That's well, there's there's weird. there's it had been there for months and there's photos of the bags. I mean, maybe years. I don't know. It had been there for a very long time. There's photos of those big bags of ammonium nitrate, like like from long ago. It's no, no, not no. Like, I, I believe you. I'm just saying th- this is curious. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it doesn't pass the logic test of why they would do that. Why would they put that there? Well, I I feel like that question implies intent, whereas like sometimes people fuck up. Like two or three years ago, a ship needed repairs. They never deemed the ship seaworthy again. They took the explosives off the ship because they found that to be some sort of risk and put it in a warehouse. Mm -hmm. And then it just got ignored for years until something fucked up. And and that's entirely possible. Totally possible. It's just, it's really just looking at the devastation of these two photos. And I'm like, holy shit. How could you have a bomb or a potential bomb that size right there? On your most important port. I Just have a good video. Doesn't make sense. Uh, let's let's try group watching this and see how it goes. You know, yeah, it, I'm at zero. 
it's two minutes long, but we only need to get like um. No, I'm, I'm at zero. I'm good. Thirty seconds in. All right, ready, set, play. All right. So now we're at the warning. There's nothing good here. Do you do you see the sp- the sparkles? The, the small. Oh yeah. There's a fire in this place, and things are booming. I'm not seeing any fire there. And then there, it triggered it. That's such a big explosion. Oh, you're not making it on praise the camera, man. Nice job, pussy. <laughs> uh, Good lord, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that guy would not have Woo! made it. Oh boy. Holy fuck. Yeah, that was a whopper. So I, I stopped watching, but uh, it's, oh you shouldn't have. Oh I'm afraid I'm gonna get claimed. Water. Yeah, the water. Okay, all right, cool. my bad. What's what's the uh Maria, what's the conspiracy? That the Jews did it. What, what do that people Israel think? did it. Oh, that Israel did it. Yeah. Oh, name, name five other times Israel has staged false flag operations in the Middle East. <laughs> well, this would be a false flag, but but you know it. It seems like right up their alley um, to you know do this sort of thing. So they think of Israel Lebanon, trying to destabilize Lebanon. Is is Lebanon even like the one? Like. Like, surely Iran is active. Maybe Iraq. I'm not sure. Syria is hot right now. Lebanon is like a tourist area or something. Am I off target? I mean, they were at war for a long time. It's definitely not a tourist area. It's, I mean, uh, Lebanon is one of the nations that that Israel definitely has beef with. But okay. It's it's illegal for Lebanese to travel to Israel. They had a war. Like, like they do not like each other. Yeah, yeah. Lebanon and Israel do not get along. Israel Israel invaded Lebanon in 2006. No, okay. but it was because Lebanon was so evil, right? That's what the news said. No, all right, I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> it's because two Israeli soldiers were abducted and taken by Hezbollah to Lebanon. What and five I, more were killed there. Okay, mm. one of my Indian co-workers, I'm, I'm at Cisco and this happened. He went to Beirut. That's is that that's that's the a city in Lebanon, right? Right. That's, yeah, that's this place. Yeah. yeah. He went to Beirut for a vacation. And I was like, You're vacationing in Beirut? I don't really think of that as a vacation spot. I think of it as more of a target. He found that to be very, <laughs> very offensive. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, like, why right? do you not like me vacationing in Lebanon? <laughs> and he's like, no, you're really out of date. They're not enemies of anyone. They're cool. It's a beautiful city, etc. And I was exactly. like, all right. Like fucking idiot. <laughs> well, he, maybe he, they've been idiot. enemies of Israel for a very long time. I. Okay. My dog yeah. was alive the last time we went to war. Like, like, I <laughs> man, it's pretty if, recent shit. If you're an enemy of Israel, the entire U.S. military is going to be on your ass. This might have been 2006. Like I was working at Cisco at the time, and uh, uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I just I was like, well, I guess I need to update my view on Lebanon. It's a different thing now. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Um. I I think it was an accident, but but just just based on the fact that 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 shit had been there for so long. Mm-hmm. Although, like, God damn, if th- that would be one of the craziest terror attacks ever. Like, like that. I, I'm glad that not so many people died. I keep hearing 100, which, like, you look at that explosion and you that think that explosion. That's not bad. That you look at that explosion injured. and you think 50,000 or something like that. You think, like, okay, like, so everyone's dead, right? Dude, it looks like Nagasaki. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's bigger than a small nuclear weapon. Is really. It? Yeah, so it, it's bigger than what we dropped on Hiroshima. Oh, I didn't say time. that. No. Oh, I thought those were like the small nuclear weapons that we. Well, had. I mean, you can make a suitcase nuke these days. Oh, I, I don't like know. Point two kilotons or something. Yeah, it's bigger well, that's, than that. That's pretty fucking scary. 
Yeah, anyway. Oh, man. man, life's really going to pop off in the next couple of decades, isn't it? God, I hope so. <laughs> God, I hope so. Oh, we're heading for that Terminator uh, salvation future. It feels like it's popping off now. Popping uh, like, oh, did you, hey, NRA, can I change the topic to NRA stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah so the New York know. Attorney General is trying to dismantle the NRA. And I am the New York one, right? Yes. Yeah. The, the New York Attorney General. I think I said it right. Um, so I guess the NRA is a corrupt organization stealing money from their people. These guys, I know, right? But no, they're like a political organization misattributing funds. They are. So they're, they, they spent $500,000 on trips to the Bahamas. How do you fucking make it rain for 500 grand going to the Bahamas? I, I feel like I would struggle to spend more than 30 grand going to the Bahamas, but it starts and ends with a private jet, I suspect. The, the guy lived in a $6 million home, something like $64 million worth of waste that they just like blew on themselves. People think that the NRA's money is where their power comes from. It's not. In terms of donations, MRA, NRA isn't shit. Like the pharma, telecom, they donate actual money. They, they talk with their money. NRA is a powerful voting block. It's not about the cash and the campaign. Yep. It's, it's about the voting block. So what NRA does is they just take your money, fucking blow it on, I don't know, hookers and blow or something, and then tell people how to vote. And there are different reactions to the attorney general dismantling the NRA. I, and I'm a pro gun guy. I kind of hope that something better takes its place. Other gun people, owners of America is uh, the better organization. Um, the people yeah. in my circle have always felt that the NRA isn't extreme enough for us and mm -hmm. their beliefs. They don't protect enough of the scarier things. Um, and, uh, and the gun owners of America do. Well, you know, good for gun owners of America. If you, if you want someone to protect your rights, you want them out there on some weird ass fringe, bending <laughs> some weird ass fringe thing. So when it's they go, it's a belt fed oh, deer this, rifle. What's this, the problem? It's, it's a, <laughs> a belt fed deer you rifle. Want. You genuinely do want them defending some fringe thing, like I a make both belt fed rifle. Mr. Johnson had a problem with gophers, so yes, he employed sarin nerve agent. The <laughs> gophers are gone. What's the problem? Dude, I could use some sarin nerd agent if it nerve agent if it actually gets rid of gophers the way you're saying. <laughs> what you need is a is a dachshund. A dog. I don't a dachshund. <laughs> my dachshund ruined my yard as he fails to dig up gophers. <laughs> That's the job. The dachshund is uh, German for badger hound. Is it actually German for badger hound? Yeah. Yeah, is that, is, is that something I didn't know? That's pretty cool. They go to the, uh, the badger's barrel and uh, root him out. Like the they, they root them out like some other undesirables. Creatures. Which hide in Did you say like the zoo? Because I might have misheard it. No, he said like the Jews. <laughs> I, yes. I, I was like, like the zoo. Okay, I guess they do it in zoos. Yeah. Silly me. Yeah, we get rid of the gophers similar to, you know, we do the the Jew. So I seen Jojo rap. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't know if you want the extreme one like Taylor said. Like, I, I could I could argue the other side and say that you discredit yourself if you suggest, like, belt-fed deer rifles and stuff. Like, you, you, that might be no, a hard sell. Oh, fuck discrediting yourself. They're, they're, they're taking your money and lobbying with those dollars, right? Like, like forget discrediting. But the people who are, are anti-gun don't like any guns like like a lot mm. of them a lot a lot of them want to take all the guns they it, the thing is that the they thing is they're so uneducated 
that they, they, they might right now be okay with that Elmer Fudd shotgun, but it's, but if they knew what it was, they wouldn't be. If they knew what it really was, they wouldn't be. They might be okay with your 22 rifle, but if they knew what it could be, they wouldn't like it at all. Like, like there are no guns that those people are ever going to be like, oh, yeah, that one's fine. Well, if I put this thing on it, it's fully automatic. Oh, we don't like that. Well, it's 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 it's, it's not under the law and you can't change it. Well, then they all need to go. It, so, so I think you need to be out there on the fringe of the thing fighting for like 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 the the very border of the fight don't don't give up yeah. any land just like Absolutely. a real land war don't no no don't yeah. don't say all right they can have the reichland over there we'll just hang on to no. the- kyle you're talking about political strategy and that's a million percent right you don't fight for the position you want you fight for a position further to whatever direction you want so that you can mitigate and get back to where you want like that that it's fine with it, me it, to be honest even like, if they like got arguing it. with a woman <laughs> even if they got it, even if they had belt-fed rifles and made them legal, I, I like belt-fed. They are illegal, by the way. Um, I, you, you want a belt-fed AR-15? We can make that happen. Uh, made them. I think it's called a striker or something. Let's I can say find it more accessible. Well, if, if they made belt-fed stuff more accessible, <laughs> oh, yeah, I can get it right off the internet if you want it. <sighs> and no paperwork. Well, give me something that's uh, uh, the, the, a machine the, gun. A machine gun or uh, machine guns and suppressors are the uh, the edge. Uh, that, that, I that's, want that's there suppressors right now. for real. You know, I'm told in England, a uh, unsuppressed gun is just impolite, just rude. Yeah. So let's let's get to there. In any case, oh, this NRA thing, the chestburys are firing the weapons loud. <laughs> <laughs> are these Americans using guns recreationally? I, uh, no. I'm fine with the NRA going away. I don't think that it will oh, erode definitely. the rights of gun owners. I think they'll go straight to the next one. Maybe the one America. What would you say? What was uh, well, the, gun uh, owners of America. America. Gun America. owners of America. I mixed them up. I think maybe they'll go straight to gun owners of America. Or if not then, then someone new might pop up. That the gun owners are not going to be like, ah, NRA is gone. I guess I'll just stop caring Wait, about you, gun rights. You really think a new one will pop up? Yeah, I think you think that too. <laughs> no, 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 I don't either. I, I don't believe a new one will pop up. Like the amount of of concentrated effort by certain groups to make sure that a new group can't pop up is exactly why they're trying to get rid of the NRA. Oh, because no, I'm going to ensure that this new group can't advertise on any platform they want. They can't they can't promulgate their message like th- that's what will actually tag happen. the They'll gun owners get rid of the NRA and then they will tag the gun owners of America as a hate group or something like that. And they'll make sure they can't get their message out there through advertising on Facebook, YouTube, whatever. Like th- That's exactly what will happen. So the uh, no, the tagline no. for the gun owners no. of America they, they refer to themselves as the only no compromise gun lobby. <laughs> yeah, people no will switch compromise. to them. And, and there'll be a new NRA, I think, in a heartbeat. They, they I, you can't know because you're not from the future, Taylor. Five dollar bet, five dollar yes. bet. But I, but I know how about even how marketing. They're already established. They're I, very, it's a very big organization. I, they are a very big organization. But I'm saying I know how marketing works and how advertising works, and I know how many of these channels have absolutely restricted any ability for gun related channels to advertise themselves like if the nra gets shut down that's the end of it that there will be a fringe movement of people going to the gun owners of america but those are people who already agreed in the first place like they're they're not there's no one showing up to the gun owners of america going you know what they make good points no one is doing that and so yeah that they get rid of the nra that that is that that's a bad thing that's a bad thing and the nra does a lot of retarded shit that i don't like but it's not to me. So the NRA has uh, five and a half million uh, members, and the Gun Owners of America have two million. 
How many how many of those five and a half million do you think are savvy enough with the internet to find an alternative? Oh, I think they'll I'm, get thrust into the limelight soon. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 yeah, that won't be a problem. If they're already uh, doing that, then I mean, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, millions of people are not going to suddenly shift from one organization to another. You tell me lots of things. Helen Keller is a genius. Yeah, that has been so disproved. I've had a I've had long conversations with our <laughs> patrons, with our patrons in the Discord. We're all teams. One genius by now. one, we one we by turned one. Them back. Turn them back to my side. I'm, that, that's fine. That's fine. I'm going to let my argument speak for itself. Everyone, go back. Oh, it is spoken for itself, and so has Helen Keller. God damn it! All right, <laughs> oh, secret I'm not, genius. I'm not retarded. I'm not retarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just get signed into my hand. Yeah, she's a fucking retard. She You're didn't wrong. just sign into her hand. I could hear her words. She could speak. People, she watch the video and judge for yourselves. Don't be led astray by this monstrosity. I fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will not allow my life's work to be undone. <laughs> I will bandy crooked words with I'm, you. If I have my way, we will come back. We will revote on best conspiracy theory. And mine, that doctors just like butt stuff, will take the lead in the end. Nope. So nope. No, Helen Keller's too high T of a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Everyone out there. Don't you let these motherfuckers bring out there, oh, oh, I've got a fact here. Oh, I've got evidence. Oh, oh, look at me. Oh, look at me. I've, I've got evidence. Go fuck yourself. She was a retard, and I hate her. I don't actually hate her because she was a retard. You should I am George bringing Bush the noise next right conspiracy there. theory because I won the first one. Everyone said it. With my, uh, the plane was actually you, shot down. It was because of your PowerPoint, because your PowerPoint was hilarious. <laughs> or just, well, the way that you phrased it was good, where you'd be like, and then Tower 7 fell on its own. Next slide. <laughs> and I was like, damn, like I'm ready for more evidence here. <laughs> it's like Kevin Costner in JFK. Back and to the left. <laughs> Back and to the left. to the left. I tried that again this time with like, you know, people get just as much cancer whether you detect it or not. Kyle's like, yeah, well, detection doesn't prevent it, obviously. Well, my plan was to say that fast enough that no one called me on it. <laughs> I know. I saw that, it. That was my plan, too, where I'm like, Helen Keller was a retard. And Kyle's like, you know, there are videos of her talking. And I'm like, that, 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 that. <laughs> that's I'm watching that's a whole movie uh, about I'm watching a whole movie right now about um, about Hitler and it has interview after interview with people claiming that he was in uh, Argentina and that they saw him and that they like the the lady who was like the uh, the the cook at this resort he was staying at and like like one after another it's called Gray Wolf it's on YouTube it's free and uh, it's 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 I I'm I'm getting closer and closer Gray to believing Wolf. that Hitler survived Gray Wolf and really he, he Hitler absolutely killed himself in that bunker in Berlin how do you know because I'm guessing. <laughs> I, it I, makes the most sense like he was he was all do you know about how much money the nazis stole from europe 100 billion dollars of 1940s money what the fuck does that even mean isn't it like the that that the national socialists they, were able to be so successful as they removed themselves from central banks and started their own internal economy isn't that what they did it means that they had 100 billion dollars with which to fund their operations in South America. It also means that Argentina had the only other Nazi party in the entire world. 
So oh, Foreman okay. had been setting up a whole new like escape plan for them in Argentina. I, I don't Do know about that. That, that, that. that seems like fucking LARPing. Do we have a Patreon who's like a Nazi or a Jewish Argentinian? Am I crazy? I make that up. We got at least not one to Jew my knowledge. I, I think we, I, I, I think I think Pastor Anal Assassin is a Jew. He looks we, like we, one. We have like the most hilariously diverse patron <laughs> chat for the it's kind great. of show we do, where it's like. God damn, I got four black guys and a couple Jews and some Asians and, and the, the whole Vietnamese couple, East guys that girls. dresses up like a the rice farmer. all here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. Like, like we, we have to break it up into like multiple like sessions, right? Because there's so many of the $50 patrons now. And like in the same session, we got two gay guys. Yes. You know, yeah. very diverse. Cast One was telling, I forget who it might have been Kyle. I, I don't know who he was talking to, but he's like, you've got to try anal sex. And he's like, no, he's like, no, 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 Kyle, you don't have to find a guy that'll fuck you. Just basically experience anal sex. And I'm like, wow, it's like, I've never heard anyone make this argument before. I believe it was Taylor who was who was unconvinced by the anal it, sex argument. Was it? I'm saying that it is no, an probably exit, not because it, it, it yeah. is an exit only. Maybe it was another Man. one of the patrons. That's I don't a, know who um, he was trying to convince. That's an argument that displays a lack of creativity creativity open mind imagination imagination you know what and i would go so far as to say it shows a bit of bigotry you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it seems bigoted it seems to come from a bigoted place at the very least i don't care for it you think his butt is bigoted <laughs> i guarantee that butt is bigoted. <laughs> i watched umbrella academy 2 that thing was good i enjoy that they're um Flawed, ineffective superheroes <laughs> doing their best to prevent the end of the world. Or I've seen enough of that. Really, I the boys is 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 what I, I'm, mm. I'm really looking forward to as far as like superhero stuff. Date on when's that coming out yeah. again? Uh, September. It's, it's August. It's like September fourth or September sixth or something. Yeah, season two. Um, apparently, it's based on a graphic novel, yeah. which is way more hardcore. Like, like, like the show is hardcore, right? Like, mm -hmm. like people getting ripped apart and just eviscerated show. and just cold blooded murdered, and there's rape and uh, and all sorts of stuff. Apparently, the graphic novel is way more extreme. Yeah. Like, I guess there's like this, uh, you know, they're, they're like doping these women up so that they can deal with the pain of having sex with the superheroes. And this one female superhero is like drying her vaginal, like secretions and selling it and people are snorting her like dried up vagina juice like there's all sorts of craziness going on i haven't the read fuck? the comics but i've watched a lot of youtube videos that educate you about the comics uh just one thing this is a non-spoiler in the first episode the new person gets i, I guess you me too she, she's got to get she's got to give head to aquaman yeah yes well in the comic Fish sticks? It wasn't Aquaman. Uh, by the way, he's innocent. Uh, but it was like two or three of the people in the seven. Like half the seven made her blow them. And uh, nice. dude, and, and one so guy, the, the actual one, the actual comic, she's blowing like half a dozen guys. Yeah, yeah. Homelander does it, and uh, he's like, "You gotta blow me," and she's like, "What?" And you're like, "I thought you were the thought you were this like superhero," and he's like, "I am," and I seem to be having a communication problem because nobody's sucking my dick right now. <laughs> it's just like so. Cruel. Dude, that guy, that guy's cool. <laughs> I seem to be having a problem because nobody's sucking. <laughs> that guy, I will not, I will not abide any disparaging comments about this man. <laughs> Dude, it's he's such an like they're over the top, terrible people. And, yeah, and, 
And she's not. The the Starlight. Starlight is actually nice and good. And um but even who's the other chick? She's kinda almost like a She's the Wonder Woman stand in. Yeah, I was gonna call her that, yeah. It um The Wonder Woman She's stand-in. dressed just like her. Yeah. Is or, it the I same mean, shit. No, she's just not Superman dressed like Wonder Superman. Woman with the red, oh, white, and blue. She's dressed like all the other what is she, Athenian or like something? Cat, she? Like she she's well, Amazonian. The, the the actress is Jewish, but but she's an no. Amazon. Yeah, yeah. She's dressed like all the other Amazonians in Wonder Woman. Jewish actress in Hollywood. Gal to go. <laughs> yeah, she's super. Hot. Well, she's like Israeli, not just Jewish. Yeah. Oh, hardcore Jewish <laughs> and beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she's she's super hot. I this um I've been watching Shameless. Do you guys know Shameless at all? I know. Of Dude, it. I tried to watch a little bit of that show and it made me sad. All right, so I'm only like halfway into the first season, so I'm not some sort of shameless expert, but it stars this family, the Gallaghers. Mom's gone. She's dead, I think, and um, dad's a drunk. So the oldest daughter kind of serves as head of the household, only responsible person. They're super poor, like crazy, can't pay their bills, always scamming and robbing to like make ends meet. Even the nine-year-old has to find some way to chip in like $6 so they can keep the power on. Like they're all Mm -hmm. a team. They're all super broke. This oldest daughter that I'm talking about, I can't get over this disc. She's hot. She's super duper hot, crazy fucking gorgeous hot. There's like hot, look good in a bikini, right? You go to a college campus, one in every fourth or fifth girl is that hot. Then there's Hollywood hot, which is like a hot you don't see every day. You know, you, you have to go to the mall for six days to see one person who's Hollywood hot. Then and follow the, her back home and you do what you got to. And then there's this chick. This chick is a standout amongst Hollywood hot. Like, like in my head, she's prime Jessica Beale or who's the other Jessica? Alba. Thank you. Yeah, she, she's she's on that level of like Hollywood hot of the day, and um, she fucks. Who are we talking all- about? What's her character's name? Uh, I'm trying to look around. Is this Joelle mean- Carter? Does she play Ava Crowder? Uh. This is justified, right? Shameless, no, right? Shameless. Uh, my bad, my bad. Um, her name is Emily Rosam. Oh, okay. Yeah, I already know who that is. Okay, yeah. Oh, do you? You know who's great in yeah. everything is yeah, William I know H. Macy. William yeah, H. she's H. got Macy's a lot of... Uh, she didn't, she's done a good bit of nude work. She, yes, she does. Wait, what's, what's her name? She has a Emily compilation Rossum. on Pornhub. And what, Reddit. What, what is oh. her name again? Emily Rossum. R-O-S-S-U-M. I, I feel like this, um, uh, like looking at these pictures, they're all safe for work. They're not, she doesn't look totally stand out hot in these pictures, but I'm telling you in shameless. She, yeah. I disagree with you uh, on just how hot she is. I think she's, people I think have different like, eyes, you know, they, some people might think she's too skinny. No, she's, she's very pretty. No, I just think her face is that pretty. Um, huh. you know, I just don't think she's very. I don't. I just don't. I don't think she's like a top one percent. You, you uh, don't think she person. has a pretty face? I think she has a pretty face. I think she has a pretty-ish face, but I don't I think, think she's, she's like a goddess I, amongst women. I think Kyle finds her to be regular pretty, whereas I find her to be like that one girl from Hollywood that comes along every couple of years. Like you, you guys might be surprised here. I'm watching one of her videos. There's actually an ad here to give you a bigger dick. <laughs> ah. 
Do you guys? Do you guys? Is that how you get Emily Rossum? <laughs> if you buy that product and your dick that's, grows a little that's bit, that's how you do that. You 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 spend a bunch. So this the one says disconnect. Having I wanted to say, are can you be poor and that hot? Don't you just find someone who's willing to pay for pay for no, your you, way? You can, there are no, I've seen some, You don't people. see a lot of hot homeless. Right. Thank you, well, Kyle. Ho- homeless is different than poor. This chick is next to homeless. She lives in a tiny place with well, you like can't nine be, It's people. hard to be homeless if you're not poor. Fair enough, but it's a different echelon of person between a poor and a homeless. She most is, homeless people are absolutely insane. I, I'm only judging by my experience with them in St. Louis. City. So are most and, women. What's your point? She's at a yeah, level where she can barely okay. keep a roof above her head and occasionally goes without hot water or electricity. Yeah, that you, would happen. You know it's so cold in here because we haven't been able to pay the gas bill. That's how broke she is. At that hot? Dude, there are guys lining up to pay for her gas bill. Yeah, she, yeah. There, there are websites that will help you make that happen, too. <laughs> right. Nowadays, they've removed the friction in that transaction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can just get yourself an OnlyFans. You'll have all kinds of simps out there just making it rain. Yeah. I. It, it's inconceivable that someone that hot can't pay their bills. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like um, whenever um, that giant titted girl from um, um, what's the, uh, Mad Men. Whenever I see her in anything, oh, and they don't Christina talk Hendricks. about just Christina Hendricks, and they don't at least acknowledge how big her titties are. I'm just like, well, this isn't even realistic. Like when your titties are that big, like like there's no way we have three conversations and it doesn't come up. Like she's wearing a button up shirt, and she's clearly wearing a size too large just to accommodate her titties and it's and then those buttons are just like <laughs> they're just screaming and i pain. had to sew these on with kevlar yeah 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 no, no. she it looks like right. if she pulled her shoulders back her whole front of her clothing would just explode off it, you so would get she, shot by a button if she would abort <laughs> take a fucking eye out um before the show we were talking about uh dr disrespect how obviously like he sort oh, of like yeah uh you know twitch Seemingly cut him off, it yeah, refunded all subscribers man. and everything. Um, he announced on Instagram like six hours ago that he might be streaming somewhere very soon. He's streaming right now on YouTube. 20,000 people watching live. Donations rolling wow. out. I have an unfounded him, theory about what he did. I want to hear it. All right. So here's where it comes from. Right away, his sponsors dropped him, and then they picked him back up. I think maybe he said something to them like this is overblown or maybe told a fib possibly to get to get back in their good graces but who didn't go away was twitch and discord he was a discord partner and discord is like fuck it you can't come back i think he wrote something that wasn't politically correct it was maybe unkind in discord and they have it in text and that's why he's banned was it funny do we know what he said i know i completely i bet it was funny as hell I completely made it up, but yeah, that's if my it's someone making a joke. You should give them a free pass. They're trying <laughs> I, to be funny. I think that because discord didn't drop them, the offense happened on that platform. Okay. Weird. Or I, wouldn't yes, let them I, back. I should say, I don't even know like, like what to guess uh, happened with all that. Um, you know, I've never had a problem with that guy. So, you know, whatever, wish him the best, I suppose. Uh, looks like he's going to be, I know YouTube hasn't offered him like some sort of special deal or anything. Like he didn't get like some kind of signing bonus, which you'd expect million, $2 million signing bonus wherever he goes. And, I thought uh, he was going to be starting his own streaming service. 
It yeah, is, you would think he would have done. He would. That, he would have done something like I that. Thought that was the most favorable interpretation of why he's that makes going. The most sense. It's probably Especially his entrepreneurial ambition that got him banned off the platform. I bet that's what it was. I bet he was trying to create a competitive service. That is wish casting kindness to me. But I, no, I not know. just that. There's a lot of evidence that would point to that. It just just the fact that like we didn't hear anything else. It seems like with this sort the way the culture is right now. Whenever somebody steps into just a little bit of shit, like they're calling it Brian Callen right now, you know, uh, from Brendan Schaub's buddy for some sort of sexual assault allegations, like when he was Let's go a to young that one man. Next, yeah, I, that one is kind of interesting to me. But I uh, and, and, and I love that Twitch all never tells people is, what they did. Twitch never outs people for their bad stuff. They just say they broke our terms of service. They never give details. This is completely consistent with all their other bands. Yeah, but how would only Twitch know about it? You know what? That, that's what's weird to me is that like. Yeah, Twitch knows about it and Discord knows about it, but no one else knows what he did because he didn't. He, it's clearly not something he did publicly, mm -hmm. and you know it, it just seems real weird. I'd love to know. I'm curious, uh, but not curious enough to fucking think about it after this conversation right here. You know, I, I want. Like, I have like every so often. I'm like, it's we. I thought that whatever Doctor Disrespect did would get out. I was confident. I would have bet on it, uh, and it's not out. Nobody yeah. knows. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Twitch never like gives details on what someone did wrong. They just say they violated their terms of service or community guidelines, and that's it. It could mean anything, and they they have consistently kept that secret. So this isn't something that's unique to Doctor Disrespect. Um, yeah. So I guess he's on YouTube now, and no one's gonna know what he did. It's weird that that secret never came out, but sometimes secrets are kept. Brian Callahan. Yep. So, oh, well, I think it's Callan. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. That Brian Callan. Um, I first heard about it on his apology. Like, I didn't even know that he was getting me. You too. Yeah. Yeah. So I heard it. I read, I heard his apology. His apology was very convincing. He's like, I've been told to, to lay low. I've been told to this. He's like, no, I am unequivocally saying this did not happen. Everybody who knows me knows that I would never do something like that. And this is complete fiction and it never happened. And I'm like, oh, what never happened? <laughs> you know, like, like, what is he denying? Yeah. And uh, do you know, I, I don't want to get the details wrong because it's important to get stuff. Like I don't know the right. details. There because were like four I, I went women to, who came out and accused him at once of. See, I, I went to Reddit because I thought that like, you know, it it was a Reddit link that I was getting on um, like, like either the Bad Kid Podcast, Joe Reddit or the Joe, no, it was Joe Rogan's uh, subreddit. And so I was like, ah, the commenters over on Joe Rogan's subreddit, they'll cue me in to whatever he, he's being allegedly uh, accused of. Nope. They're just making fun of his eye surgery. <laughs> he had lid surgery because he had like droopy eyelids. So he had like this eyelid surgery, which I guess they're considering like too feminine uh, a surgery for a man to get. And so they're just roasting him about that comment after comment as far as I could scroll down. I see him in this picture as to why he would have gotten it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's one thing that happens to some people as they age. Their eyelids kind of close their eyes more and more. It doesn't hurt your vision, yeah. but it's not a great look. It, it can, though. It, it, it can get so oh, bad really? that, it, that it interferes with your vision. And I guess it's uh, it's something that he's got a family history. Like, like, I don't know, his father had it really bad or something. It's what they're saying. Or it's what he's saying. Or it's what they're saying he said. But yeah, I don't so, know. It, Catherine Fjord Tigerman alleges that Callan raped her. 
Mm. Uh, so that's, I guess, the big one. She comes and says, I felt relief. Finally, I have power against him, etc. Like Tigerman, three other women shared their accusations against Callan. So once one came out, then three more came out. One accused... Green accused Callan of pinning her against the dressing room wall in 1999, kissing her, and she immediately reported it to her co-workers. Uh, an aspiring actress said in 2012 when she was 23... She had a four-year affair with Callan while he was married. Um, he told her in 2016 that women have a biological primal desire to be raped. A comedian in, named <laughs> Tiffany King in 2017 said Callan tried to pressure her to give him oral sex in exchange for stage time or money at a time that he knew she was struggling financially. It was so humiliating. He was someone I looked up to and had control over something I loved. And... There were three, right? I think... Did I read three or two? Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. Rape. Pushed her against a wall. Kissed her. Infidelity. And blow me for stage time, which is like... Uh, I don't know. A hero. Uh, an easy way to get laid. And uh, nothing illegal about that at all. Just a little little sleazy, I suppose. <laughs> um, nothing you know? illegal I about think, that. No, I think, there's not. There's not. Like if I, it, no, it, I know. I, I, I love your takes. On but this. wait, is, yeah. are you sure that's not illegal? Of course it's not yeah, illegal. Yeah, I'm sure that's not illegal. You know, like... like it, Harvey Weinstein isn't in jail, right? I mean, Harvey <laughs> Weinstein is in jail for rape. He's not in jail for, for getting some getting a lot of, of unqualified actresses. What is a huge careers in Hollywood? Boss, nobody like, ever nobody ever said that. It's not sexual assault, I don't think. It's sexual harassment. Is it harassment? Yeah, maybe that right. is the term they is use. That what it is? Like when your boss pressures you to have sex or It's not her boss though. Yeah, he's control of her stage time. Yeah, so that, he, that's actually irrelevant. That, not the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> If um, I tell a, if I tell somebody who wants to be a guest on this show, they can come on if they suck my dick. That is not harassment. That is just a friendly deal between two individuals. You Why know? do you think Juji got on? You're mm-hmm. goddamn right. That's <laughs> why, got on. why do you? I made that little bitch wear those shorts. <laughs> that was part of it. Tom, you put those fucking shorts back on. He was trying to wear jeans before the beginning of the show. Kyle <laughs> said. Put those little shorts back on, bitch. If they're sexy enough to wear for me, they're sexy enough for the show. Now, you keep them on. <laughs> Make sure you flash a little dong on the show. I think you may have flashed a little dong at one point. I don't know what I saw. <laughs> yeah. We started making fun of those, those lady shorts he had on. And he starts crossing and crossing his legs like it's fucking... <laughs> Basic instinct, and <laughs> you get see dong. I didn't he, see. I don't <laughs> know if it was dong or some sort of underwear, undergarment. I yeah, maybe I, panties too. I saw them. I, and I, I, I was saw, just, I was just noticing how how dude, nice and like Kyle. I, I think I saw Kyle see dong at the same time as me, and then his shorts were longer <laughs> than I thought because I they look like they were six inches long, and I'm like, maybe I didn't see dong. Maybe I'm crazy. There was something going on. I saw something up those shorts. People go back and and I. <laughs> Yeah, zoom in on that dong. Don't tell people to do that. No, definitely don't do (laughs) that. Close enough, you'll see a tattoo of my name. Surely you've benefited from somebody else's work in uh, Basic Instinct. It's time to pay it forward here at PK. Yeah, but see, that's not harassment. What I did to that gentleman whose name (laughs) I can't remember. Um, That's not harassment at all. That's just the way she goes, bubs. Life in the big city. Life in the big city. Fucking way she goes, bubs. Fucking way she goes. Ricky, why the fuck just gotta go that way? <laughs> <laughs> Lost all the liquor money, boys. 
You lost all I'm of just trying to get enough money for my kiddies to stay alive in my fucking shed. Fuck. <laughs> I showed my dad some trailer park boys a couple days ago. He fucking loved that shit. I showed up that like I was just scrolling through the episodes because the episode titles are so silly, and one of them is called Oh shit, what is it? Um um kitties don't belong in dope trailers or something like that <laughs> he went kitties don't belong in dope trailers what is this and i was like well these are the trailer park boys let's go and we watched that episode and 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 he's like this cocksucker right here he's his tummy doesn't feel right he's he doesn't i think he's kind of sick we need to go ask sam he used to be a veterinarian maybe he knows something and yeah. sam's like oh that's one sick kitty you got there bubs i think he's gonna die <laughs> sam just being a piece of shit i was hoping well, sam a was fucking, a veterinarian a fucking weed cart, you, man. oh no he was a veterinarian but he, he lost his license for pulling a bullet out of ricky's ass yeah <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is a funny little plot line there yeah it's a good um, ass show. Yeah, so it's I a don't great know, fucking show. With Brian Callen, this this circles back to my like I, I sometimes I feel like everyone knows which allegations are credible and which ones aren't, except me. I can't tell. Um the fact that four people came out at the same time. I'll tell you what I think. Go ahead. What do you I think? think the first allegation is false, and the following two or three are real. Because I, I think the first lady is just lying because I I I I I don't believe you raped anyone. Okay. Whatever, for whatever reason. But um, the next three allegations all sound like some shit that, like, you know, it's her side of what happened. And even her worst way, way of describing it doesn't sound all that bad. He pushed me up against a wall and kissed me. I mean, I've pushed a lot of women up, up against a lot of walls and kissed them. They were okay with it. Let me right. just be clear about this. Like there was, they, I mean, they, they fought a little. They fought a little. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, they're not nearly as strong. They they not fight just to make sure you're a strong enough close. man. To and get look, it done. once you got them up against the boards, Taylor knows this better than anybody. You just throw a little bit of shoulder action into them. They, they got <laughs> nothing for that. Look at Taylor's <laughs> shoulders. Fucking knock a girl out. Yeah. Give them a, a little bit of that. Oh, she's going nowhere, nowhere. Um, but no, seriously, that. I've done that. Everybody's done that. Who hasn't pushed a woman against a wall and kissed them before? Um, and then, and like any, anyone who's been in a romantic relationship has. Yeah, sure, exactly. Or maybe a not so romantic relationship. I, I, okay, I'm kind of a hip-toss relationship. I like to throw her. So, so I, I got a problem with that. Um, maybe she does. Um, I, I feel like a lot of times women um, regret things that they've done after the fact but in the moment they gave no outward signs that they were not down for whatever was going on and it's like normal relationship stuff there's a magic word right if you say no now it's something criminal that's yeah stop yeah say no and and and, everybody knows especially if the ref hears it (laughs) i forget (laughs) Uh, there is an accusation I, I forget the details of it. It doesn't even matter which one it was specifically, but the girl's like, I blew him. I sucked his dick. He came in and man, I didn't want to. And it's like, I don't know if I'm a guy getting blown, I'm taking this as a sign that things are going right. You know? Yeah. And, and like, you, you're going to have to be a little less subtle with me. Like it, it, just say, unless no. I've got like my, my like knees wrapped around the back of your head and I'm like <laughs> skull fucking you. Then this is, this is on you. You sucked my dick, right? I didn't like, like, like. We're not talking about skull fucking here. Oh, hey, Jackie. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> you you interrupted us right in the middle of skull fucking talk. 
Well, she can't hear that. Thank God. <laughs> thank, thank God. Goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fine, honey. Well, me and my friends are just goofing. <laughs> We're talking about yeah. sexual assault, specifically skull fucking. <laughs> oh, thank God I'm on headphones. Uh, but, but yeah, and then the other one, like, like I get it's it's pretty skeezy to tell somebody, like, yeah, if you suck my dick, maybe I can get somebody to give you some more stage time. But I don't think it's criminal. I think that it's uh, it shows low moral character. I think it might and, be uh, criminal. I think it's c- criminal if he is the boss and like like has like if if it's his place. But if I say like like <clears throat> hypothetically like let's say I've got some pull with you, Woody. Okay. Like 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 I can let's say you have your own like side business where you do gardening work, right? And you need a new gardener. And I say to Jose, "Hey Jose, if you give me a hand job." I'll put in a good word to Woody. There's no way that's illegal because I'm not part of your gardening business. I'm yeah, just, just associated with Woody who owns a gardening business. I think that's what we're looking at here because Brian Cowan doesn't own any fucking comedy clubs. Can you barter for sexual acts or is that prostitution? I, maybe he's breaking the law in this. Maybe Jose is the true criminal. No, you can't barter for sexual acts. Well, that, that's considered the, you can right? in some yeah. countries. Canada. But in this I one, I feel like every, Jose. I, I think you can in Canada. In every you state other than Vegas. Isn't Brian Callen Canadian? Yes. Well, there you go. This is all legal in Canada. <laughs> so I, in my, I'm thinking, Kyle, that you in know, that situation, I'm thinking, Kyle, that in that situation where Jose is giving you a hand job to work for me, you're really the victim. You're the John well, in this situation. Hands. And, and Jose is the prostitute, and you are merely the guy who's fallen into his trap. Oh, those calluses, Jose. Oh, the texture of your palms. It's Jose. like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like you're wearing work gloves and you're not even. Oh, God. <laughs> but I, with the Brian Callen thing, like spit when, on it. When it became four women all came out together and said that he's been bad to me, I suddenly I'm like, well, shit, maybe he's, mm-hmm. you know, maybe he uses sex as a payoff or like i don't know maybe he has the wrong idea around mm-hmm. loving relationships um i i or you know maybe just likes to fuck and uh and, <laughs> and, and these girls need to grow the fuck up and uh and, and stop being so sensitive so sensitive so sensitive because uh, look look rape's wrong sexual assault's wrong sexual harassment's wrong in the workplace all those things are very wrong they're criminal those people should be punished mm-hmm. to the fullest extent of the silly laws that they make about them but <laughs> What are you, are you are you drinking coffee at ten fifteen at night? No. You're gonna be got Tarkov to play. What's your problem? Do, do I do I judge you about what you drink? <laughs> of course not. I just yeah. I, I can imagine a six pack of beer at ten p.m. No one even blinks. Have one cup of coffee. Taylor loses his mind. <laughs> it's just like I, I'm so sensitive to caffeine. I can't imagine oh, having a yeah. cup of coffee. Yeah, what has got a big day tomorrow? <laughs> I, I, would be, I would be lit until 10 a.m. I mean, I it's true. Up. I do have to be up by Saturday morning to push the show live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If he's not up in 56 hours or so, then... <laughs> well, in that case, Chiz will upload the show, but still. All right, well, my, my comment is redacted. <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> I've wanted to do this for... Do you still have vaping things? Uh, no, I haven't vaped in a while. I don't have any of that stuff. I anymore. saw someone on Facebook or Reddit or something exhale into a face mask, and it was I just like, 
And I'm like, man, I would love to recreate that on the show. Kyle, you don't have vaping supplies, do you? I don't. No, no. not any legal stuff. I don't have anything. That's totally mm. true. Like, like the whole vaping thing and those those surgical masks don't even fully keep out vapor, which apparently is a much larger molecule than what like a virus would be. Right, so right. Like, you just see like the explosion to the sides. I am. Um, yeah. I, the viruses I saw aren't traveling on their own through the air. They're in the water molecules. They're in the water. They're in the saliva and the and in, in the spittle. So I exhaled with a mask on two days ago. And my glasses fogged up. And I'm like, I wonder what it would look like with a vape. You know, like hmm. I had sunglasses on. And I and it was like, yeah, I, I I wonder. I just want to see what it's like. I'd Did like you see visual. Fauci is now saying everyone needs to wear goggles? Goggles? goggles. Dude, Sunglass- that guy can go fuck himself. I'm not wearing goggles. Sunglasses? He said sunglasses will do. I wear sunglasses all the fuck. Literally, if I walk out the house, I've got my fucking uh, some Ray Bans or something. <laughs> he on. said you should wear goggles, but sunglasses will do. That's like saying, yeah, if you're gonna go out into space, it'd be great if you wore an astronaut suit, but a uh, 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 an Adidas track suit will be almost as <laughs> you retarded. Either you need goggles or you don't. I imagine I need to see the quote because I have this. I, I'm try. I do this. It's a flaw of mine. I hear something insane, and then I try to normalize it. I try to be like, "What I bet he said was his goggles are perfect because sunglasses are pretty good at um like safety in a woodworking shop or a metal shop or something like that." True, but not perfect, right? There's goggles would be perfect. I imagine he's that's like where his head is. Okay. If you have goggles or an eye shield, you should use it. Quote, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Okay. Goggles so now I'm a... like, does he mean in a medical situation? Because that's what doctors are doing all the time. I always see him. He means this. human beings. That's that's fucking absurd. We're, we I don't wear... know. I'm wearing it. I'm down. I think it's funny. I'm going to show up. Swimwear. Just someone replies to his tweet. Someone replies to the tweet, is this good enough? And it's a clip from the movie Bubble Boy. He's in that he's in that sphere of plastic just rolling down the street. Oh, Kyle, you would know this. What 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 is it? Oh, the the Moors. The Moops! The Moops. The Moops. That's what it is. Ah, I'm sorry. The answer is Moops. No, no, that's a misprint on the card. It's Moors. The Moors. No, no. The card says Moops. There are no moops. They're the moors. Oh, <laughs> and, then he, and then he dies because he's so and, upset. Yeah, he has a yeah. fucking breakdown. Well, well, George starts. He starts choking George with the gloves that extend out of the bubble, <laughs> yeah. and then you hear the bubble's been breached. <laughs> uh, did you guys hear that Jake? The FBI went to Jake Paul's house and seized his weapons. I think what it was for? the other one. What, what did they do? Uh, I'm reading it though. Or what did he do? Oh, okay, I thought it was Logan. Okay. Um, I don't know. So they're doing. not really announcing why they did it. Like they're not making it public, but they went to his house. They seized multiple firearms. They're saying it's connected to the Arizona shopping mall incident where I guess he was part of looting, maybe. In any case, the feds went into his house and took his guns. And I saw this and thought, well, this is a transparent attempt to. Mm-hmm. Admit- be an, an PKA host, I think. Right? He's trying let's, to be. Let's get. Let's get. What is it? Jake Paul, Logan yeah. Paul, whichever one it was. Let's grab him. Get him on the show. We can come. It'll, it'll really increase increase our. Uh, what's his fan base? Mostly like 13, 14 year old girls. Yeah, only about thirty million of them. 
right? <laughs> well, we can. Uh, hey, if we grab a little bit of that, that helps. Oh, it'd be. So, oh, imagine your sex life then. Yeah. No. No, I don't want to. You think it's, it's similar I, to I, it is now? <laughs> you get one of those little gals that go up against the boards. You got to give her a knee to put her down. She's she's not even tall enough to give the shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> oh, that was too much. She's easy no, enough a little to pedophilia. Lift. I mix pedophilia with your favorite thing, hockey. <laughs> I thought I thought I'd mix my favorite with your favorite, and we could mesh right there. But that, no, no, apparently not. Apparently, apparently not as close. We're we're like ships in the night passing. Ah, we'll get silently. there. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. But yeah, I don't know. I I I just felt like you kind of fit in with the gang here. It's, that was my take on it. Yeah, I, I heard something about that too. Uh, it could have been any number of things. Yeah, I mean, if you if you if you commit some felonies on camera, especially, uh, probably not ideal. Uh, interesting that it's the FBI and not the the state police, though. That's uh, that, that is interesting to me because I never had to deal with the FBI. Yeah, it was I, a I have federal agency. It was definitely the FBI, and they said seizing multiple firearms in connection. I'm sorry, in a raid that was connected to a riot at an Arizona shopping mall. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, he went full Frank Reynolds out there, just like <laughs> multi-millionaire, just stealing, Wait, uh, you know, on camera. Did he steal on camera? Because I always, I saw people say he stole on camera on Reddit, but to me, he was vlogging in front of a crowd. Not not much different than, um, remember Dan, rest in peace, like he wanted to hold up a PKA oh. sign at the Hong Kong riots. Yeah. Um, right. But he wasn't like rioting or being like, he just kind of wanted to be surrounded by it. That was that was the lens through our which I, I saw Jake Paul's thing. Uh, Go ahead. I think they're both culpable if you compare it that way. Frankly, I you know I think if you're in a crowd of rioters, you're a rioter. You know, like, like look, I put myself in these in these situations. Okay. Like, like you won't see me in a fucking riot because I know that the cops might f- start firing indiscriminately with beanbags and shit and split my goddamn skull open. I don't want to be associated with rioters. It just like. You know, if you if you flip it over to maybe your slightly more liberal viewpoint, remember when the Charlottesville thing happened, you certainly wouldn't be that open to recognizing that there's a good element and a bad element. That okay. Trump said that and got roasted, right? right? Like, but I believe that. Frankly, I think that there were some people there who were just like marching for whatever the fuck they were marching for, and then all of a sudden a bunch of guys showed up with hoods and torches, and they were like, "Ah, oh, but mosquito nets and barbecue." I hope. Like, 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 but I put myself there and I'm like, oh shit, we got to go. We got to go right now. We got to leave. We don't, this is not our crowd. It, it turns out this is, this is no good. Yeah. I look, I see your point. I see your point. I am. I'm still like looking at it through the blue lens. Like, no, it's completely different. Kyle one's for the lulls. <laughs> you know? One's a Marxist organization <laughs> stealing from local business. Yeah. The other is a group of right alt what alt right conservatives who have a permit who happen to be wearing something offensive i i can just big difference <laughs> i can just see myself being like look look there's a real looter behind me he's running he's holding a television yeah, like, look this is the best vlog ever am i not right <laughs> you're trying to window. interview a looter <laughs> <laughs> right right like like I, he's just stabbing you and and i think i just wish casted projected that upon what uh jake paul was doing there like i, I could be wrong but that's yeah. I, I just um, look. You'd have a hard time convincing me that this multi-millionaire was there for a free ottoman out of Target or something like that. It's crazy. 
Yeah, but I think it's the Frank Reynolds situation. Okay. He was there, so might as well take something, right? The warthog. The warthog. You know, See that? <laughs> why why is it when white people are looting, they call it uh surviving? And when black people are looting, they call it looting. And then G's like, well, because the black people are stealing speakers and the white people are stealing food. And then Frank's like, nah, it's just fucking racist nonsense. Like, just, <laughs> that's, that's a really good Frank scene. Yeah, it, it that they won't show that footage from Katrina ever again. Yeah, probably not. It's very on PC. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The, it's interesting when facts aren't politically correct enough to be uh, to be to be viewed or spoken of. Facts. Kyle, are you starting to notice patterns? That's a little bigoted. I mean, we talked about how I have no pride in my race or or anything like that last week and how I will never have any pride at all. And I'm not allowed to. And I'm glad that I'm not allowed to have any pride whatsoever. As an Englishman, I think it's cool that we once conquered all the other white people, all the people in general. Just really tore them up. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even I mean, know why French, you're talking to me, Italian. Germans. <laughs> I, <yeah. laughs> I remember. We, I we had, had a rough time like with that. the Spanish, but... Well, the, the Spanish did a pretty good job, too. They they had their own conquests. Oh, they had a whole group of people just for doing that. They had the, the conquistadors. The sun never set on the English. They were... The, the Spanish people were so... or Spain was so successful, they have everyone convinced that Spanish is like a South American language. It is you know I mean? at this point. And, and th- that's what I'm they saying. They created a whole race of people. They were so efficient at raping. They they raped until there were no more Mayans. There were just Mexicans. I think English like, was the most spoken language until recently when uh, English until Mandarin passed it. Am I right? Oh no, Ma- Mandarin passed a long time. Cantonese beat us a long time ago. There's so many of those fuckers over there. Definitely like, a long time ago. Not that like, was a, how long's a long it, time ago? Uh, like like thirty years ago. Okay, yeah, I think uh, we're on the same page then. Yeah, yeah. So English, yeah. I, look, you have to go back a little bit to make England the best. <laughs> so seventeen hundreds, eighteen hundreds, English was the most widely spoken language in the world, and uh, that implies a certain kind of dominance. But then there's like, I think it was even in the nineties, early two thousands, a uh, a trivia question on Jeopardy it was like, what nation has the most English speakers on Earth, and it's China. Even in like 1998, it was China. Well, because that says something for English dominance sheer, too. By, by sheer that's, number of people, they, they that says something about the Chinese educational system and English dominance. They're, they're doing it for economic reasons. Sure, sure, dude. China is about to eat our lunch, and they have been for the last 30 years. Like all oh, those trade agreements—they're on the, all, all the way down. All those trade agreements did was funnel money into China from us on on bad. Bad agreements. What like trade we, agreements? Uh, the one that Clinton signed. What was it? NAFTA, right? That wouldn't be China, though. That was just the North American Free Trade Agreement. Free trade agreement. What, what was the one he signed with China? Because I there was, we've been losing money to China for fucking ever. On Clinton, I don't know. Uh, Obama tried to do one with everybody but China, the Trans Pacific Partnership or something like that. And basically what that was was like America and then like all these other countries that weren't China. And it was going to hopefully give us this like power around China Mm -hmm. because we were trade partners with all the people that were important to China. But Trump came in and said, fuck that. Don't know if he's right or wrong. It's complicated. But um, then Trump started putting tariffs against China. I don't know if he has any. It it might have even been Bush that did it because Bush was a big free trade guy. 
you know. It could be. I'm so not 100 percent sure. Yeah, but uh, it's complicated. I feel like you're not going to sell more than you buy from a country whose shit is cheaper than yours. Mm. And you're always like quality, quality, quality. You know, like as a programmer, when I was a programmer, I competed with less expensive programmers, right? Because it's a global world. That's that. And it's like, don't you realize Americans are so much better? You should pay the extra for us. And I believed that. On the other hand, when I needed a hammer, that shit was $8 and came from China. I didn't practice what I preached. Sometimes people like cheap shit, even if it's not as good. Yeah. And that's where China wins. China, you son of a bitch, you've done it again. Just keep beating us <laughs> at the good. same shit. They're good. This, uh, dude, I, all right, we're going to politics a little bit, but it's not about Trump or whatever. There's this $600 uh, unemployment benefit that's been happening. It just ended. So here's how it works, everybody. Uh, if you get on unemployment, you get whatever your state gives you. And that varies. I think some of the worst states give you about a quarter of your income. And some of the better states give you like a half or even two thirds of your income. Right. So but not your whole income, but a good chunk of it. And um, uh, then the federal government just tossed 600 on top of that. Right. Like we're unemployed. Things are tough. No one saw this coming. We're going to give you an extra 600. So there's a fair amount of people who earn more on unemployment than they did at work. Yeah. And the Republicans are saying this is a disincentive for guys to go back to work. Like who would go back to work and take a pay cut? Isn't it better to be unemployed and make more? That is true. I just talked to a cousin of mine in Colorado who was in that exact same situation where he was like, I don't know why the hell I would go back. I'm getting 600 a week. There are a couple people in my universe in that situation. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, uh, the Republicans are like, it is a disincentive. People aren't going back to work. Unemployment is like unnecessarily high, etc. And then you have Democrats who are just like, yeah, but it seems kind of nice. You know, maybe if employers had to compete with this $600, they would know that they have to, in effect, pay more. Right. It's yeah. like a backdoor minimum wage increase. Like, you know, you got to compete with this $600 now. Uh, I see both sides of it. I think I kind of line up with the Republicans, but it's complicated. I thought it was it, interesting. It definitely is complicated because there are people out there who are struggling fucking real deal right now that need a lot of help. And it's a shame that there isn't a better system to parse out the people who actually need it versus the people who are taking advantage of it, which I love my cousin. I, love, I liked his friends. Some of them were absolutely taking advantage of this situation instead of trying to use it to rehabilitate and get back into working life, you know? So that that part of it is definitely real. There are people out there who are abusing it, but I, I get it. Like, what the fuck is the government supposed to do? Of course they should be handing out money to people. We're, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Do you want this country to be Amazon, Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and then a bunch of Kroger-owned banners when you go to grocery shop? Do you want that to be the country? Because that's what we're headed for. What more do I need? What more do you need? I don't know. Once they have a Victoria's totally solidified secret. hold on our economy, I'm sure prices will stay the same and they'll be really cool about it, right? Once Kroger knows they're the sole grocery supplier of the country, once they've edged out everyone else, once Amazon knows. Do you know Amazon made $86 billion this this quarter? $8 billion higher than was anticipated. There was no one happier about this than Jeff Bezos. But that no. doesn't make him evil. Like, like that just makes that just means that he's got a good business. My boy got to be banned from Twitch. Dude, if you're if you're worth $130 billion. <laughs> You're fucking evil. Sorry. You're evil. 
You're you're a piece of shit. Keep you in mind, it's not like he's he he owns the company all himself, right? He's got he's got stockholders to worry about. He's literally not allowed to like try to not make as much money as possible. That's I true. I get it. I get it. It's against but the rules it, it, for him to not make as much money as possible. I understand what you're saying. I'm saying that it's when people are worth that much money, it's not evil. That's the wrong phrasing. It's absolutely fucking absurd. It wouldn't be it's hard absurd. for Jeff Bezos to argue that like, hey, we've got great employees and these guys are so great. They deserve a chunk of it. And that's good business. I, I think if he did that, if they made 10 billion less, what would you say? 89 billion a quarter. If it was 79 yeah. billion this quarter, probably it'd be okay to pay his people more. Yeah. And he should pay his people more. Like he's the big like rah rah shish boom bah Coke brothers guy who's I like pay him kind, more. Of, kind of more libertarian. Like he loves open borders. He loves just flowing immigration because Jeff Bezos takes advantage of illegal labor. You Come pay on. what people are willing to work for and you and you make as much money for your stockholders as you possibly can. That's the way it works. Now, if he if, if a monopoly develops, works, if a more. monopoly develops, then the law says that the government can break that monopoly up. So in this in this situation where every grocery store is Kroger, then they get broken up. Governments are reluctant to break up monopolies, and it turns out that they're right not to usually. You know, they did it with uh, AT and T, and it was a great thing. But um, usually, monopolies that raise their prices tend to find competitors popping up all over the place. Like if you if Amazon starts to suck, I don't think the barrier to entry is that large that someone can't take over their like audiophile market, then someone else goes after their toy market and someone else goes after this or that. That that like, you know, Taylor's saying no, no but I feel like I could pop up is, a Squarespace and totally solidified. They own the SEO, they own the SEM, they own everything. There's a reason that they made $10 billion almost more than they were projected to this quarter. It's because it's they have everybody's total, at home, dude. A total, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said that nobody is happier with this than Jeff Bezos. He has a total market control when it comes to e-commerce. And I, I know this because I work in consumer products that I see Walmart, I see all these other companies, even the huge ones like Walmart, kind mm-hmm. of a little bit panicking because they see Amazon on the horizon. That's going to overtake them. It, it is Amazon is a fucking beast, and 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 when uh, what was it a few a few days ago, maybe a week ago, when uh, they have all the the congressmen there to to interrogate <laughs> yeah, yeah. all of the tech people, and it's like, are you retarded? Zuckerberg sitting right there has more money than every congressperson combined. You think he can't decide what district he wants someone to get elected in and then do it if he wanted? And they're questioning him like they have any sort of authority? No, you are the congressman. He is the fucking multi-billionaire who can do whatever he wants. If, If Mark Zuckerberg decided, hey, that person questioning me, I don't like him. He could bankroll anyone else, destroy them in that district. Like and so it, it, it's all fucking kabuki theater. It's nonsense when we look at these politicians questioning billionaires. It's like uh, Jim Jordan, a Republican, who was oh I'm going hard on them. Do you know who his second biggest contributor was in 2018? Uh, Google. Yeah, so I watched that. He uh, Jim Jordan was on Tucker Carlson's show, 
And Jim Jordan's like, you know, Mr. Going After Him. What are you laughing at? I can't say. Oh, okay. Not related to this. Nope. Do I have a booger? Nope. Someone just <laughs> shared something with me for the show. And, um, I... is it tremendously insensitive? Share it. Yes, it is tremendously insensitive. Um, share it. Let me finish my thought. Anyway, Tucker Carlson yeah. roasted Jim Jordan. And he's like, hey, I see you take all this money from him. And uh, Jim Jordan's like, yeah, yeah, but that doesn't influence me. Yeah, yeah. Have you written any bills? Did you see me up there? You know, I was giving him a hard time. Right, right, right. Have you have passed any laws? Have you done anything substantial? Yeah, did, but did you hear my words? I was giving him a hard time. Right, right. Have you done anything? You're a congressman. Do you? Well, you know, we've got things that are moving slowly. Right, right, right. It's been years. Good. How long have you Good. had this job? For Tucker you Carlson yeah. for putting his feet to the fire on that. He kind of did, yeah. And I, I'm not a big Tucker Carlson fan, but that doesn't mean I can't like him ever. I like him. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he's insincere most of the time with his manipulative words. But um, in this case, he was kind of nailing Jim Jordan and not letting... He just kept trying to be like, I'm the guy going hardest. And they're like, yeah. It's, it's, you know, Kabuki Theater. Yeah, it's all trash. The same way that like... Dan Crenshaw, the eye patch guy, they'll be like, oh man, he's going hard. And it's like, yeah, what's he done? What's he actually done? Oh, wait, he's just like a Democrat from 2004. No, thanks. Watch the first 10 seconds of this Beirut blast. Okay. <laughs> Did you see it, buddy? Oh, yeah, I saw it right away. Uh, yeah, I saw that somewhere else, too. I've did, did you timestamp this? Yeah, he did. Wings in there right in the middle of, of the this is from France 24. They're talking about the Beirut blast. All right. So first of all, what someone did, and honestly, it's not cool that they did this. It really isn't. I <laughs> look, you know, with some some sometimes something's fucking inappropriate and you just laugh. That doesn't mean what's done is the right thing to do. I wish nobody had done this, but somebody put wings amongst the victims who were missing in the Beirut blast and gave him a false name. And they uploaded a photo of him to like the wall of missing people that, that's out there. And in this newscast, there's this lady and she's talking about all the missing and they sort of scroll through a bunch of photos and there amongst them on the fucking nightly news is wings amongst the victims of the Beirut blast who are still missing. That's hilarious. I didn't know what I was watching. Like, like, like someone just sent this to me and, and they were like, well, it, it was, it was in the discord and somebody is like, has Kyle seen this? Ha 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 ha. And then somebody else goes, I hope they talk about it on the show. And I'm like, the Beirut blast. I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, yeah, well, we, we talked about that a lot. You know, it, it's crazy mm -hmm. news story this week. So like, I clicked on it anyway to see what what they were talking about because like four people in a row were just like, oh my god, oh my god. And then I got to that, and that's when I like held my hand over my face and reacted because I was genuinely shocked by what I saw. Taylor and I like, both thought we had boogers. <laughs> we both had the same thing. I, I was like, do I have boogers? <laughs> <laughs> I have a booger, don't I? Uh, yeah. Oh that's... my fucking god. It's uh, a little insensitive, but if See, I'm wings, that's not super hurtful. Like of all the things that your wings has endured, this to me is. That's not why it's fucked up. It's not fucked up that they put wings amongst victims. It's fucked up for the people who right. he's taking up a slot on a page where they are looking for their missing loved ones. Right. right. Like maybe just maybe someone doesn't see 
I don't know, the picture of the guy that they found who's amnesia. I don't know. I don't know. I can't come up with a scenario where this is like legitimately bad, but like, I'm sure there is one because like he's taken up yeah. some real estate well, on here, this fo- on this page where they're looking for people who are missing. This short video we saw, they showed, you know, 18 different people. Maybe one of them is someone's mom who could have been shown instead. Like maybe could have done some. Exactly. Good. Yeah. Some, an actual person who is in Beirut and fucking missing right now because there was a, a horrible event is now not on the front page of the missing people. It's, ridiculous that it, it appears he's on the front page of the victims it i don't know how he's they, fourth he's like fourth he's the fourth <laughs> fourth highest result i can't help it it's funny wings it's, it's, is it's, really it's fucked, famous but it's, <laughs> i mean like he's like look his twitch streams do well right it's 700 people that's a good score we're 900 whatever he pulls uh but his fame rivals like dr disrespect at twenty thousand. you know like <laughs> He's widely known. He's widely known. He's notorious. Um, God damn. All right. I Kyle. wasn't going to talk about that on this episode. I, I knew that he'd been posted on there and I didn't think it was cool. But when I saw that news clip, that's just that's just too much. So this was a Reddit topic from a few days ago. Based on nothing but pure speculation, which like celebrity do you think has the worst breath? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Is he the Jurassic Park dude? Yeah. I imagine him eating like a lot of preserved fish. Mm. I um, I came up with Danny DeVito on my own. I also have a bunch of good ones that people commented with. Post Malone is great. Hmm. Post Malone is... Oh, he was the top rated one. But I, I just feel like Danny DeVito. Yuck. I don't know. I, I like to imagine Danny smells minty fresh all the time. Like, well, we'll see what what Taylor thinks since he hasn't heard our picks. Yeah, Taylor, uh, what celebrity do you think has the worst breath? Oh man, the worst breath probably Aziz Ansari. Oh, that's Ooh, a curry reference, huh? Because it very spicy. Yeah. Okay. Well, Literally racist. I came up with Danny DeVito. Kyle, who'd you say? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, dude, I bet he does have bad breath. <laughs> the, that's a that's a good ass guess. Yeah, I bet. You know, he's he's talking like this all the time and and very clipped, very very controlled, and I bet his breath is pretty terrible. But <laughs> lots of huffing and puffing with with that with that cadence he's got now, going on. You, you place this little drop on the back of your hand, and you see what. Could you get out of my face, Jeff? God <laughs> damn! I, oh, that tickles. But but she's like falling for it while fucking Dr. Grant's in the back getting cucked. <laughs> he's just, sit- he just sitting there like, this motherfucker's really putting the moves on my lady with this water drop on the arm fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, like what if I just what if I just knock him the fuck out right now? Do you, you think I'll still get the gig with the for the Jurassic shit? Can I just can I just fuck Jeff Goldblum up right here in this Ford Explorer? Now you do. You, you put the drop right on the back of your hand, and you'll see that it'll fall towards the side that you don't want it to. And it was like, what? It's like, what if I just start raining high? blows down upon Jeff Goldblum right <laughs> now? Started firing fists at Jeff. He, he pulls out that Velociraptor claw he's always got handy and just slits his fucking throat. <laughs> I have no evidence to prove this, but I bet David Chappelle smokes around people who don't want to be smoked around all the time. Not giving a fuck. 
You think pot or cigs? I was saying cigarettes, but it could be either. I bet it's pot. Yeah, he he doesn't see. Or I, is he a cigarette smoker? He seems more yeah. like a. I wish we he did, he does smoke cigarettes. Yeah, he smokes them on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I I would like to live in a world where you could smoke whatever you wanted, wherever you wanted. You should be able to light up one of those old school nineteen thirties stogies right in the fucking premature insu ward, like like wherever they got the babies in those like like like. Now, Kyle. Uh, if you wanted to take heroin or some other injectable, I'd be on your team because that's a private decision. You should be able to shoot up anywhere you want. Oh, but yeah. When and when I'm getting smoking, the air bubbles out, I'm going to squirt a little in your eye. When you're smoking, though, you're making a group decision, and that's why you're wrong. That's right. You got legs. Walk. Well, I mean, I don't care if you don't have legs. I don't care if we're somewhere where everybody's crippled up and they can't get away. I can still smoke my fucking cigarette. No, that's rude. <laughs> It is rude. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of things that are rude, but I they need you to switch to injectables and be a team player. Where do we draw the line? When do farts become illegal? I'm ready. Let's pass the law. <laughs> what about body odor? They, we need some fucking body odor. Oh, now you're on team group decision. I see how it is. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking you, you know, where do you draw the line? I, I can't light one up, but I can go around with, without fucking deodorant on and just stink the place up. <laughs> just stink it up. Yeah. yeah. Smelling ass. Yeah, if if you can roll into GameStop at at, at like eleven thirty p.m. <laughs> at night when I'm trying to get Halo Three, and and just stink the whole place up so bad mm-hmm. that they have to spray air freshener on you, I should be able to light one up. All right, let's outlaw both. I'm agreeing with you. You can't take my rights away, nor his. He has the right to stink, and I have the right to smoke. I have the right to vote. That's America. <laughs> you have the right to get the fuck out of this GameStop. <laughs> you have to, yeah, it, Actually, this is uh, law's been passed, and you're wrong. Uh, I did, <laughs> not all laws are right. Clearly, uh, name clearly not. We had I, an I, innocent I, man I, jailed for sixty I, I, days I, I, for nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> name one law I disagree with. <laughs> Mm, you should be able to ship yourself pot from other states. <laughs> Paint your I guns. think that that should be legal. Yes. Yes. What yes. I can't even name fair. all four. There's that one. There's painting guns. You should definitely be able to share it with your friends. Yeah, that's just being cool. Share, sharing some weed with your girlfriend. That is the that's definition just being, of cool. That, that's just... That's just being polite. You know, yeah, that's a, really, that's I think you should have explained to your cellmates. a little bit of wine in her glass if he was having it. would be like, what'd you do? I was being cool. I was being cool. <laughs> I was being, uh, yeah, oh, I'm they in, call I'm it in the state uh, of Georgia, distribution. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in for a year for just being tight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny. I'm here for Shit, being lit. Too. I stabbed a guard. <laughs> Yeah, dude, we're both both tight. (laughs) (laughs) You like you you stabbed that guard because he probably deserved it, and I'm just trying to smoke pot. (laughs) Nah, nah, he just looked at me funny. (laughs) Yeah, whatever you say, man. Like, dude, I'm on your side, and you know that. (laughs) You know how that would go, Kyle. I'm on your side. That guy deserved to get sliced. (laughs) Kyle, could you smell the pot throughout the barracks? I don't know what to call it, like the sleeping Um, area at night. Uh, they would smoke outside, and I could smell it um, all the way to the inside. And I just remember thinking, like, this is such horse shit. Like, like they're smoking weed right outside. 
Like, like, and I and I obviously couldn't and wouldn't smoke. I got tested as soon as I got out. I'm surprised to learn they could be outside. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of outside. You can go outside anytime you wanted. Oh, I mean, there was like I, a curfew on TV. It's always like lunch hour. You know, like nah, like like we like like between the hours of like like I don't remember when lockdown was. Probably like nine thirty p.m., ten thirty p.m. Um, that's when you're not supposed to go outside anymore until like. 5.30 in the morning or 6.30 in the morning or something like that. But uh, any other time, you can just walk outside and, like, walk around the track, like, walk to the library, walk to the other dormitories and talk to somebody who's there. Um, do you just walk go, to the door or do you, like, check out to go outside? No, nah, there's, nah, there's way too many people and way too few guards to be, like, paying attention to any of that shit. The doors aren't locked. There's nobody watching anybody. I mean... That's why, like, it was so scary sometimes. It's like you could murder somebody, and the guard's not going to be here for like three fucking hours. Nobody will be here for three hours. Where's the loan? Yeah, not it. Well, there's cameras. You don't think there's anyone watching them? No, nah, there's no cameras in there. Oh, there is on sixty days in. Yeah, because it's a TV show. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that the TV show is not real? <laughs> no, I'm trying to tell you that to make a TV show, you got to have a fucking camera. <laughs> I. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be like one of those flip books describing right? what happened. You know, it's funny we got rendering. three new inmates and they're all vloggers. <laughs> yeah, I think there were there were cameras on the outside that, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, but they were kind of, uh, I'm trying to think, were there cameras on, on the inside? Ma- yeah, maybe they're, no, I don't think they were. No, there's no cameras on the inside. Okay. I don't think. But in any case, like nobody was monitoring them, I'm sure. Like like even if there were cameras, that's like that's like evidence for after you're dead kind of cameras. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, you could go outside anytime you wanted to throughout the day. Um you could go to the track or the the shitty weightlifting area or um there's like a gazebo outside or the library or um really anywhere. You just kind of walk around, go to the phones. Huh. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't know why I was so sure that you only went outside at certain time. Like, you know, your yard time. Yard time. time. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. On Big Herc's videos, he sells a pre workout, like a pre workout, um, like like mix. Uh-huh. And uh, he advertises it at the end of his videos. And it's like, what is it? What's, what's the slogan? It's, it's like, it's like convict pre workout. Get your yard time in. Go, <laughs> And it like slaps onto the, uh, the 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 screen. I'm just like, who's buying Big Herc's workout pre workout? And like, I, maybe people who want pre workout and just really like him. I I wonder how that stuff gets created, right? Like, like let's say you, if Taylor makes a fitness channel, does some person work out and say, you know what, we need to slap a Mercadurka label on this pre existing pre workout drink, and we'll sell. Um, Merck's well, I talked drink. to Derek about that, you know, for more plates, more dates, because he has his own like um, brand of products and he was really specific about the stuff he wanted in them. I'm sure there's like a generic like, yeah, this is the energy blend. It's what's in everything. You just put your name on this and your label and we'll sell it. But I think in his case, he like he was really specific about what he wanted. And he um, most people aren't you know, subject matter experts at the level that more plates, more dates is. Yeah, that's very true. Um, did you see have you seen Big Herc's porn? No. Is so it I was an actual porn. Yeah, he's done a lot of porn. Um, so I was watching one of his videos. I don't know what it was, but but it he answers like viewer comments and like letters and stuff, and then he prints them out on a piece of paper. So he's got the piece of paper and he's out always outside wearing a wife beater, all swole, 
talking about what somebody wrote. He's like, and I guess somebody brought up his porn, and uh, he, he was like, a lot of y'all writing in, saying, making fun of my penis, saying, big hurt. I thought you a big dude. You swole. I thought you'd have a, a big old pee-pee. You're making fun of my pee-pee. Like, my pee-pee ain't big enough. Sound like you gay to me. Why are you looking at my pee-pee? Why aren't you looking at the female? And I'm thinking, like, I mean, you look. I'm looking at everything, Big Herc. Like, yeah. like, like you're, there's two people on camera, and one of them's you. And the camera was on your cock for a good solid two minutes straight while you tried to get hard with those eight cock rings on there. <laughs> and then, like, that woman was clearly, I mean, you were, you've got the physique to really lay a pounding down, but. He would have the smallest penis in this little group we've got going on right here. I would bet solid money on it. Big Herc's barely got, he's got maybe five inches huh. and not a lot of girth. I like to imagine that Taylor actually got up because he couldn't stand Big Herc penis talk, but I'm, I think he's actually got something going on. It couldn't but possibly yeah. be that. Yeah. No, it couldn't possibly be that. But if you just like Google search Big Herc porn, that'll get you right into like a porn hub, like video of him like banging some skeezy stripper lady. Well, I'm curious. I'll check out his penis. Yeah, not impressed. And and I would have never found it if he hadn't mentioned it on his own show. <laughs> the Streisand effect. Yeah, that'll yeah. get you. That'll get you. That's uh, that's Brian Callen did. I would have never known about his accusations. Shouldn't have said a word. He's not a big enough celebrity that you'd ever even hear about. It. They're not running that shit on CNN. When you're in the hot seat, it feels like the whole world's thinking about you. Yeah. And uh, in reality, no, you're just the center of your world, and most people are not thinking about you. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, there's some give and take to that, but Brian Callen is like a super tiny celebrity at the end of the day. Like, like he's known in like, like, like the little MMA community, and that's it. Yeah, I, it's, I have a hard time putting my arms around how big the JRE show is. It's pretty big. It's the biggest show there is. Right, and I think it's the biggest, like... I think you said it right. It's not the biggest podcast. It's not the biggest YouTube channel. It, it's Is there a bigger show on earth? Right. Yeah. It, I don't know that there's a bigger movie on earth. I think that I, if you told me more people have watched a JRE snippet than Endgame, or better yet, all the Marvels combined, I'd be like, yeah. I, I bet JRE has more views than the whole Marvel series. I mean, like, like he does two or three of those things a week, right? Like, yeah, it, his it, most recent, not his most recent one, but the one he did last week with Post Malone is 9 million views, you know, and, and like, he's just going to keep cranking those out. Now he did one with Deborah. So the other day, and they talked about like sex research and she's also like in a remote location. So it's only got a million views, but it went up yesterday. <sighs> a million's a lot. The other guy was 900 grand. Um, or nine, no, 9 million. Oh, Post mistake. Malone was nine million. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, every so often Joe has a guest who's not a good enough speaker. And that is, I never think Joe fails to do his job, but you can only go so far with a bad guest. Um, he has one who's a CIA guy who seems to get a lot of views. And I'm like, ooh, I'm interested in his take on this topic. And then seven minutes in, I'm like, it, what the fuck are you even talking about? Do you have a point? Can you get to yeah. it? I was so annoyed when Bob Lazar was on. Right? Like, like that guy is, is he that, the, guy the, the UFO guy. Like, like oh. he was having a headache. And it's just like, well, the fuck, man? Like, like, I don't think Bob Lazar has a lot going on. His, Bob Lazar just annoyed me for, for a half a dozen different reasons. 
And there's somebody else that, that was just really annoying. Oh, the other day he had on those two guys and they were talking about Skinwalker Ranch and like aliens and all sorts of like nonsense. And uh, they're talking about how there's cattle mutilations on this ranch. And uh, Rogan's like, are there any photos of this? You know, he's being like a normal human being. Like he's not going like, wow, that's crazy. He's like, so you have any pictures or proof? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Like, because because they're and they're describing this cattle mutilation like something that's completely unnatural. Like, oh yeah, there's these surgical cuts, and uh, they're describing this timeline where it happened in like 30 minute period, and there's no blood on the ground. And uh, and he's like, you got any pictures of this stuff? And they show the pictures, and it's like, bro, he's like, yeah, it looks like coyotes got at it. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm mm-hmm. looking at it like, yeah, coyotes got at that. That's exactly what happened there. It's <laughs> it's a fucking calf that died because calves don't always live; they just die. And coyotes will kill calves. And the and the fucking coyotes ate it, like like you you tell the fucking like scavengers got it this dead calf and they ate it. Hmm. Yeah. I, both you and Rogan would have some subject matter expertise on that. Like I I get it. Yeah. I I don't know. He he puts out a good show. He does a good job. Oh, he's the best. He is the best. I love it. He's moving to Texas. You know. I thought Colorado. Uh, Texas. Okay. Okay. Well, Unless changed something's changed there. very recently. I uh, know because my information is like two years old. So, yeah, I would think Colorado too because of the weed and the weed hunting. Is quite I think that's where in, he vacations in, to hunt. Well, Texas has so much hunting. Like, to the, uh, maybe not the kind that he's into, like that that mountainous like elk and um, he's in like hiking hunting or something. Yeah, like I, I picture him climbing with his hands and his feet over the steep in banks to get to like the fucking golem going up a mountain with those <laughs> yeah. big every every the tip of every finger is like a big toe kind of hands uh, yeah he he um my guess is he moves to austin that seems like more his style and ooh. i doubt they pro- prosecute marijuana crimes there austin is a is a cool fucking city shout out to anybody from austin uh listening right now i love fucking austin texas is completely different from anywhere else in texas Okay. Very cool, like uh, like hippie kind of trendy party town. It reminded me a lot of Athens, Georgia, but with cowboy hats. It was great. I uh, I've only been to Dallas, so I've been all over. I, I like Dallas. Dallas is the big city. Um, Houston is very nice too. I, Houston's uh, probably my favorite place to like actually have like Houston's a. Houston's bigger than Dallas. Yeah, Houston's my favorite place to spend like a few days in because there's lots of nice restaurants, lots of nice hotels, lots of ladies. Um, but Austin is just such a cool party town. Like, like I met up there with like, a, I think I did that thing I would always do when I traveled into a new city. Like, Hey, uh, on Twitter and Facebook, I'm, uh, I'm going to be in Austin tonight. Anyone in Austin? And like 8,000 men are like me. And like four <laughs> women are like me. And I'm just like, reply to these four. <laughs> not, not the other. <laughs> no, not the other 8,000. And uh, and I don't remember exactly how it happened, but one way or another, it turned out that the girl that I had replied back to had a boyfriend. And uh, and so she showed up with her boyfriend and two more dudes and they all wore like fucking FPS Russia T-shirts. And so I stayed in character all fucking night. Me, my dad, my friend and Scott like and and um, how did your dad stay in character? No, I'm in character. Nobody else has to be in character. He, this is just the people he's with. So you have to be like, yes, this is my dad. Do no. not pay attention to oh, that's how the best he part. speaks. That's <laughs> the best part. So, like, obviously, if if I'm Dimitri, then 
he's not my dad. He works for me or he works with me. <laughs> and so there's this point where like, and we're all getting drunker by the minute because like, this is like, the, I think it's called sixth street. And it's just bar after bar after bar after bar. There's nothing in between. It's it's 30 mm -hmm. bars in a row or some shit. So we're just going to hit every fucking bar. And there's live music in every one. It's really cool. And so we're in like our third bar or something like that. And I've gone to get drinks. And my dad's getting a little drunk too. And uh, he's sitting there with the fans. And uh, he says to him, I hate that fucking Russian. He doesn't pay us worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? what? <laughs> I'm thinking about just... I'd just like to knock him the fuck out. When he comes back over and sits down, I think I'm just going to cold cock him. I think I'm just going to knock him the fuck out. And uh, and dad's telling me the story later on. He's, he's like, they went, no, he'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> do you know he has KGB contacts? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. He'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that well, the one who let you sleep with his girlfriend nice for a life. hat? Is that, I thought that's where the story was going. Is it? Is, did I make this up? Is that What's a thing? That? Did you sleep with someone's girl in exchange for an FPS Russia hat? Oh, my friend did. Ah, yes. okay. Yeah, my friend did. I think that was a cuckold situation now that um, that's yeah. become a thing that people know about. Uh, but at the time, I, it just made no sense to me that I had signed a hat for somebody and now my friend was fucking the guy's girlfriend. And the guy was dropping the girlfriend off to be fucked. It just boggled my mind at the time. I couldn't wrap my head around it because she was hot and he was not. It none of it made sense to me. I was I was just so confused. But that was in Lexington, Kentucky, uh, when that happened. Now that it makes it. sense. Close enough to Alabama. Close. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Uh, but but so I was in fucking character all night with these fucking four goobers. Uh, who, who loved me apparently. Um, so, so thank you goobers for buying me all that alcohol. Um, but I just got so fucking drunk that night and Scott got drunk and we had to drag him away from the bar. My cousin like, like, literally had to drag him back to the hotel. It was becoming a problem. I think he wanted to fight somebody or he, he was after a girl or something like that. But dad had also gotten into some kind of an altercation where like he was flirting with a woman and, she was with another girl who had a boyfriend and like, he didn't like dad talking to the friend of his girlfriend or something like that. So now he's talking about fighting that guy. And I just want to go back to the fucking hotel. It seems like a lot of shit to keep track of. It's some, it, it was just some real shenanigans. There was a lot going on. Everybody was fucking shit face drunk. Cause these fans were just buying so, so, so much alcohol. Everything was free. And we went to like literally 15 or 20 bars, <laughs> but, but I'll never forget that. Dad was like that. So I told him, I was like, I think I'm just going to knock him the fuck out when he comes back over here and sit down. He's like, that guy got all wide at him. No, don't do it. He'll kill you. He'll kill you. <laughs> He's, you know how dangerous he is? He's a KGB asset. I mean, there's no reason for him not to think that. <laughs> a couple hits. Not to them. Not nope. to them. Nope. You know me. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, so I read an article. Who's first in line for the COVID-19 vaccine? And not me. I thought it was interesting. Like they have a bunch of people they're they're throwing out there. Uh so one thing, and, oh, and by the way, the, the sort of whole crux of it was that you might not like the answer. So there's a lot of reasons somebody might get in the front. <clears throat> they might hand out it handed out by geography to some extent, right? Like right 
don't know right now, but you know, say Florida is a hot spot. Maybe Floridians get priority over New Yorkers because that's where the problem is right now. Um, black people are dying from this at a rate that's higher than white people. Don't know why. Really? Don't know if it's blackness, if it's healthcare, or whatever it is. Do it's because black people-, people live in cities more. You know, like that, obviously higher population density. I'd be interesting to see if that's independent of geography. Right. right? If, yeah. if just African Americans just die more. It's more not going to be independent of geography. It's obviously because black people tend to live in cities. You know, you got a lot of friends that die of sickle cell? No. Do you? No, because I don't have a lot of black friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are, I, 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 I'm not knowledgeable enough to name them, but there are. I don't know why, though. They watch that, the show and then... <laughs> there are uh, races that are more susceptible to different problems. So, like, for whatever reason, people aren't exactly the same, you know, relative. No, of course. Well, that is so, the thing. Like, black people have, like, different heart medication than white people because of some, like, heart thing that black people get that white people don't get as often. Like, that, and that's, that's just medicine. Diet. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. Home. So there are, there are differences, right? Men and women, not exactly the same. All the races, not exactly the same. Maybe we give out COVID vaccine based on those differences. Maybe it's based on geography. Do we give it out based on job? You know, like, it, you might say healthcare workers are in the front, which is a reasonable thing. But the one article I read said, hey, healthcare workers are actually so well taken care of with, is it called PPE, the personal protection stuff? Yeah. Yep. That um, they're actually not getting sick like you'd think they are because they're oh, walking shit. around like nuclear technicians almost. Mm-hmm. So I was right. It's uh, independent of geography. These are rates per 100,000. These are deaths um, of white people compared to black people uh, throughout various age groups. Um, let's just start at the ones that are easy to click on. <laughs> 65 to 74 years old. Uh, it's 200 black, 38 white. Um, at 75 to 84, 443 black, 120 white. Maybe, maybe it plays on like uh, the virus itself plays on respiratory issues that black people are predisposed to. Even at young ages, it's like three to four times as many. Are black people because predisposed it's 10 to, to one respiratory at, thing? At that's... 35 to 45 years old, it's 10 to one. Is that a thing, Taylor, that you've heard of before? Respiratory? Yeah, like there are, well, uh, heart issues are the big one I've heard. Is that, that one I've heard, yeah. Black people definitely have different heart issues than white people. Like we, why wouldn't we? We evolved for hundreds of thousands of years apart. Why would, well, why wouldn't it? Like th- there'd be different problems. And so, yeah, black people have heart problems that, that white people don't have. And white people have problems that black people don't have. But it seems to be that that is fucking up. Boat repair. A lot of the black community, unfortunately. So, yeah. Anyway, the how they give out COVID vaccine is a topic that people are trying to figure out now because the vaccine could be out like in four months or something. Yeah, I think they should give it to uh, healthcare workers. That should be your first priority. Mm-hmm. And um, no, first you give it to prisoners to make sure it works. Actually, I kind of like that. You don't <laughs> just start. I don't like it. that. You don't <laughs> worry, Snow. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, you give you this, like a lab you, rat. You, you give this to any and all patients or prisoners who are in there for greater than 60 days. How about yeah, that? So that's funny. But like age might be a consideration to give it out I to old people first. <laughs> I read that this vaccine, and I didn't realize a lot of vaccines are like this, less effective on fat people. And that's true. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that. And if I, my immediate thought was, how fat? <laughs> 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 It's just because of mass. Like the the, the drug. Fat percentage are we talking here? Yeah. 
Like, you know, like if you don't look fat from like collarbone up, are you okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, but you know, do you maybe just be like, okay, fatty, this barely works on you anyway. We're giving this over to Skinny Mini. I'm not sure. Just give me two, <laughs> right? Uh, I, I said age, I said race, a geography. Um, do we just follow the American way and give it up based on ability to pay? Like that's a thing. Ooh, I like that. But what about retail workers or, or you know, all kinds? Is, is frontline front workers? All the essential workers, you know. Uh, do we give it out to those guys first? Not the cops. You know what? I'm bored with that, too. <laughs> I like how Kyle's yeah. Uh, like, yeah, we definitely don't want to give it to jails because that's mean. And we don't want to give it to cops because fuck cops. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to test it on anyone. It should already be Wait, tested. What if we test it on cops? Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> now I'd now love we're that. finding common ground. <laughs> Now, now we're on the same fucking page right now. <laughs> Test it on cops, but let me administer. Mm. Like, like, I, I want maybe maybe screw the doses. Get anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think they should probably give it to the the healthcare workers and uh, and then the people who are most at risk. You know, like I, you know, the older age groups definitely need it. Like this is this thing isn't killing children. It's not killing people in their twenties. It's killing people in their seventies, eighties, nineties, especially. So I'm kind of on the kids. One of the problems with kids is they can spread it, right? So like you said, if a guy's seven years old, he's probably not going to get very hurt by it. Mm -hmm. But he is very likely to get it because he's in a school, right? That's the perfect place for transmission for something like this. He's going to bring it home. So maybe yeah, but there's want that kid to not bring it home, make him vaccinated. Maybe. In an ideal world, like that would be great. If okay. we had an infinite number of doses, like mm -hmm. maybe we start with the kids. But if they're limited... There's a whole lot fewer old people than there are eight-year-olds. I'm just trying to prevent an outbreak. That would be the thought process, you know? Like you Too know, late for that. You know, okay. <laughs> it's too late for that shit. No, I think you got to give it to the people who, who, are gonna, who might die next month if, you, if they don't get it today. The, the Herman Cain's of the world who literally got it and, was, and were dead in 30 days. Yeah, I, I I thought it was an interesting moral quandary, right? There's no, yeah. and you know, like I here is an interesting moral quandary. I think the life of a seven year old is maybe more valuable than the life of a seventy seven year old. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Um, no? I think they're all equally valuable. Uh, okay. Well, depending on race, of course, but I think they're all equally valuable. Uh, I would put it on myself, like it, age goes. If I was seventy seven. And they said, Woody, you or the seven-year-old gets it. I'd be like, take me. I'm done. I'm, it's been cool. It's been a great ride. This guy's barely started. Fuck that. No. Really? Okay. If he gets it, if he gets it, he gets the fucking sniffles. If I get it, you're burying, they're, you're burying me in September. No, thanks. That is true. Wait, it's like, not the equal outcome. I had this like hostage situation. If the head. ship's go going on. down, that's one thing. Yeah, right? sure. If I'm works. 75 and the ship's going down, put little Timmy in the life raft. I can dog paddle a little. You know, like, like it'll be all right. I, 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 it's maybe it's my time, but I mean, I mean, you know, you and I both have older parents. Like, sure. I'm sure we would want them to get it before ourselves. Just, just, yeah, uh, yeah, it yeah. just makes more sense because I think I'd survive it. I think you'd survive it. I think, I think all of us would. You know, we're we're relatively health, healthy individuals of who have enough money to like rest and get some vitamins in us or whatever the fuck we need to mm -hmm. do. But like my dad's in his uh, mid sixties, and and your parents are are even older and seventies. You know, it might not go well for them. They need it. They need that vaccine. Yeah, 
Uh, I want it though. If, if they were like, go to CBS tomorrow, 150 bucks, they'll jab you in the arm and, and you'll get it. Uh, I'm down, but I'm looking at the, the machine that needs to be in place to get 300 million Americans vaccinated. They don't even have the vials to put 300 million. They don't have, they don't have 300 million vials to put vaccine in. They, they don't have like, like, like the healthcare workers required to administer it would be an army. They need this. They need the option to self-administer this thing. I think. I like think you need to be able to order this. Almost. I think you need to be able to order it off the internet, have it delivered to your door. Hey, Amazon, and <laughs> I, I can, I can inject it myself. I'm sure it's intramuscular. Just put it in your deltoid, and you're done. Yeah, uh, in your delt. Oh, I don't like. Where that. would you want to inject it? You, you got, you're gonna do an intravenous, and I mean, I, I think it needs to be intramuscular anyway. If I had to pick an intramuscular area, it would be thigh. I was gonna say quad, same place. Yeah, is, is that yeah. where it goes in your thigh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right in your yeah, quad. Yeah, it would go. It would go in your upper quad, like by your hip pocket. But you need a bigger needle if you're doing that. If you're trying to get intramuscular, you can get intramuscular in your deltoid with an insulin syringe. Really? Yep. Oh, the deltoid just being this. Yeah. Yeah. Just little. Someone's not no. watching more plates, more dates. <laughs> yeah, it's you could do like a 29 gauge needle. Wouldn't hurt at all. Not more plates, more dates. You got to be watching Juju Mufu. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I wanted to ask Juju Mufu if he was on any gear. And I was like, I think people don't ask that. I think he's been, he's said before he's not. Mm-hmm. But he is also outrageously huge. Like you see, Kyle, have you watched some videos of him actually doing stuff with his shirt off? He is enormous. Yes. I've seen him shirtless. He's incredibly ripped and like, Ten percent body fat or something like that. So um, people you know, who use gear look like him. Yeah, my guess is he's on something for sure. Uh, but but you know who knows? Right. Maybe he's just got an incredible work ethic like no other human being who exists. Like like people that look like that generally are on something. If, if nothing else, like t- some sort of TRT or that something they're calling TRT, which is really several hundred milligrams a week. You know what I like is I like this new trend where we can rip on people for using supplements like that. And I'll just be like, no, this is the all natural bod. <laughs> this, is, this is the bod you get when you lift really heavy five or six times a week. And that's it. <laughs> oh. You lift heavy and you eat a lot. Taylor might not know because I talked about it on PK. I hurt my back. I hurt my back doing nothing. And I had been so good. I've been working out again. I had been like, I don't know. I basically, I think it was Juju actually. He was like, you know, I'm just doing something every day. He's doing two days and stuff. And I was like, all right, fuck it. No more zero days. If it's 1150 and I haven't touched a weight, I'm busting out like, you know, 20 push ups and 10 pull ups or just like something, something good. every fucking day. Good. No zero days. Well, it didn't go well. Hang on. Don't, don't, don't no, praise him yet. That's the, the wheels came off the tracks. Kind of. I don't think it's related, but you guys can judge for yourselves. You know, I was like, I don't know, 14 days into this or so, and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good and I'm almost feeling proud, right? Just because there's fucking good no zero you, days and I'm sticking to it. I'm handling the recyclables. So in my house, we get this like, leaning tower of pizza of like boxes and shit. And then I finally catch up, which means break them down, put them in the trash can, take the rest and burn them. I'm just making all these trips to the fire pit to burn them. And uh, boxes like fall off the top. So you bend over 50 times. I hurt my back a lot. 
I'm like crippled now. I, I can hardly get out of bed. I can hardly stay. I tried to carry a plate with food on it. And I'm like, Colin, you're going to have to do this. I need every like handrail next to the stairs. I'm, uh, I'm actually getting better. I, I feel like my last two days have been better than the days before. But like the back pain is so bad. And, and you know how you hurt like this part of your forearm and you're like, you never really realized how often I use that. No one says that about your back, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's intuitively obvious how Everyone often. Everyone knows how much you use your back. You use your back constantly. <laughs> Everything a, hurts. Go ahead. I would what, say it's one of the most important parts of the body. <laughs> you're going to love this, Taylor. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what did the doctor call the injury? <laughs> Old man back. <laughs> oh, no, he fucking no, called no. it old man back six or eight times during the conversation he said the, the, the term old man back and it's like the, <laughs> fuck you it's pretty funny <laughs> yeah i went to um do you remember what it was called was it doctors on demand or something some website to go to a doctor because yeah, i don't um, remember yours mine's ZocDoc. that's the one i like to use but i don't i don't call yours yeah, it wasn't that one, but I'm sure it was comparable. So I basically did an online doctor. Um, so uh, it was a pretty neat experience. My, I heard enough that like getting an appointment, first of all, do you get it right away? And second, like getting into a car and driving and walking and sitting in a waiting room, all that stuff seemed unattractive to me. And a friend of mine had done like an online doctor and got a muscle relaxant for his back pain, which Ooh. was kind of what I had in my head. So... Uh, I meet with the guy, we do a video conference, uh, and I just sort of lay out like who I am, how old I am, uh, and how I heard it. And just super quickly, lifting boxes didn't hurt very much at the time. There was no like catastrophic, like owl type thing. It was like, oh, it's hurting two out of 10, but I powered through it and kept making it worse. Two hours later, after everything's done, it's like a four out of 10, it's attention grabbing. And then by that night, I'm like, nine out of 10 pain. Like it, it's really concerning. It's a big, big deal. And, uh, so it wasn't like a motorcycle accident or something. It just slowly came on. So I lay that out there. He says, I'm also relaxing. It's not going to help me. He's like, you haven't said anything about spasms. And I'm like, no, I, that doesn't really, I will me. if I need to though, <laughs> if I thought it would help, you know, he even like offered to prescribe it. He's like, I can prescribe it. Like, it's not an addictive thing. It's not a thing that people go for, but, uh, you know, if you want it, you can have it, but it's not going to help you. So that didn't seem attractive. And uh, basically, we up my ibuprofen. But the experience of doing an online doctor was a totally positive one. He seemed really qualified. I liked that he was about my age. I liked that he had had two back surgeries. Lucky me, this is a guy who, like, has experienced what's going on. And uh, uh, he basically just set me up, gave me some exercises. I advised a lot more ibuprofen than I was taking, and I'm starting to feel better. That's where I am. But if yeah. you ever get sick and you're like, I don't know, not dragging your ass to an actual in-person doctor, try the online, excuse me, try the online thing. Cause, um, it, from the time I like clicked on the website to actually was video conferencing with a person was less than 15 minutes. That's cool. So that's a big, and it was fairly cheap. Even with, even though you think you might've messed up your insurance a little bit, like 75 bucks is, Yes. Yeah. I paid $75 and I I have Blue Cross Blue Shield, but it turns out when you go to the place, there's like 
no exaggeration, like 60 blue cross blue shields. And I felt like I chose it wrong or something. Yep. Is it, you, you, are we agree on that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you. I think we're going to call it a wrap there. Uh, PKA 503. Are there any... Wait, did we do smart mouth? Oh, get yourself some smart mouth. It's a great <laughs> mouthwash. Get yourself settled. It's great. Fucking use smart mouth. If you don't buy smart mouth, they're going to be mad at me. So buy some fucking smart mouth. That's the raid. Support Taylor. Buy smart mouth. There's a link. In if you don't buy smart mouth, I'll take it as a personal affront. <laughs> buy smart mouth. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. I fucked that up. <laughs> Painkiller already, episode 503.